Welcome, everybody, to episode 204 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I am Corey. Uh, important episode today, fellas. Mm-hmm. It's our 2015 E3 press conference recap. Always one of my favorite episodes. It's one of my favorites, too. Um, it's essentially gamer Christmas, you know. Um, obviously, some Christmases are better than others, you know. we <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing there. Agreed. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be our main topic. Does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on the episode? Any new games? I mean, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the stuff we played uh, during Guys Weekend last yeah. weekend while everyone was here. Other than that, I pu- I tried the new uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition. Is that what they're calling it? Ultimate I think it's edition? Ultimate Edition. Yeah, yeah, I played the beta for that this afternoon, and I also tried Fallout Shelter. I'm assuming mm. a few of us did. I did not yet. The mobile game. Yep. Which we'll I did. talk about. Yep. Okay. That's it. Sounds good, Will. Anything? I played the new Smash DLC. Oh. So I'll be talking about Lucas, uh, Ryu, Ryu, and Roy. Nice. Okay, Corey, what do you got? Nothing. Just just Fallout Shelter and then cool. what we played over Guys Weekend. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, let's get started with our press conference recaps, uh, starting with Bethesda. Now, Bethesda was Sunday night. Um, starting, did it start at 8 or 9? It was kind of late. I don't remember exactly what time it started, but... Ah, shit, I don't know. I think it was 10. Yeah, it was 10 to 11, wasn't it? 10 to 11.30, I think. Did it go to 11.30? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was was an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, Corey's going to cover that one. What do you got for us, Corey? Yeah, so we went into it knowing that we were definitely going to see more Fallout 4. Mm -hmm. Uh, But beyond that, I don't think we really had too much of an idea of what they were going to show for sure. I don't know. Maybe you guys did. Doom. No, there's a couple. There's a couple things I expected, but actually didn't, yeah. didn't end up happening. Well, one of them. Yeah, was, I think. But. I think uh, Dishonored Two. We kind of. Yeah, we kind of thought that was going to happen. We, we assumed that would be one that would would be there. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so this is Bethesda's very first time doing one of these press conferences too, which I thought was impressive because yeah. it, it turned out, you know, depending on how you feel about the games, I just thought it was very well put together press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. It was it was simple. Uh, they weren't all over the place. They had a message, mm-hmm. and they delivered it, I thought. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they opened with a feel-good montage of Bethesda employees talking positive. But all I could think while I was watching them was, you probably hate your job. <laughs> Every single one of them. Um, yeah. But I don't know. If you get to make Elder Scrolls and Fallout, yeah. you can't hate your job. Well, that much. you probably only hate it come crunch time, like before launch, when that that whatever three or four months when they're really putting in a lot of time to finish the game. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, I shouldn't say that. That's just ex corporate <laughs> me. Well, not just that, but you <laughs> right. you know you want that's like a dream job kind of for some of us, and you kind of want them to not enjoy it, kind of <laughs> in in a weird sense, you know. Uh, the old, uh, since I can't have it, exactly. I want it to be awful for you. <laughs> if I can't have it, nobody can have it. 
Exactly right. Uh, I actually really enjoyed the opening. I mm-hmm. thought it was cool. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, and then Pete Hines, uh, the CEO, came out and introduced Doom, the first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it uh, started with a gameplay demo, um, and the character is walking around what I later found out was the Union Aerospace Corporation, which I guess is a, a major corporation in the Doom series. I'm not all that familiar with Doom. I played the, the first one. Uh, I don't think I played any of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, the UAC's Martian Research Facility, which has been overrun by demons, and you're the guy's bla- running around blasting mutants with a shotgun. Uh, he later picks up uh, sort of like a plasma rifle kind of thing, an energy weapon of some sort, uh, and then has a heavy, heavy assault rifle, rocket launcher, chainsaws, basically just mowing through these, these demons. Um and then at some point we actually visit Hell itself. I guess those are the two areas that you'll you'll play in the Doom game, or you'll go through Hell, and then you'll be in this like Martian landscape area. Mm-hmm. At least from what we saw. Uh, but the couple things that stood out to me in the demo gameplay demo that we saw was the close quarters executions, which are kind of like fatalities. Yeah, oh. that was pretty um, cool. Yeah, it was spe- with the uh, chainsaw especially, and then breaking <laughs> limbs. Yeah, so there were a couple instances where your character rips out the enemy's heart, uh, and one time he rips it out and feeds it to the guy, and then the guy explodes. Mm -hmm. So that's all good. Uh, I don't know to what extent this is scripted, but there was also a time where he ripped off an enemy's arm and used its hand to get through the fingerprint scanner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that was like a scripted thing that happens in the game, or if that's actually like. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like a like a quest item, kind of. You know, like you had to go retrieve this scientist's arm, yeah. so you could open the open the door. That's what it yeah. seemed like to me. But what's also really cool is that enemies can perform the fatalities on you, which we saw in the demo. Mm-hmm. So if your health is low and they're close enough to melee you, uh, you will see them do to you what you've done to them, which is fun. But uh, another thing is the old school mechanics. There's no reloading clips. There's no fall damage. There's no regenerating health. You can pick up little health pickups, and there is ammo to pick up. But it's uh, that, that's an old school thing. Did anything else stand out to you guys in the in the demo that we saw? Ah, uh, yes. I really thought that the uh, lighting and shadows stood out to me almost immediately. Uh, that looked really cool. Um, it reminded me of Halo, kind of off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably less as it went on, but off the bat, I, that's the first thing I thought of. Um, we didn't talk about Snap Map, the multiplayer. No, no, no I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, we'll okay. Start with the demo. All right. Um, yeah. It's funny you it bring the up demo. the Halo thing, though, Eric, because uh, when this whole thing was over, I was like, huh, I could see this filling that void that Halo has sort of left for me, the sci-fi shooter. Yeah. Because it kind of even looks like it, it, it's the same sort of speed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's even faster. Yeah? Yeah. People said it was slow for Doom, I guess. I, I, I'm with Corey. I don't know Doom yeah. at all. So. Yeah, that's what I gathered from uh, Doom fans, that it would seem slow. But yeah, it looked fast to me. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> super fast. I don't know. Of course, we're getting older. Oh, yeah. Everything seems faster these yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, one other thing, Corey, that I thought stood out to me was the soundtrack really fit the game very well. The music that was playing. I don't know if you no, noticed that. I didn't that. really notice. No. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I don't. I can't describe it to you because I was trying to type really fast on my phone and 
take notes, but I remember thinking this this music's pretty badass mm-hmm. and it fits really well. But that was it for the uh, demo. Did you watch, Will? Yeah, of course I did. Uh, I okay. What did you think of Doom? I watched every press conference. What did uh, you think of Doom? It looked fun. I don't know if I'm going to get it, but it looked pretty cool. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of... Kind of sour on first-person shooters for the most part, really. Yeah. You know why I think this one's different for me is uh, just because it's like a fun run and gun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. You don't have to take it too serious. I mean, if you want to play the multiplayer, fine, but it just looks like super fun, over the top, super violent, mm-hmm. like just fucking around. Demon killing simulator. No strategy to it. Just yeah. shoot, shoot everything yeah. in sight. Mm-hmm. I think that. That sounds a lot better to me than most first-person per- first shooters are yeah, these it's, days. It's kind of old fat, like Corey said, old-fashioned. Yeah, I like that. That's what we like. Not yeah. uh, military. Not a military shooter. Uh, then they showed a little quick montage of multiplayer. Didn't really give us a very good idea of what that was about. There's They showed a few different modes and a few, I don't know, mechanics within those modes, but not really a ton to to get out of that uh but then he talked about snap map which eric alluded to earlier which will give gamers uh the the players of the game the ability to create in-game mods for map making different maps and different game modes and stuff like that uh which is pretty cool because it's not just for pc it's going to be for the console versions too um so i really like that and it's it's very they made it very simple i was reading a little little bit about it and it's just like playing with Legos, you know? You don't need any yep. experience doing this kind of thing. It's just, like, it kind of sounds snap map. Like, you just... Yeah, well, you snap pieces together to add, to build your maps and, and exactly. you know, snap obstacles in there. And I, yep. I love any program like this, which it's something we'll talk about later, but it's the reason I'm excited about Mario Maker. Same kind mm-hmm. of thing. I, I know that I personally couldn't build anything worth a shit. Or won't put any time into it. Right. But I'm excited for something like this because of what other people well, are going to put be, together. Yeah, because you you'll be able to download it and play it. Yeah, and so. you know that there's going to be some awesome stuff yeah. on there. Yep. Like maps that are shaped like dicks or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone will put a yeah. dick in there. Oh, my God, yes. The old so. dick butt. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought Snap Map was pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh, available this fall? Question mark? Because. Spring 2016. And that's what I read everywhere, but somewhere, uh, I don't know if it was in one of the interviews or something, they said fall, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's spring 2016. They said, yeah, that's what I have in my notes was spring 2016. Okay. Yeah, that must be it then, because that's what I read everywhere. I don't know how I ended up with fall in there. I'm upset. I gave my Doom beta code to somebody a long time ago because I hadn't heard anything about it. It came with my uh, Wolfenstein purchase, mm-hmm. and I gave the, the beta code away, and now I want it back. <laughs> Give it back. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Apparently, they I did a, a little bit more, little bit of research about this game outside of what we saw, just because I know knew very little about Doom. Apparently, they actually showed it last year at QuakeCon, so uh, select few people were, were familiar with the game already. Um, the devs are targeting 1080p, 60 frames per second across platforms. I hopefully, hopefully that turns out to be the case. Um, and I went on the the Doom subreddit, and the there's a poll question: Does the Doom game look good? 82% said yes. All right, and we're back. Uh, we had a little technical, not really technical difficulty. My laptop decided it was time to overstart or restart over. I was going to say overheat, but no, it had to restart uh, downloading updates. 
and all that crap. So hopefully we're good now. Corey, you were just getting into talking about a poll you saw on Reddit about Doom. Oh, yes. So this is kind of a biased audience, but the poll question was, excuse me, does the new Doom game look good? And 82% of the polling audience said yes. But, of course, like I said, that's a little bit of a biased audience. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, out of 658 people that voted, I also voted yes. I thought it looked pretty nice. Yeah, I thought, I'd, I'd have said yes. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, not. I mean, certainly not a day one buy or anything. No, I'm not even anticipating it that much. But it's probably one of those ones that, uh, kind of like I did with Wolfenstein, pick up a couple years later. Yeah, try it that way yeah. when it's like five dollars. Yeah, well, first person shooters aren't really our our genre, you know. So yeah, it, and it's I've never felt like a first person shooter is a a must play. Even even a game like Bioshock Infinite, I, I played it and I loved it, but I never, and it was never one of those things where I was like, oh my god, I got to play this immediately, like like a Fallout or. I disagree with you there, but yeah, yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, well, that's for, the end for, of my for point. me. It, for me, it was a, a must play. Yeah, right you're a, you're a Bioshock. I was, fan I was a Bioshock fan. Yeah, definitely. Okay, go ahead. Then they announced Bethesda Net, which will be the home for all things Bethesda. I likened it sort of to Battle.net. Uh, that's where they kind of host, uh, where Blizzard hosts all their things, and it sounds like this is what Bethesda's going to do with it. Uh, they're going to have, that's where their forums are, videos, articles. Uh, Snap Map will live on there somehow. Just uh, an extension of the Bethesda Net. Just as long as they don't try to sell their games on there and have another PC well, they will. client. They will. That's going to drive. Me I, I, don't, crazy. I don't think it's going to be. I think it'll be. Well, Blizzard is. That's the only way you can get their games. But I think it'll just. It'll be just like a, a battle net. But it won't be the only place for right. that. Right. That's. I don't know. Um, I don't have all the info on that. But that's sort of how I envision it being. Which I don't think is a terrible idea for people that love Bethesda games. You know. Yeah, but it's, still... it's kind of nice to boot up Battle.net and see all my Blizzard games, all my ducks in a row waiting for me with updates listed and in the latest news and info all listed right there. Or it could just be on Steam. I like Battle.net too, Corey. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it will. It's not like they're going to take it off Steam. I just think it's it's a place for people who play multiple Bethesda games to have all that information in one place. Yeah. But anyway, that is neither here nor there because that was probably the least interesting part of the whole Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even show. put it in my notes. I, I agree. <laughs> Well, they didn't. Battle, they didn't, they didn't elaborate that well on it. I mean, uh, yeah, it was I was just, confused. It was just brief. I was confused about it, but anyway, that's ahead. why most of my speculation is just that it's it's speculation. I right. don't really know what it'll look like, but that's just what I assumed. Uh, Battlecry from Battlecry Studios. Uh, I had no idea what this was. I know we've heard hints about it here and there, but they described it as an online action team-based combat tactical warfare game. Uh, it looked to me. The analogy I would make is like a third-person brawler. You kind. Of- oh my god! All right, welcome back, everybody, for the third time. Uh, this time, this time, my laptop most definitely overheated, so uh, I had to put a fan on it to try and keep it cool enough to run Skype. Uh, you'd think a computer that's four years old should be able to run Skype without overheating and shutting off but if you hear a little noise in the background that's what it is um i'm hoping to have my laptop formatted by next week so maybe it won't have so much shit to run in the background and won't be overheated maybe i'll even take it apart and clean the inside and see 
see how it goes. Um, ideally, I'd like to cut the laptop out of the equation. I just haven't had time to do that. So we're going to soldier on. Yes. So, Corey, continue. We were just getting into um, Battle Cry, right? Battle Cry? Yeah. Yeah, and then they uh, played the trailer for Elder Scrolls Six, and that was it. That was the end of it. End of the show. No, I wish. I wish that happened. Silly. Huh. So, Battle Cry, I forget. I don't know what you guys heard or what got cut off or anything. Um, but how they described it was an online... I didn't know much about it. Uh, they described it as an online action team-based combat game with or combat with tactical warfare game or something like that. I don't yeah. know. But basically what it looked to me was like an indie version of a third person brawler. Mm-hmm. Um like an online brawler essentially. Yeah. I thought it looked janky as hell. You guys think think it looks sweet? I think it looks awesome. Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. I didn't I like know. how stuttery the animations looked. Yeah. That's what I mean by janky. I mean, I just assume all that'll be worked out. Yeah. And in terms of what it is, I, I think it looks cool. I definitely see the potential in it. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a great idea. Like I said, they would need to iron out the 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 animations and stuff seem like kind of choppy. And I don't know if that's an artistic choice. I hope not. Yeah. But yeah, I just like the idea that there's there's three different factions and like. Each faction has the same classes, but they're all they all look different, have different mm-hmm. character names, and I'm assuming they all kind of do different stuff. Um, but there's you know five classes for each of the factions, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of scratches the MOBA itch, not quite, but yeah. it's a similar kind of thing. Yeah. PvP, they're like Team Fortress too. Yeah, those games, but are, with more melee than those games are getting kind of popular now. Uh, very that, much that, so. that style of game, which is cool. Yeah, I, I think it looks really neat. Yeah. And you can sign up for the beta worldwide. I've actually got to do that. I keep forgetting to do that. I just did. I did it the you, minute they said you could. You have to do it by the 18th if you want your in-game reward. Okay. What's today? 17th. 17th. Oh, I won't remember by tomorrow. <laughs> There's no way. Okay. Continue on, Corey. So that's Battlecry. Uh, again, f- for my money, didn't really get me excited, but you guys seem to like it a little bit more, so... Then they brought out the dudes from Arcane Studios who announced Dishonored 2. They just showed us a teaser trailer. There was no gameplay in there. Um, teaser trailer and cinematics, I should say. Yeah. And I guess the takeaways from this uh, trailer that they showed is that you can play... They talked a little bit about it, too. You can play as Corvo or the female character, Emily Caldwin, who was a part of the first game, correct, Dan? I never played it, so... I don't remember. I played it. I played through it once when it first came out, and haven't. I have it in yeah. my Steam library, and I will play it again before the second one comes out. Corvo is the character you played as in yeah. the first one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, but this one you can also play as this Emily Caldwin character, who I I think I just did a little bit of reading afterwards because, like I said, I didn't play the first game. I think she's important to the first game. Right. Uh, and uh, essentially, the setup for the game is that uh, I guess maybe it's a spoiler to say you were like or you helped uh, establish the emperor at the end of the first game or the king or queen or whatever <laughs> I don't remember you, you helped okay. really you well helped, anyway you helped the wrong team you're usurped at the start of the game and okay. a new set of bad guys come in it's hard to talk about this stuff if you never played the games but um, it's just what I discovered in, in my research uh, it takes place in a new city that is called Karn- Karnaka? 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 
who knows doesn't matter mm-hmm. and it's on the other island there's a there's a map that they put out with the first game um, that had these other areas in it and this is one of those other areas that they're starting to explore uh, and this other island is south of Dunwall it's also a port town Dunwall is a port town this new or city this city is also a port city gotcha and it takes place 15 years after the first game which plays into the lore a little bit in that there are new robots um, new gadgets and stuff and apparently the either depending on the character that you choose they're slightly different uh character traits and and gadgets that they use i know they showed emily's tentacle grab thing her little teleport move is is similar to corvo's so maybe it's the type of corvo's blink move so maybe it's the type of thing where like they have the same set of abilities they're just executed in different ways look a little different yeah 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 look a little different uh they can both stop time we saw that in the trailer we saw emily stop time and throw that little bomb that she then shot with the crossbow and exploded which was cool. Uh, I I mean, I was really excited for the first Dishonored after its cinematic trailer. Once they played some gameplay, I was just meh on it. Uh, hopefully, this one can entice me a little bit more once we see some gameplay because I'm really into that whole like Victorian. You should play it. Steampunky kind of thing. Wait, you haven't played the first one? I never played the first one. You should play I it. Thought, when, I thought when I saw the first gameplay, I was like, eh. and then the reviews didn't do much to change my mind, so I just never got around to playing it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have it on Steam. I Give it a too. shot. I didn't I care for it, Corey, if that matters at all. I th- yeah. it, I th- was, it was like a 7 for me. I think I liked it the most out of everybody here. Yeah. I also yeah. think it's one of those games that would, would control better with keyboard and mouse controls. I know you don't prefer those, but especially the blink ability, which is really important. Um, yeah. I, just th- I, think, I think targeting for that would be much easier. Yep. So, so in, in Dishonored, uh, the big thing is that you can choose stealth or or combat yeah. right yeah yeah so you can in, go through the whole game and not kill anybody if you want mm-hmm. which i don't know how you would do that That'd i be did impossible it. i did, did it yeah wow that's my thing and you're a champ games. will i did it for that in deus ex pacifist playthrough mm-hmm. will is a champ speaking of deus ex a little off topic here i'm excited to hear about the press conferences i didn't watch because i tried to avoid <laughs> spoilers so okay. the stuff that you guys talk about i might it's not have any idea about no, i didn't right. i didn't watch that one that's the only one i didn't watch actually okay uh, but anyway, that's Dishonored 2. You guys have anything to add? Any interest? I'm interested. Interested, yeah. I mean, I think we talked about it a couple times that Dishonored was a good springboard. And, like, I think Dishonored 2 is going to be better, you know, much better. Oh, yeah. I so, think I said that yep. when I played the first one. Yep. So that's my thoughts on it. Uh, another off-topic question. Was Rage was Bethesda, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I wonder if we'll ever see Rage 2. I don't know. I, I liked Rage. It was but, just a save system you didn't care for, right? Yeah, there was one weird thing about it that I really didn't like, but the, I think it was a save system. And the de- the animations when uh, when you killed people was really bad. But other than that, like it looked really nice. The vehicular combat was good. Okay. Uh, yep, Riz, Riz confirms that Ridge, Rage is ID. 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 Okay, Id, yep. Um... After Dishonored 2, they announced the Dishonored Definitive Edition, which they didn't really talk too much about. Uh, If they did, I didn't write it down, but I looked into it. It's Xbox One and PS4. No word on a PC version, which kind of sucks. But it is the first game with improved graphics, all the DLC. It's coming out August 25th, and it will cost $40. Mm -hmm. Good price. Yeah. Good price point for that. Yep. Agreed. 
How much is the first Dishonored on PC? You can get it on sale for like I think it's on sale now. I think you can Probably get it for ten like bucks. Eight bucks. Eight yeah. Bucks, yeah. Yeah. I think I don't I th- think I'd I think the game of the year edition's like twelve or thirteen. And that includes all the DLC? Yeah. So you're just you're paying that premium you're paying is just for the improved graphics? Well, I don't know improved compared to what, you know? The first one. Well, I know, but like the 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 first one had better graphics on computer anyway. So I don't know if, uh, if it's if it's at that level, like what what you could get with a gaming PC at that time, or if they're actually like going through and retexturing everything, you know. Mm, probably the former. I don't know the laziest way. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I think what the, the 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 what they're trying to do is if you hadn't played it before and you have a new console. It's your opportunity to pick it up and play it, you know. Yeah, that's that's why they're putting it out on on the new on the new systems. And then they launched into, and I sort of zoned out at this point. Uh, the ESO Tamriel Unlimited stuff. Yeah, none which of it is, uh, made sense to me. Just yeah, they just teased some DLC con- content. I didn't really know what was going on. They were just showing things, and I was like, I don't know what what is this. But I went up, went and looked it up afterwards. Um, it's just a lot of the new zones and stuff that are coming to the game. The Imperial, Imperial City is apparently an upcoming zone. Uh, and I also found out that it is free for all paid subscribers, the content. So beyond that, I wish I could tell you more, but I just don't don't Care. have it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, Pete Hines talked a little bit about. It's a strategy card game, free to play for PC and iPad coming out this year. I was Tried another, to find more info on that. Couldn't find anything. That was, an, that was another popular theme for this year's E3 was collectible card games. Yeah, I mean, CCGs. after the success success of Hearthstone, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good space to get into, mm-hmm. especially if you have a, a pre-established right, like one I'll talk about when when we get there. Yeah, stuff to draw from. Yeah, uh, you're gonna give it a shot. They, what you're gonna give it a shot. <sighs> Probably not. No. No. Corey's satisfied with Hearthstone. Yeah, I get all I need out of Hearthstone. Okay. I, don't, I don't have time for another one of those, you know? I was just wondering, because I know how much you love the Elder Scrolls stuff. I do, but... I don't know. I, it, uh, Like, Dan and I keep talking about, like, it doesn't have characters that... True. That's I mean, I don't know point. how the card game's going to work. I don't know if it's, like, another Magic the Gathering... There is inspired. some there are some famous characters from the lore that I would remember their names, but nothing from any of the games that I would that I could, you know, remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Like the gods and stuff, they would they, I could you know, like Vivek and Molag oh, yeah. Ball and, and characters like that I would know, but Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think of those. And then they joked that the press conference was over. <laughs> but everyone knew there was fallout to talk <laughs> That was about. a theme throughout, I felt like. All of the press conferences, somebody pulled that stupid joke. <laughs> it's like a joke I'd make. Or trolled everybody. <laughs> uh, been developing Fallout 4 since 2009. Uh, Todd Howard, who I think we were all very impressed with. Uh, yeah, he's, he's he, the man. He was awesome. Love that I guy. I think of, of, yeah, of all the presenters I saw in the press conferences he was by far the best yeah and i think he did a perfect job of speaking like a human being without being Sound- jokey or dorky or or sounding like a robot a pr robot yeah and but simultaneously doing a great job of selling everything that he talked about yeah 
so they played a, a gameplay demo, and the game actually starts before the bombs fall. Uh, and we watched as a husband and wife are getting ready in the morning looking into a mirror, and that's the point at which you make your character and choose whether you want to be a male or a female. Yeah. Which I think is important because the character is voiced. Yep. Um, so they did all those lines for both characters, the yeah. male or the female character, depending on. Which I thought you, that which that choose to play as. that whole thing was was brilliant. The the way the character creation's done, and you know them kind of kind of poking at each other as they're quote unquote getting ready in the in the yeah. in the morning. It's fantastic. And you're adjusting facial hair on your character yeah. yep. and like hairstyle and stuff like that. And he's like, "How's this look?" And she's like, "Meh." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. That was fantastic. Good sense of humor to it. Yeah, love it. It, it was really good. And then the Vault Tech representative shows up and says, "Oh, you know, blah 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 blah." And the guy's like, "Is there enough room for my family?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, of course." Blah 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 blah. But we just need you to verify some info, uh, and that's the point at which you verify your stats. It's it's similar to when in New Vegas you're talking to the doc, yep. and he has you. It's like a medical exam. Yep. You know, they, they do it in really clever ways that fits into the game. Um. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Howard, well, in in the demo, it's Howard the Butler is sort of floating around, uh, and he he. Another cool thing is he actually says character names. Yeah. Apparently, Todd Howard said that they recorded over one thousand popular names. Yep. I hope Corey's one of them, so <laughs> the robot think. butler can say, "Good morning, Corey." You'd think your coffee is ready. <laughs> I wonder that's if it'll tell you if you have a name that's not in the thing, and then you can change it. There was another game that did that. Yeah. And I can't remember what it was, but it, it was older, I feel like. Yeah. I think you're um, right. And I remember choosing something. It Oh, the closest thing I could get was Murphy for Mirtha. It, was it one of the NHL games? It might have been. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it was. And they say, they say the name. Yeah. Yeah. Good call, Dan. I know. Uh, <laughs> so then the bomb siren goes off. Scary moment. And they're like, oh my god, we gotta get to the vault. Uh, fast forward, you emerge from the vault 200 years later as the sole survivor of Vault 111. Uh, Todd Howard pointed out that the dialogue is dynamic, which means you can... You don't have to sit there and listen. You can run around, um, walk away can do it in first person third person whichever you prefer which i also like because a lot of times a character will start saying something and i don't care yeah what they're saying so it's nice to just be able to run away yeah rather than have to find cancel and all yeah that even even exit out of the conversation it's nice like you said to just peace out just a nice little touch and then yeah. they introduce the dog yep. which uh they showed that you can give commands by pointing at objects and activating them and the the example they show showed was uh in like a garage you activate an item in the garage and the dog goes in and picks it up and brings it to you which is pretty cool yeah absolutely i'd I'd be interested to see how that manifests itself in a more meaningful way than just like i'm standing here but i want you to go pick up that item um i think it would be pretty cool yeah definitely and then when they show the vat system when you get into combat the crowd went wild so that's is making your return but they also showed a lot of just normal uh combat outside of vats and it looked much improved yeah much much more improved much more first person shootery rather than like janky yeah i don't know i agree 
A couple of the systems that they talked about was the weapon customization. There are over 50 base weapons and over 700 mods for those base weapons. Um, So you can have all sorts of crazy combinations, which which they showed. You can even modify your power armor, which is really cool. Um, The the biggest thing for me um, was the shelter building stuff. That was awesome. Oh my god, that was... mm. Because... uh, one of the issues I've had with the game is you're constantly picking up random crap. And as someone who likes to collect everything, uh, when I'm going through buildings and stuff, like opening every little thing and taking every little thing to m- more often than not just sell later, um, it's nice to have a use for that. So all that junk that you pick up, you break it down into crafting materials, and then you use those crafting materials to build a base, essentially. And... They, I think they cited Minecraft as the inspiration. You can have like terminals and power grids to power your defenses and switches and stuff that activate them. Um, tur- yeah, you build tur- turrets to defend yourself because there are raider attacks, which they showed a little bit of, that you need to defend against. Um, so that stuff's all really cool, and it's just nice to have your own thing You know that you can sit back and say, I built that, this is mine, this is where my things are, and this is where I'll go at the end of a long coolest part of that in my opinion is that you can plant food to feed your the people that come to your settlement oh i didn't even see that part yeah oh that's awesome you can plant like gardens and crops and shit yeah people will come uh merchants will come and and todd howard said that the the merchants um that come to your settlement are will sell some of the best items in the game so there's a little bit of an incentive to to really build up that settlement um but it is still totally optional I think he said that which in the is, interview. Did, which yeah. is also cool if you just want to be a wanderer, you know? Sure. Sure. Um, so, yeah, f- again, for me, that that is the coolest part of, of the new Fallout. I think more games need that. I wish The Witcher had, you know, at least 1% of that in, in its game, but it doesn't. Uh, and that's a hard thing for me to get past in this day and age. Yeah. Then he talked about the Collector's Edition, which will include the... Pip Boy, which everyone went crazy for. Yep. Um, I think it's cool. I don't know if it's worth the collector's edition price, but it's a uh, it's a Pip Boy. How dare you! It uh, is because I'm pretty sure it comes with other shit too. Not just it's a, a Pip Boy, Boy that that you wear on your wrist, which is pretty much a, a fancy phone case. You slide your phone in there, and then it runs. Uh, you don't need the Pip Boy for this, but your your phone, your mobile device can run the Pip-Boy code that's in the game. So you can use the Pip-Boy in the game through your own mobile device as a companion app. And again, Todd Howard did a great job of of selling it. He said, the quote was, I actually wrote it down, he said, it's a stupid gimmick, but the best fucking one I have ever seen. (laughs) And he's right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we don't know until we try it, but uh, it makes sense. You know, like I'm going to be sitting at my computer I'll have my Pip Boy. I pre-ordered one, by the way. So did I. <laughs> I'll have my if I can afford it when the time comes. We'll see. Right. But I'll have my you know Pip Boy over here on my wrist. I'll be playing the game instead of popping up the in-game menus. I'll just go on my Pip Boy, change my weapons mm-hmm. or whatever, and keep going. If that's how it ends up working, it seems like that's how it ends yeah, up working. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's a fun little implementation. Love it. And this is this is. Um, way off topic but this is what i was talking about a long time ago when we were talking about the wii u and and the gamepad and stuff and how i just thought it was a terrible idea because everybody already had these second devices yeah um and and this is like that sort of coming to fruition i know there's other games that have had companion apps but this is 
I think the first one to really like seem useful seem useful like in real time with the game that you're playing yeah uh but anyway oh they also talked about a layered armor system that was just briefly mentioned but that's something i've sort of wanted in games for a long time uh most people don't just wear one layer of armor it's they have i i assume what he meant by that was different like levels of like a chest piece and then a undershirt kind of thing i don't know if that's maybe i'm reading that too literally did you guys catch that? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, that's what, that's what it that seemed like he was talking about. Oh, the game tapes and the Pip-Boy um, are another thing. You can actually play games on your Pip-Boy in-game. Like little, little mini, mini games, games, which is I awesome. Hope that, I hope there's a reward for doing that. Oh, there'll be achievements at the very least. That's fun. That is fun. And then he talked about uh, the Fallout Shelter game, which is a mobile sim game kind of like uh he talked about his inspirations or their inspirations which were all very good games but to me it's uh like a tiny tower kind of thing um in which you create your own vault and it is out for ios that was one of those crazy fun e3 moments where he's like and it's available tonight and the crowd goes wild as he was talking about it i was saying in my head i'm like how awesome would it be if he's like it's available like right now and sure enough he did it and i was like that's so awesome that's how you craft a good E3 press conference. They yeah. save their best thing for last, and then they also had that oh, and one more thing thing. I, I in my notes because I was going obviously along with with the conference. Uh, right after he said about the Pip Boy edition and showed it off, my next note was Todd Howard is a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. He is a good dude. Yeah, yeah he is. He's, uh, like I said, did a great job of, of selling all that stuff. Yeah, he did. Um, but we'll talk more about Fallout Shelter later on in this episode. Mm-hmm. I know I ran a little long on this press conference, but... It's fine. It was the best one. Yeah, so. it's the most important. That was that was pretty much it. I don't know if I missed anything. I don't think so. One thing I wanted to November point- 10th release date. Oh, yeah, November 10th release date. That's one thing I wanted to talk about, too. Um, you're talking about a AAA game that was just announced officially announced i mean obviously it's been rumored people knew fallout 4 was going to come out but it was announced like what couple like two weeks ago or a week ago or whatever uh and it's coming out in like five months i love that Mm -hmm. that's fantastic i don't want to hear about games that are going to come out in three years yep so yeah i think we're on the same boat there props to bethesda for that because that's really impressive I absolutely, you know, they didn't start hyping it two years ago when, whenever, I mean, Fallout's a little different, I guess, but I love that. I think it also says something that they could, can, yeah, there were some leaks and stuff, but it says something that they can keep most of, most of it under wraps. Yeah. I mean, no one had any idea that there would be the, the shelter building thing and all the, the app interactivity, the, the mobile game, like all that stuff was just all of a sudden there, you know? No one knew yep. anything about it. Exactly. Good stuff. I thought so good, that uh, good for them. That presentation was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just as a whole package, not just fall. The mm-hmm. whole thing was great. Yeah. Yeah. Great way and to even, start E3. Exactly. And and like I said, uh when I started, you know, even if even if the the you're not that impressed with the games themselves, it was just the way the presentation was crafted and they you know, they built to their biggest thing and had some surprises along the way and, and focused in on, on a handful of things rather than jumping between all these things and just 
passively saying something and, yep. you know they really i mean really with bethesda they had one job and it was to not screw up the fallout stuff which they didn't but the rest of it happened to be good too so mm-hmm. yeah they did a really good job with fallout and made the rest of the presentation interesting so mm-hmm. did you talk about the dog cory did i miss that yeah just briefly yeah did you point out that it's immortal? Jake in the chat wanted to make sure we pointed that out. Because I did write in my notes that if the dog died, I would sob. Oh, yeah, because dog meat, <laughs> for me, got killed in Fallout 3, like every time I played. I eventually started oh. just put, like, once I got him, I would have him stay in my my uh, my house or whatever. I feel like I got an apartment at one. Megaton. Was it Megaton? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just have him stay there and wait for me. Oh, that dog's going to die. So he wouldn't die. That dog will die. I was wondering when they said that, they're like, oh yeah, like in normal combat it won't die, but at plot point it might die. You Did know, they say that? That's that that's what I'm assuming will happen. That's what I'm assuming too. Yeah. I hope not. I hope not either. Okay. Yeah. Is that it, Corey? That's it for Bethesda. Yep, we were all fans of Bethesda. Oh, I thought yeah. it was really good. Alright, well... Microsoft. Next up, Microsoft. So, Microsoft was at uh, noon the next day. Uh, was it noon our time or their time? Noon our time. No, noon our time. Yep. Okay, so they let off with Halo 5. Uh, they showed off 24-player mode uh, called Warzone to the multiplayer, and it looked pretty crazy what was going on. They were at, there was like two te- it was like it looked like a free-for-all with like firefight elements into it, and everybody was just killing each other, and it looked like a little bit like Planet Side, but more like more crazy. Yeah. Um, and then they showed off a little of the campaign gameplay with some cinematics and led into the gameplay. Co-op. It was yep. co-op, right? Yep. Because uh, the main basis behind the story is that there's two sets of four teams, like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. So, like, that was, like, the whole basis of it. And it was talking, I think it followed Locke, if I remember correctly. Yes. It followed Locke. So there was this, uh, it was the the elite. I don't remember his name because it's been a while. Yeah. And he was talking about you're hunting the best Spartan, like, in human history. It's basically the gist of it. And you're going through this mission and stuff like that. Uh, to me, Halo... I don't know. I wasn't too into it. I think it was one of the it was one of the worst parts of Microsoft's press conference. Yeah, completely uh, agree. <laughs> which is sad because we, we were, I, I don't know about Corey, but the rest of us were kind of underwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. So I honestly don't even want to buy it, but I feel obligated to. Right. As an Xbox One. Right. I mean, that's kind of their thing. Yeah. It's their like main game. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised with it when yeah. it comes closer. But I just feel like Halo has completely run its course. Maybe I wasn't a big enough fan in the first place, other than multiplayer, right. but I don't know. It doesn't really do it for me anymore. It's just like, uh, to me, it's just like Call of Duty now. It's just like, it just comes out too often. You know, give it like five years or something and then put out another one. Yeah. I don't know. They wouldn't be able to milk it if they did that. Yeah, Corey, come on. How dare you? I don't know if some of the luster of it being lost is Bungie leaving, too. Maybe. I don't know. Are you into the the story about uh, Master Chief being hunted by Locke and his team? Yeah, I am into that. That's why I'm getting it. What do you think of the squad-based stuff? It seems like it'll be awesome. Yeah. But you never know. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's a little a little bit of a different take I, on it. I just know my multiplayer interest is completely gone, and <laughs> yeah, mine too. so like I'm getting this for the campaign. So like I'm trying to be a little optimistic that it's gonna be pretty good. Yeah. But once again, you never know. Uh, it is a shooter campaign. Our game uh, campaign for a shooter. Main yeah. components online. So who knows? But. Hoping it's good. So after that, the Metroid Prime developers unveil a new Xbox exclusive called ReCore. So the title follows one of the last humans alive on Earth, and she looks to forge friendships with robots and survive in a mysterious, arid world. And it's slated to come out next spring. This game was pretty cool. It showed off like this girl, and she's in a cave with this like robot dog, and these like enemies, like spider-looking things, come in and attack her, and the dog like does like a self-destruct thing and it blows up and it kills all the things and it becomes like this giant giant like pearl looking thing and then she puts it into a big robot and it becomes alive yeah so i'm interested Pe- in this one it piqued my interest definitely um just the look of it um the, the science fiction-y like lone that really piqued my interest i'm starting to realize like the more they show off ips for whatever it is i'm in- i'm instantly interested in yeah it. yeah something yeah new. something new of course yeah i mean that's natural so like that's why every like the common theme for me like any ip that was announced i was immediately like that looks awesome yeah because everything is so sequel based now yep. and everything it's just good to see like you know a new Some game new ideas hopefully so, especially from the team that did metroid yeah which we'll get to metroid later right it'll be interesting right. to see like what different types of things you're going to be able to put that orb into yeah yeah to like for a companion i mean they showed off a couple of them and yeah. one was a little dog which yeah. is always fun oh yeah <laughs> um, so yeah it'll be it'd be cool to see what kind of companions they come up with for that mm-hmm. so after that uh xbox uh microsoft Pulled out a huge surprise, in my opinion. Uh, backwards compatibility yeah. coming to the console, which I did not expect at all. No. That was one of the few things that really surprised me um, during the entire course of the E3. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing is 100 titles you've already purchased will be playable on Xbox One coming holiday season. But if you're in the Xbox preview members uh, thing, you'll already have access to it. I know one of my friends is, and he downloaded the first Mass Effect. And mm-hmm. that's one of the first games they're, they're doing for the promotional thing. Um brilliant yeah very very brilliant it is the only thing i'm worried about is um right now there's a limited number of games that are on it yeah um i'd like to see that grow pretty quickly yeah otherwise it becomes less of a big deal i think didn't they say that the that they want people to chime in with what games they'd like to see yeah there uh like uh what's the word uh survey type of thing and i guess it's basically they just need permission from the developer Okay, to, or to, to be put added. It. Oh, okay. Um, the other thing that's cool with this that I think that they should take advantage of, at least right now especially, is it brings potential to games with gold. Yeah. With how shitty that's been the last few months with that fucking Pool Nation game. Yeah. <laughs> being on there three months in a row. I would much rather have, like, a Mass Effect or a Fallout 3. Yeah. Especially yeah. that would be perfect. Right, right. For next month. Oh, exactly. Put Fallout 3 or New Vegas on there. Yeah. I mean that's that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Something like that is is something that's going to be really cool potential for that. But like I said, I do, I do hope that they add a lot more to it. And I guess people that had um games digitally on their 360, they were showing up on their Xbox ones. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the, any game that you've like had digitally, I think, just shows up. That's in the 100 games that they're starting out with, which right. is awesome. Yeah. Um, I saw Halo Reach was on there, which was a Halo game I really liked. Yeah, I um, like Reach too. The Mass Effects were on there. Perfect Dark Zero maybe. Yeah, was on there too. Um, 
Which was a launch title for the 360. Yeah, <laughs> going back to play that. But yeah, I thought that was like a brilliant move by Microsoft to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then going the uh, isn't Wii U the same way in that they have a limited number of games? No, anything on no. the Wii or GameCube. I didn't know that until Runs. recently either. Yeah. That's how it should be. The, I mean the the one the digital ones are limited just to what they have, but yeah, any yeah. Any, any disc any disc will run on the Wii U. Go ahead, Will. Uh, so then right after that, they showed off the new Xbox One Elite controller. Uh, the cool thing with this one is you can map out buttons anywhere you want, and they have two triggers on the backside. Or is it four four triggers? I don't. They're not even like tr- triggers. Like they're like pad- paddles. Yeah, paddles on the like back of the controller. Two, two big paddles on the back of the controller yeah. for custom customization of it. Yeah. I know Eric's really into it. Oh, it looks. Fantastic. I want one really bad, but a hundred and fifty bucks is it's so steep for a controller. Yeah. And I don't use my Xbox One very much. Yeah. But man, do I just want one! It looks really not like like super high tech and everything yeah. too, and and swappable parts was interesting to me with uh, the trouble I have with thumbsticks on controllers. Yeah, yeah, that's that seemed neat. Yeah, it's another brilliant thing that they did. Uh, and then right after that, Todd Howard came back out on uh, the Microsoft floor, which worried me quite a bit because I was just like, please don't announce exclusive content. Yeah, I, well, I hate that. I would have cried. I would have been so upset. But uh, he came out and showed a little bit more of the gameplay of Fallout, and it's just that that game looks amazing. Yeah. And then he said that Xbox One will get PC-made mods. Yeah. Uh, they'll get the support for that. And it's not coming this year. He didn't say this on stage. I, f- I read or I watched an interview with him after, and he said it's coming early next year. Yeah. Uh, and then he said that he wants to get it to PS4 too. So, if you're into the Xbox One, you're getting mod support, you know, fairly shortly after yeah. the game comes out, which is awesome. It's not coming out immediately for PC either. The 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 toolkits coming like I think like at the end of the year. Okay. So that's when like PC p- players will be able to start using the mod tools to make mods. It's not okay. it's not launching with the game but shortly afterwards i kind of like that yeah skyrim was the same right yeah i think so a lot of them do that so you actually like play the game before you start making mods for it which is how i think it should be you should play through it i don't know if that's why they do it but that's why i would assume they do it yeah you know because i'm assuming they would have the mod kit ready for when the game comes out right when some games do that yeah yeah but usually usually it's afterwards I, i prefer it that way yeah um so that was pretty cool. And then Plants vs. Zombies 2 Garden Warfare 2 got announced, and we saw a little gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked good. I just hope it's not a $60 game now because they added like, co-op modes and single-player modes, and I really hope it doesn't up the value for it because the price point of that game last year, which I think it was like 30 bucks, 40 bucks, I don't remember. It was 40 at most. was like the perfect price point for this type of game. Yeah. Uh, this is like a really fun third-person shooter. It's one of my favorite shooters within the last two years, too, because it was just so different and felt fun and not aggravating. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was more of that that was shown later. Yeah. Uh, after that, EA Access uh, was talking about Titanfall and Dragon Age Inquisition being added to the vault. So those are two... Dragon Age is later this summer. Is it later this summer? Yeah. Is Titanfall now? Titanfall was like a day before, I think. Okay. So yeah, that's in there now. Okay. So there's that. And I maintain EA Access is a, is a really nice service. Yeah. Yeah, if you have a one, you should definitely do it. Uh, there's plenty of good stuff in there that if you want to try, and I think FIFA would, is probably going to be... I think it is in there now. Yeah. Actually. If not soon, because the new one's coming out in yeah, September. There's, so. there's a lot of good stuff in there for five bucks a month. I mean, just 
it's it's worth it. Yeah. By the way, there's a lot of stuff in this, so I'm trying to get through it sort of yeah. sort of quickly. No, go for Because Microsoft announced so much stuff, it was kind of mm-hmm. crazy. And then after that, Forza 6 got announced coming September 15th, and this game is going to be over 450 cars. It's going to have 1080p, uh, 60 frames per second, 3D puddle effects, which made me laugh because it made me think of bounce tech. <laughs> dribble tech. Dr- dribble bounce tech. Bounce tech. Yeah, whatever the fuck it was. Whatever the NBA Live thing <laughs> was. Um, it was worse this year. New innovations. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to EA, I by the way. talk about it. <laughs> Uh, night racing, uh, two-player split screen, 24-player races, all good stuff. I'm not into the Forza uh, six games like the number series. I'm more into the Horizon. I feel like that's more. F- I have more fun playing those ones. But mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who love the Forza six game, like four, five, six. So like that's good for them. Um, five was great. Yeah, five I heard was great. A lot of people loved it. September? Did you announce the release date? September fifteenth. Okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then after that, Dark Souls 3 is coming out early 2016. This game got leaked before. Actually, a lot of stuff got leaked with it before, like the mechanics of the game and like some environments and stuff like that. It's probably from inside. Somebody on the team was just like, let's just leak it. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff got leaked. I was actually showering at this point, so I didn't see a whole lot was happening with it. I actually missed this part, too. They didn't I, show a lot. It was I just had to uh, do something. CG. Okay. It looks cool. I did read an article today... Um, I can't remember. I want to say it was on GameSpot. Uh, I read it last night, actually. They they got, like, a behind-the-scenes demo. They didn't get to play it, but they watched somebody play it. He said it was exactly what he was looking for. Oh, good. Um, in the next Dark Souls. Said it was more like Dark Souls 1 mm-hmm. than, okay. as opposed to 2, um, which I think most Dark Souls fans would probably be happy with. Yeah. Corey being Corey. one of them with a thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I preferred Dark Souls too, but <laughs> so did I. I didn't. I didn't play Dark Souls when it first came out. I played it afterwards. So yeah, um, yeah. But by by all accounts from him, it's, it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. So yep. Yeah, we'll see more of that to come soon, and that's. I'm surprised it's going to be out as soon as they say. Like quarter one. Like, yeah, next year. Yeah, the first they said the first one came out in 2011. That is a quick turnaround, especially right games. after Bloodborne. Yep. Like I know it's different but not really yeah no you're right i was kind of surprised to see it too uh and then right after that we got the tom clancy's the division which is another thing i was worried about i was like don't announce exclusive content like none of that but they just said that there's going to be an exclusive beta for it in december for the one uh this is a game i'm very interested in i'm curious to how it's gonna turn out I won't believe it's out (laughs) till i see it like (laughs) i said it's one of those games we'll find out in three months it's been canceled that would be heartbreaking. Meh. I don't know. I gave I, up caring a, while, a little while ago. This just looks like when I watch the Ubisoft like press conference where I'm like, this game looks so good. It's it just, does. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm I don't have my hopes up anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah because you're you're only gonna get disappointed. It's, it's, by I was it. gonna say it's probably better that way if yeah. you have no expectations for it. I didn't get to see that sweet map like they've shown in the past. It <laughs> shows up on like underground almost. Yeah, the big yeah. orange one. Yeah. Which but, is awesome. Yeah. Still, still, still hoping that it does happen. Yeah, it comes out actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then right after that, Rainbow Six Siege. The developers for that came out, uh, and they announced that copies of Vegas uh, One and Two will be coming out with the uh, backwards compatibility program. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege comes out October seventh, sixth, around that time. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, so you'll have that if you pre-order it on the one. Uh, and then Tacoma, new trailer. These are from the people who did um, Gone Home. Gone Home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it? I don't know what the studio is called. Uh, f- 
Fulbright. Fulbright. Yeah, Fulbright. Yep. You know my thoughts on Fulbright Studios, so I was tuned out for this one. Actually, during the PC, uh, they came out during the PC gaming conference, and uh, the, one of the developers made a joke of a walking simulator when they were talking <laughs> about Gone Home. <laughs> That's what it was. And I spent 20 bucks on that. I mean, he was being facetious, but <laughs> yeah, it's still funny. I don't know. I've heard some people say this looks pretty awesome. It looks cool to me from what I've seen. I'm hesitant. Gone Home in Space. Is the story going to... I wonder what the story is going to be about. It's, Are you just kind of exploring a, the shuttle, right? Yeah, you're, you're exploring a space station. It's a way station halfway between the mo- the Earth and Moon. Uh, and like you're trying to figure out what happened to the crew because they're gone. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I just... No, I, I understand your, <laughs> you know, your reluctance. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking. I understand your reluctance, <laughs> but I think it looks neat Yeah, uh, thus far from what I've seen. If it's not ridiculously expensive, well, I'll probably... What you got to think about, Will, is is what didn't you like about Gone Home? Was it the, the gameplay or was it the fact that you were exploring the life of a lesbian girl who was struggling with her sexuality and growing up and all that stuff. I mean, what I didn't like, I didn't like anything about gone home. Okay. So you, maybe you won't like Tacoma. The thing about it is maybe, maybe that, uh, maybe that content isn't for you. Reading handwritten notes doesn't sound like a fun time for me in a video game. I'm a slow reader. I've openly admitted this. I'm a poor reader. So, like, when I have to read long notes and some of them are in cursive, and I'm oh, just cursive. like, this is terrible. I write in cursive. Do you? Yeah. Gosh. I cannot read cursive. One of the for remaining of few. Yeah. You are, because I can't. I have a hard time reading it. I do too. Makes me feel classy. It's the last <laughs> thing about me that's is it, classy. Is it, is it faster for you? It yeah, I think it, it is faster it, for it, me. It flows better. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds terrible going around reading stuff. It is. That doesn't sound like a fun video game to it me. This is a torturous hour. I think, Will, what bothered you about Gone Home, correct me if I'm wrong, is that it got all the praise that it got. I don't think you necessarily didn't like it. I think you would have liked it more if it didn't get all the Game of the Year talk. Game of the Year talk was ridiculous, and I spent $25 yeah. for an hour of content. Yeah, I, th- I think those couple things were, were the ones that really turned you off. It soured me, definitely. Yeah. Because I went by Patrick Klepek's word that he loved it and said it was the greatest game to ever really come out and I was like oh uh, this has to be uh, awesome and then Clepic's I a hipster he is because his top 10 every year is all indie games he's a smart guy isn't it weird that there's but gaming hipsters hipster. now too no yeah they, they, it, it was the natural evolution the of, world is becoming infested with them ugh god it'll did go away guys, did any of you guys see that David Cross movie that's on Netflix now hits no, no. It's, it's pretty good it's about uh, hipsters meddling in the life of upstate New Yorkers. <laughs> hipsters <laughs> from a, Brooklyn. Sounds like a must-watch. Yeah, I mean, it's, we have experience with upstate New York a little bit. There's some great. There's some great moments in it. And hipsters in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Corey, more than like, all, <laughs> they're like competing uh, hipster collectives trying to do like charitable work in upstate New York. Trying that's to out hipster each other. God, that's yes, exactly. Hilarious. <laughs> That sounds amazing. It does. And uh, uh, the best part about that movie is that Julia Stiles is listed in the cast. She's like the headlining actor. And she's in the movie for 10 seconds. <laughs> 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 
right at the very beginning, and then you don't see her for the rest of the movie. And David Spoilers. Cross, David Cross is a funny guy, though. I mean, that, that yeah, doesn't surprise is. me. That's good shit. Sounds like a must-watch. Mm-hmm. What's this called again? Hits. Hits. I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to check that out. I don't want to hype it too much because I didn't think it was great, but right. there were some good moments good, in it. Yeah, good parts. Okay. Um, after that, so we got to see the Xbox One game preview. So what this is is it lets you play games that are still in development, but the awesome thing about it is you get a trial for free. So games that are in early access. Uh, it's starting with the Long, uh, the Long Dark, Shelter, and Elite Dangerous, and Daisy. You get to play these games for a trial before you yeah. decide if you want to buy into it. Pretty yeah. sure Long Dark and Elite Dangerous are already on there. They are. Yeah, and the Long Dark's a game that I own, so it looks pretty cool. Elite Dangerous is a game I want to own. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, so th- this is ba- it's basically early access for the Xbox One, which yeah. which some people hated, but Why? I thought I don't know. I thought it was good that you can try the games for free. Yeah, yeah. there's no reason to hate on that. Exactly. You can do that. I mean, I know I don't like early access any more than anyone else, but I would be more okay with it. I think if the games were free. Yeah, I guess my well, thought on early access is if if you don't like it, just don't use it. Yeah, that was exactly the point I was going to make. Yeah. It's like you so know, like nobody's, anything nobody's, else. Nobody's making you do that. There's a <laughs> lot of people who like to be really close to the developers out there. Yeah, and that's the best way for them to do it is to help them. It's like quote uh, unquote help them develop the game. Yeah, well, you knew it was coming, but we didn't talk about this. And with Doom, there was the the outcry of how violent it was. Oh my god! Okay, don't buy it. Yeah, you're all set. Don't it's worry al- about it. It's also it's doom. Yeah, what are you expecting? Go fuck yourself. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. my answer. Exactly. Moving on. Yeah. My problem with the early access is p- developers who make an early access game and then make another one without even coming close to finishing the other one, which <laughs> well, we're yeah. going to talk about a little bit later in this. But again, that's that's on the the people that are paying for these games. They're stupid. Right. Just stop doing it. I wish people would. Well, I think, just to play devil's advocate here for a second, I think the fear is that it's games are going to start becoming more and more early access, and we're not going to have... Complete games ever. Complete games. If that happens, it's because people keep buying into it. Right, right. Exactly. And and they actually said, you know, it's... it's, If it doesn't work, we'll stop doing it. Mm -hmm. And I believe that. So... I do believe that. I mean, I hope so, yeah. How much longer do we have to wait for Rust and Daisy to finish? Actually, I have news on Daisy that I'll talk about. Is Prison Architect done yet? Is Starbound? Does anyone care? <laughs> After the jank with, with Starbound uh, that we experienced this weekend, I'm ne- I probably won't even play that game ever again. I bought it and have not played it, and I might not if you're not going to. Yeah. That's Go sad. Ahead. Anyway, Microsoft then shows off. They're doing their indie development uh, program now. So they showed off a bunch of indie games, and one of them was Ashen. And it's a dark exploration title. If you want to, this game looks awesome, by the way. The trailer of it is really cool. Basically, it starts off, and you're just like this human, and you're walking through this like dark area and stuff like that. Then you go into a cave, and then the next thing, there's a giant grassy whale going across the screen. It just like the art style and everything with it looks so cool. Look, looks gorgeous. A lot of people said that it's Microsoft version of what uh, the developers of like Journey and yeah. stuff like that. I could see that. <laughs> the, the influences. That's funny. Good luck with that. <laughs> What's that studio called? I don't remember. That game company. That game company. So fucking mention Journey in the breath of another game. No, I think the art style, art style is what they're art- going for. Not, artistic direction. I won't not, listen not, to it. Not gameplay. I don't Wait, think. that I don't game know. company is Journey. 
Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's the, oh. they're saying that the Ashen took took visual cues, oh, cues oh, okay. from from Journey and it's, that game company. It's just darker. Yeah. A dark color palette. Um and then after that they showed off Cuphead, which we've talked about before. Uh, uh, and showed again. That game looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a gameplay trailer, right? Oh god. Everything about it. The the art style and the soundtrack are some of the coolest I've seen in a game in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm really pumped for that. Both of those coming to PC too. Yep. And then Which the next I was excited for. Eric. Yeah. I don't know if you heard uh Oh, don't do it. What? <laughs> Apparently Cuphead is quite a bit like Ori. That's alright. Okay. I will. I'm willing to try it. It's it's Difficult. it's more interesting though, uh, artistically. I think than Ori. Oh my I, god! Yeah, Ori looks great. But how how often have you played a game that Never. looks like a 1930s cartoon and sounds like one? Yeah, exactly. That's, mm-hmm. that, I think that's what separates it from a game like Ori or Rayman or and you know anything. Yeah, like that. The, the gameplay of Ori didn't bother me. I just I don't know. The game didn't pull me in. Yeah. Where I think I th- yeah, I thought you said it was because of the difficulty, though. That was one of the things that turned I, you off. I didn't get to a difficult point, okay. but I read about the difficulty, and at that point, I don't think I wanted that. Gotcha. So, I don't know. You know, timing is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Then they showed off Beyond Eyes, and it's a game about a girl without sight. It's another cool indie game. That yeah. looks really neat. That looks really cool. Really awesome art style. It, it would look like hand painted watercolor. Yeah, artwork. Yeah, I think it has that. Probably not to this level, but kind of child of light. Yeah, kind that, of, that's uh, what it looks like. A potential. Little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks awesome. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a game about a girl who's uh, has to. She I guess paints the the game in her mind based on other senses, not sight. So, you know, uh, I actually watched the developer during the PC gaming conference. She was on talking about it. And, uh, like, a lot of it, too, is her discovering that her mental image for something is different than what the thing actually is. Like, she'll hear a noise and think it's one thing, but as she gets closer and, like, smells it and touches it, it's something completely different. So it kind of changes as you're going along. I was like, that's really an awesome, awesome idea for a uh, neat indie game. Yeah. Good thing. Good good thing the indies explore different topics than your basic everything from well, AAA. Well, yeah. That's what they're Definitely. there for, right? That's yep. awesome. I love that. And I'm happy that's coming out soon. Yep. 2015 release date. Yeah. Yep. Um, which a lot of the Microsoft stuff was announced to be coming out this year. This year or I'll talk a little year. more about that after we wrap up the Microsoft. Okay. Uh, so then after that, the gigantic beta was announced to be coming this August for the Xbox One and PC. This game is kind of like a MOBA. Yeah, it is it, a MOBA. Is it a full blown MOBA? I think Pretty that's much. how they're describing it. Yeah, it looks awesome. Five, it's five v five, and it, but instead of taking down the enemy's core, you're taking down the enemy's like Titan monster okay. thing. Okay. This is this is from their website. A free to play shooter MOBA where yep. heroes battle alongside a massive guardian in a fight for supremacy. So looks awesome. We saw it. I don't remember where we saw it before. So a while ago. It was mentioned somewhere. I feel like it was at another press conference maybe, like a lesser one. Yeah. And uh was it like PAX East maybe? Maybe. But I remember seeing the trailer for it and I was like, "Fuck me, that looks awesome." awesome. And I had just gotten into Heroes, I think. Okay. So I was all about MOBAs and at least still am about Heroes, but I was like, that looks really cool, and I'm happy I can play it on my Xbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It's really, really colorful. 
uh, very cool art style. Cell shaded kind of yeah. looking graphics. Looks really nice. Yeah. So, I'm definitely I s- believe I PC, Xbox, cross-platform multiplayer, I too. I think you're right. That's, so, that's, that's awesome. That's a feature that needs to happen more, too. Yeah, definitely. Especially I with... I think it's going to. Yeah, especially <laughs> with Xbox and PC, because they're... Hand in hand. Windows and point. Xbox are the same company, so... Yeah. Uh, so then they showed off their indie montage, which is just a bunch of indie games. Uh, I noticed Castle Crashers was in there, so I recommend everybody get that for their ones. Uh, and then there was the thing called Rare Replay on the Xbox One. It's coming out August 4th for $30. It includes 30 rare games, uh, and a couple of them were Perfect Dark and Battletoads. So if you're into the whole all the rare games, this is your opportunity to play through a bunch of different rare titles. Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, it was in there. There was a lot. Mm-hmm. 30 games? Well, yeah, 30 games. For $30. Yep. Great deal, too. Definitely. Um, then we got to see some Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, we got a release date. The trailer looked awesome. Mm-hmm. You were climbing up this snowy like mountain area, and like the wind was going like crazy. It was snowing. It looked awesome. Graphically, yeah. it looked amazing. Yep. Um, I saw more. Oh, I think it was the Square Enix where they talked about Rise of the Tomb Raider more, more with like the development of it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The problem is it got a November tenth release date. It's probably the worst possible day they could have chosen. What else is coming out that day? Fallout. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Forget forget Tomb Raider for right. me. Yeah, <laughs> till next year probably. Right. I wonder if they're like crap. I don't know. Probably. Maybe it'll, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll get pulled up or pushed back like a week. I, I hope think so. if anything, it should come forward. Yeah. I, and I mean, I, who knows if it's possible? But because right. if it goes back a week, it's Battlefront. Because what was it that got pulled up? Was it Shadow of Mordor? Yeah, Shadow of Mordor that got pulled up or to an earlier release mm-hmm. date. Yep. It's possible. Um, but this game looks awesome. Yeah. I'm very interested in it. I don't... Funds. It's going to be really hard. If it wasn't coming out with Fallout, I'd definitely get it. Yeah. The thing is, is that's, that's when you can probably pl- play through in 10, 15 hours. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so, cool. I, if it could come out before Fallout, that would be nice. Right. Because you could blaze through it in a week. Yeah. We shall see what mm-hmm. happens there. Poor Tomb Raider. It does look awesome, though. Yeah. I was... I was Still pissed it's a time exclusive timed exclusive. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. That sucks. Oh well. See, like you said, it's there's not if it's com- it, I wouldn't buy it anyway if it's coming out on the same day as Fallout. There's yeah. no way. I'm so. I'm trying hard to avoid games with multiple release like games that are Buying, coming out. Yeah, two yeah, games. Two games. Day. I just can't do it. Yeah. It's too expensive. Uh so then the Daisy Creator announced Ion. Uh, it's an MMO in space. I didn't take any details with it because I don't really care. There wasn't any details. He talked a little bit more about it during the PC gaming conference. Did he? Yeah. It's Dean Hall who who created Daisy. Sweet. Is he a Superman guy? No, that's Dean Cain. <laughs> Man. Oh. Silly goose. Alright, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Moving on. Rare shows off its next project called Sea of Thieves. It's a pirate-themed Xbox One exclusive. This game looked awesome. Apparently to the gaming community, it didn't. Xbox and PC. Xbox and PC. With probably cross-platform multiplayer. That looked awesome. This game looked awesome. It looked almost... At first glance to me, it looked like a pirate MMO. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to turn out to be, but uh, some sort of adventure exploration... Pirate game, I th- cartoony. Thought, yeah, I thought it looked cool. I thought it looked awesome. Yeah, I saw a lot of people like, "What the fuck is with this rare game?" And like, "What are they doing?" But I, I had the opposite well, reaction. Those are the people that wanted to see Call of Duty. You yeah, know? whatever. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. As I said, when it's an IP, it just I'm more interested in yeah. it. I don't know how people would not like this. How could you not like a pirate game where you can captain a ship with your friends? People like loved the Assassin's Creed Black Flag because of that. Well, you couldn't even play that with your friends. Yeah. So like with your bros. Like like this one it showed someone pirate, you know, steering the ship and your friends manning the can- cannons and having sea battles. You like, could sing your song with each other. Yeah. It's fantastic. I'm in. Yo, fuck yeah, I'm in. Sounds awesome. That's one I don't expect for a couple years, though. Yeah, that'll be a ways away, I think. Uh, So Microsoft is also partnering with Valve uh, to make... Is it Viv? HTC Vive. 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 uh, Compatible with Windows 10, so they're really going... Going full on with the the virtual reality stuff. Yeah, they're not really doing their own virtual reality. They're they're bringing in Oculus and yeah. And, I think that's uh, smart though. That's yeah, probably better. Absolutely. Yeah. Leave you know options. Yeah. Not not commit to one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hololens was shown off a little bit more too with Minecraft. Thing blows my mind. Yep. I have no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But I loved every second of it. Yeah. yeah. No, what it what it is is it's it's so VR is like is like like goggles like you're wearing a monitor in your face whereas this is augmented reality. So it's it's like a just a pair of goggles that you see through and what you see like you see the like he, the the guy was looking at Minecraft on a table. Mm-hmm. So he was able to like manipulate like yeah. zoom in on Minecraft and that's what he was seeing. I don't what, even understand how it works. What you were seeing, well it it, it puts like the heads up dis- it's like a heads up display like in a video game. Yeah. Like it's it's like you look at this table and that's where the Minecraft like area was was to be. So, you know, you could like look My mind can't it. compute. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah. The whole thing was was amazing. And like I never had that much interest in Minecraft, but like I would get Minecraft just to play that. Right. Play, play it with that. <laughs> it's also a standalone device. Like it didn't have anything to do with Xbox. Um, it was more more what to do with Microsoft. Um, it was like untethered to anything. Like you don't need to plug it in. You can just walk around with your Hololens on your face. Yeah. Um, and it's its own computer and graphics and all that. It's a, it's basically a computer that you wear on your on your head. This is why I asked you to explain it to me. Like I was five. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, it's it's quite the impressive device. Yeah. Probably really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. To see as excited as I am for this thing, it's going to be so much money that I'm not going to get it. I think it's a few years off. Yeah. Why would HoloLens be more expensive than virtual reality? Because virtual reality, like I said, you're 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 just wearing goggles. Like you're wearing like a, a mini computer monitor on your face. This one is it's its own computer with its own graphical processing power. And uh, it's untethered to anything, so it needs like good battery life. Oh, it's, okay. It, it's it's a computer that you wear on your head instead of just a monitor that you wear on your head. Gotcha. It's a, very basically, you know. And it needs all you know you because it has to project whatever onto the screen right, on the right, thing. Right. Like what you? Yeah, yeah. It has to be what you're seeing, right? In addition to what it's exactly creating. Exactly. I hope Casey Hudson does it proud. <laughs> I, I think they've, he's they've already done Alan's. I also thought it was cool how the whoever the girl was on stage with him was, was playing. playing with him through yeah. a Surface tablet. Yeah, and he was helping her like destroy the ground. All, what did he say? Like lightning strike? Yeah, with his voice. Yeah, and it just destroyed the ground so she where could go he, there where he was looking. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't get it. Mind blowing, but I love it. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I don't need to get it. <laughs> Just fantastic. One, that's one of the things you watch other people play. I mean, I'd love to play it. Yeah. 
I didn't like. I just don't need to understand it. I just know it kicks ass. Right. <laughs> it's so much easier to demonstrate this too than it is virtual reality. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Although they did say it took it required some impressive tech just to get the the video yeah, for it. Sure it did. Because they kind of had to have the same thing on the camera, you know, so you could mm-hmm. see what the guy was seeing through crazy. through the camera. Nice. I can see this, like, I don't know how far they're going to go with this, but uh, if they have, like, a network, like, a cell phone connection within the headset and you can, like, wear it outside. And, well, yeah, like, it, we talked about with that one app where you're running from zombies. Like, what if you actually saw the zombies kind of well, thing? Well, that's just it, and that's why they didn't want it to be tethered. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's like a super sophisticated Google Glass, you know? That's kind of what mm-hmm. it is. Obviously, a lot more sophisticated than Google <laughs> yeah, Glass, but... <laughs> very super... Yeah. yeah, just need a couple more decades to where it's just a pair of glasses. Yeah, yeah, not a big dorky headset. Hopefully, I'm still kicking around at that point. <laughs> so, last two announcement: uh, Gears of War Ultimate Editions coming August 25th to PC and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can sign up for the beta. Eric played it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, and then Gears of War Four. They showed off gameplay for mm-hmm. it, and that was the Microsoft press conference. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. Thoughts they- on Gears? I'm excited for Gears. I thought it looked I was, fucking great. I always, lo- always like Gears. Yeah. So. I, it was really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, the weather effects were really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it looked awesome. I'll be pumped for that next year. Yeah. Yeah, there was a little bit of a tease um, during the PC gaming thing. Oh, that it's going to come to PC? They didn't say that. I read somewhere uh, somebody asked that question yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. And the response was... You know, we can't say yeah, anything. We, that, that's what they want. That's what they said. They, we can't comment anything. And you know what I'm thinking? They're, I think they're starting to figure out that there's not a ton of crossover between PC and console gaming. Like, they're kind of their own separate thing. Like, I, I think they're starting to realize that uh, you're really missing out on sales by not also putting your games out on computer, you know? Don't you think? I, yeah. I agree. Oh, sure. Um, and I think it'll be great, like, if I don't have to have... Or if, if, Dan, you don't have to have an Xbox One to play Gears 4 with me. Right, exactly. And we could play Horde mode. Yeah, cross, cross-platform cross multiplayer. That'd be great. Yep. I keep saying they need to do more of that for for everything, you know? There's no reason not to. Absolutely. No good reason. Thoughts overall? Oh, I, I did want to touch on uh, what Will was saying mm-hmm. about all the games coming out this year. One of the best things I think about the Microsoft... Uh, press conference is that they didn't even show three of their big games. Yeah, like they have a lot of shit coming out. Yes, I they thought do. they had a great press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't show Crackdown, Quantum Break, and what the hell's the other game? Mm. They have another big release, Scream yeah. Ride Two. No, whatever it was. Damn it! it. I, we I, we should be able to think of it. I know it's. Co- I'm not going to be able. They're to. going to show it at Gamescom. Yeah, whatever it is. Shit. Uh, we're not going to think. I feel of like it. such a shit for not knowing this. It's all right. But anyway, yeah, one one of their other big releases. They didn't even show three of their their big games coming yeah. out, and they still had a great press conference. Yeah, they totally rocked agree. it. It yeah. was impressive. Totally agree. All right, uh, on to e- EA, yes. uh, which I will cover. Uh, so EA, I thought started off pretty solidly. They kicked off with a cinematic trailer for the new Mass Effect game called Mass Effect Andromeda, which, of course, those of you that don't know, Andromeda is the nearest galaxy to our Milky Way galaxy. It's actually a side note. Uh, they predict in like millions of years that uh, the Milky Way and Andromeda will combine into a super galaxy. They'll collide and 
Space is mind-blowing, yeah. too. I can't even think Gosh. about it. M- millions of years. But anyway, so yeah, apparently it takes place in the Andromeda Galaxy. You're going to be exploring that galaxy instead of the Milky Way. Uh, and then they said it has a holiday 2016 release window. I was watching it on the Twitch channel for a, a little bit, and you know the quality is really bad with it. Yeah. I couldn't decipher if it was a 15 uh, or a okay. 16. I was like, <gasps> Yeah, 2016. I had to ask people. Yep. You don't need that this year anyway. Oh, my God. I no, there's too I much don't. coming out this year anyway. November 10th. Yeah. So, thoughts? Looks awesome. Yeah. I actually missed that. It's the only Did part you? of the EA I missed. Oh. That was one of the best parts. I know. <laughs> the rest, you could have watched the very beginning and the very last thing and gotten everything you needed to know out of it. Well, mostly. Mostly. It, I shouldn't say that. It... it, it. I don't want to say it peaked here, but it started off very strong. Yeah. Um, I was hoping they were going to announce the Mass Effect remaster at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen at it's, this point. It's looking slim. Because, like, uh, last chance is Gamescom, I think, for it to be announced. Right. But I, I don't think. Yeah, I got the feeling a lot of these companies were holding stuff back for Gamescom now. I, th- I think that's going to be a trend is, Trend going forward. When is Gamescom exactly? Isn't it in August? September? I feel like it's isn't it around? I'll I think look it's, it up. Yeah, I think it's around like when PAX Prime is. Okay, I want to say August or September. Because like that's my last hope for a Mass Effect remaster. If not, right. we're not getting it. Yeah, but good start. Yep. Uh, then they went on to show a cinematic trailer for the new Speed Need for Speed game called I think it's just I forgot to write it down, but I think it's just Need for Speed. I think it's a reboot. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah. You're right. It's a reboot of the of the franchise. It's got a open world, lots of customization options, really nice looking graphics, and it's got a crew mechanic, um, which I think they picked up on from the crew and. So that was cool. I thought uh, it looked pretty cool. It looks cool, definitely. Um, I've had Need for Speed games in the past. I've always really liked them. Uh, the last one I played was one of the first ones that came out on the 360. Uh, Need for Speed mm, Underground, Yeah, maybe. Underground, I think. And I really liked it. So uh, It's got a November 3rd release date, too, which they announced. Uh, it all, they also showed a gameplay trailer showing off some of the customization options for, for a car. It was a Subaru uh, BRZ, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, and then and then showed some racing, which also looked really good, surprisingly good graphic wise. Yeah, I, like I don't really care for Need for Speed, but yeah. watching this, I was like this looks pretty cool. Yeah, I wasn't disappointed by it at all. Yeah, same Z's. Uh, and then Star Wars: The Old Republic came on. They announced an expansion with heavily story driven content. They they specified that uh, in the vein of older Bioware stuff. They said that they wanted to get back to the more story driven content in the Old Republic. It's called Knights of the Fallen Empire. Uh, it's kind of a, I feel like I heard the story of it before. It's a, there's these two twin brothers, uh, they're heirs to their empire. Um, they're kind of ambitious and, and, you know, like to, like to conquer. Um, but there's a little strife between the brothers, but they're also, you know, teammates. I feel like I've heard that storyline somewhere before, but, Mm -hmm. uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, It's going to be free to all subscribers. Uh, and then at the end, they showed a cinematic trailer showing the background of the story, kind of the, the upbringing of the boys and how, uh, you know, they were treated kind of harshly as kids, which I think, uh, fired their ambition as they, as they got older. So become hateful. Yeah. Yeah. Hateful monsters. Turns to anger. Hate mongers. (laughs) Anger turns to fear. Yeah. Or I think I have that wrong. Whatever. Something. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars. Something turns you to the dark side. Yeah, Star Wars. Uh, so then they showed something that I thought was awesome. Uh, it was a cinematic trailer for a new IP called Unravel. 
they brought out a uh, the I guess kind of lead developer from Sweden, and he explained the story of Unravel, and he was uh, on a family vacation with his family obviously in a lake and he was trying to come up with an idea for a video game and he made this little guy little yarn character out of yarn and wire Yarny. Um, and that was kind of the genesis of the uh the game unravel um it's going to be a little uh, puzzle platformer um and they showed a gameplay trail showing how yarny interacts with the world using yarn swinging over gaps and uh everywhere he goes he leaves like a trail of yarn behind him uh, so he, you know, he said that's kind of like a metaphor for life. Like as you're as you're going through life, you kind of leave this trail of people you interact with behind you, and you see how it crosses over and how you meet different people. And he said that was kind of the metaphor for for the game, which I thought was really cool. Deep um, man, it was deep, definitely. <laughs> uh, you know those Swedish. This, this guy was really nervous too. He was, he was nervous. His hands were shaking when um, he was holding yarn yeah. and showing everybody. Which I mean, to me, this is the highlight of uh, is, of of EA. This is where it peaked. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Uh, beautiful music, beautiful graphics. It had a very little Big Planet feel to it. It did a uh, little Big Planet and like Pikmin kind of feel to it. So um, looks fantastic. Uh, I was uh, it was weird to see that on EA's stage. Like it, it really was. It was kind of like how we felt about Child of Light when Ubisoft was showing that off. Like yeah, not like, something they normally would, do. Yeah, I guess. But that was awesome. Yeah. What'd you guys think of Unravel? I didn't. I missed it at the oh. actual yeah. conference, so I didn't see the guy's reaction and stuff like that. But I watched the trailer after you spoke highly of it. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it does. the the It, it almost looks like photorealistic graphically. It does, yeah. Um, with the with the yarn character and it, it just it's beautiful, yeah. beautiful game. Really good looking. Uh, looking forward to that. Was there a release date? No, I don't think so. I didn't. It looked like a, it quite notes. a quite a bit of gameplay. Yeah, because they sure. did. They did, like I said, a trailer, and they showed a, a few of the different areas you're going to yeah. go to. Like, there's a water level, an underground level, and some of the critters you interact with. Um, looks amazing. Yeah, Corey, absolutely. did you did you check out Unravel? Yeah, uh, I'm actually watching it as we speak in okay. the in the live stream for those watching on twitchtv athletes. Mm-hmm. Nice drop. Uh, and I, it was just funny because as you were talking about. It. I was watching the guy like his hands shake and try to hold up the unraveled. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was really nervous. <laughs> was really he was really nervous, but uh, I like that. It brings a little bit of uh, humanity to. These, yeah, it's endearing. It is. Yeah, I wonder exactly. if he, I wonder if he was. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I get nervous in front of a lot of people talking, so I, I totally get that. Hopefully, he didn't mm-hmm. think people were going to hate it because that was probably a lot of people's favorite part of that conference. Some the YouTube coverage was saying like, "Don't be nervous, dude. Like we all love you. Yeah. We love your game already. Like yeah. don't worry about it. We you, want it now." He picked the right conference to be in. Yeah, he was. <laughs> it was the shining beacon in an otherwise steamy pile of poop. Yeah, because this is where after this is when it just. Yeah, so after that, after the amazingness of Unravel, they went to Plants vs Zombies Two: Garden Warfare, which is all right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all right. Uh, mm-hmm. They gave a little background for the story. Apparently, there's a zombie takeover for. for Turns into Zomburbia. S- zom- yeah. Suburbia. Yes. I don't know what the name of the town was, but it, the, the zombies zombies take over. Uh, they showed a live g- gameplay demo, which shows some of the new classes and wepo- weaponry. There's going to be mechs in it, which made me think of Titanfall because <laughs> it fell out of the ground, uh, out of the sky too. And I honestly the couldn't be less interested in yeah. this. Uh, they talked about graveyard ops, four player co op mode, which is going to be like a horde mode. Um, that's actually what they showed on the gameplay demo. Don't be more than forty bucks. There's also going to be a solo mode and a split screen uh, couch co op mode. Um, there's also going to be character transfers from the first game to the second, so that I thought of you for that, Will. Uh, yeah. And then a spring 2016 release date. So, Will, you're really excited to t- transfer your Garden Warfare 1 <laughs> character over? I, I would. I like the shooter a lot. 
I know you do. I'm See, just teasing you. I just am so tired of every other shooter. It's fun to play something that's fun. Yeah. I think I'm tired of all shooters. Just the buzzwords like graveyard ops, zomburbia. Well, I think they're I think they're doing a little tongue in cheek for modern warfare. I think that's what yeah. what it was. Yeah, I guess I guess that makes it a little better. Yeah, yeah I think the whole thing is tongue in cheek a little bit, you know. If, Sar- if that's the route they're going to go, though, I'd I'd go full board with that. Yeah, I think that I think Which it is. is. They're, yeah, they're doing. Ah, it's, they could it, go further. It's, like, it's meant to be humorous. I think. Okay. But. The first one wasn't so much, right? Yeah, it was. It was yeah. humorous. It was that. Yeah. Okay. I, they're kind of. I don't te- know. I never played it, so they're kind of teasing the first-person shooter tropes a little bit. It's with, on EA with, Access with for those interested. If you want to try it before the new one comes out, they yeah. gave it out for free on PlayStation Four, I believe. What? Yeah, I got it for free. Wow. They could like put out a map pack and charge like a hundred dollars for it. <laughs> Their DLC was free for it. Yeah, but you mean to yuck it up, Corey? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Take it take it one step further. hundred dollars for for the first day and then bring it down to like five bucks <laughs> the next day. <laughs> See if any suckers <laughs> bite. I'm sure some sucker will bite. Oh, of course. Could, so. could you imagine the outrage of that sucker? Well, you'd after? refund you'd refund them. Yeah, it was. It's meant to be a joke. Uh, so moving on, sports. Yes. Wait, uh, hoop god? No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, this is the part where I really just wanted to shut this off. Snorfest. Um, they showed a cinematic for the next NHL game. Oh yeah, just a cinematic. Uh, they talked about Royal McIlroy Golf coming out in July, built on the Frostbite three engine. I actually like the golf games. I'm not going to buy it, but they are fun. Th- they are good. Yeah. Um, they talked about Ultimate Team for hockey, I believe, and basketball, maybe football. I don't know. They talked about Ultimate <laughs> Team. I had a hard, really hard time paying attention to this part of it. If you say soccer, you'll have them all covered, right? And you'll yeah, be right. Soccer, yeah, <laughs> soccer too. Uh, I put Ultimate Team, blah blah blah. After that because I really didn't care. Uh, the one thing they, they announced that, that I think is good for non-sports fans is they, they're going to have in, in-game training uh, for, for some of the sports games to teach you how to how to play the game and how the game works if you don't understand it that well. Um, so if you're getting into a sports game that you're not familiar with the sport, like like if I was to start playing FIFA, it would help me understand like more of the mechanics of, of soccer because I don't really understand soccer that well. I feel like there are so few people that that is going to help. help yeah, and are actually going to use that. Well, if, it's not if, worth it. If you don't like the sport, you're probably not going to buy the sports Exa- game for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, that's it. I, yeah. I think, Dan, the shit that they added was because they have no better ideas yeah, of how they're, to, they're out of to ideas. innovate, quote, unquote, <laughs> right. with this year's version. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> You're exactly right, too. <laughs> so, so moving on, uh, NBA Live 16 is apparently going to be rooted in self-expression. That was the... On and off the court. On and off the court, yep. That, those were all the buzzwords they used. This part felt very calculated, uh, filled with buzzwords. It was <laughs> soulless. It was awful. Um, I wish I could remember the destructive Just like the comment. NBA. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Any, any soul. Sport, There's any... no passion in a fucking NBA. That's true. The comment on Destructoid that I laughed at was, I'm really excited to explore urban themes in the new NBA game. <laughs> So they they showed um, the face scanning app with Hoop God, who was apparently the head of the basketball games at um, uh, oh, he's at, head. at EA. He's head. 
of the yeah, games. Yeah, he has something to do. He's like a designer of some sort on the games or <laughs> some play tester, maybe. I don't know. His name is a buzzword. Hoop, hoop God. G-A-W-D. God. Hoop, hoop God. God. Um, they sh- they showed off the face scanning app, which actually works pretty well. Was it was it two K two K basketball game last year that the face scanning app was horrible? <laughs> I don't know. That, there was that it was it was it was uh, really making people's faces look hideous and disfigured and stuff. It <laughs> was really bad. They it, were trolling. I don't know. They might have been trolling. <laughs> it was. I think. I think it might have been the last NBA game, like yeah. NBA Live or oh, whatever. Okay. The last EA it was. One. It was bad. Really bad. Uh, I forgot to bring this up in the chat. Jake said he, I think it was Jake, would love to see that feature in uh, Fallout. Yeah. With the character I creation. would like to see that in a lot of the games where you can create yeah. your own character, definitely. But back to the awesomeness <laughs> that was EA Sports. Uh, September 29th release date. Uh, they showed some in-game footage. Again, didn't really care that much. Uh, and then for the mobile part of the segment, of the, of the, of the conference. My favorite. Um, if there's one way to get me less interested, more <laughs> fast than using the word mobile... <laughs> I'd be surprised. Uh, they announced Star Wars Galaxies, a uh, Star Wars Galaxy, Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah, they announced that uh, Galaxy of Heroes collectible card game. So there's your second, I think, second of three collectible card games announced. Sick. I think there was three. Um, they didn't get into too many details, but iconic characters, blah blah blah. Uh, and then they announced and talked about Minions Paradise, which is another mobile game that I. I actually got up and left. I think I got a drink when this happened. It's just so. my favorite moment was they're like, yeah, we had 750 million downloads for our mobile games, which means there's going to be more of them and a Ugh, lot more of them. It's and brutal. they're like, check this. The fact that somebody thought there was a good idea to put Minions Paradise in their E3 conference. Yeah. And, you know, the Minions thing is that it's really popular, but it's the wrong crowd, I think. <laughs> like, people went there to see Battlefront. Yeah. They didn't want to see Minions mm-hmm. Paradise. You speak for yourself, Dan. <laughs> Eric, Eric's all about Minions Paradise. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I hate, like, the sports part of it, like, they kind of have to do a little something for it. I don't think they do. But, like, Minions Paradise? Yeah. There's no know. place for it. Uh, and then they moved on to talk about FIFA 16. They had a video with uh, Pele talking about the sport of footy. Uh, and they had an onstage interview with Pele, which I actually enjoyed. A lot of people really hated that part. Um, but I'm, I'm always interested in the legends of, of sports and stuff. And Me too, but not pro- there. I was going to say, it probably wasn't the right place for it. I would have rather have watched that as like a, a special exclusive like YouTube video that EA had put up. I don't right. know if that was the right place for it. The, the other thing about that, too, it's great that he's a legend of the game and all that, but like it, it's hard, in that, hard enough in that setting with that crowd to make that work. Yeah. But he doesn't speak very good English, no, and that right. slowed it down even more than it already would have been. Yeah, it's just like, all right. And the guy kept kissing his ass, and it's like, all right, let's let's get this over with. You, you can have your him. circle jerk afterwards. Yeah. You can blow him after the show. Yeah, put a video up on ea.com yeah. later. Yeah, that's, something that, like that. That would have been a better better yeah. use for that. I think definitely. I I tweeted that it felt like I was watching ESPN. Oh, Okay, like a thirty for thirty special or gotcha. something. A bad one though. Because some of them are yeah. supposed to be good, right? They are supposed to be really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so they they te- uh, teased better defense uh, in the game. It didn't make sense to me. It probably would have made more sense to you. More control of the midfield. Moments of magic. No touch dribbling. Women's teams now in the game. I have felt in, in FIFA that uh, the midfield was almost, I don't know, non-existent or... Invisible at times. Midfield play. Yeah. Play without the ball and stuff like that. I I don't know. I just never felt like it mattered in FIFA. Like, 
when I played Pro Evo this past year for the first time, I felt like the midfielders had much more of an impact mm-hmm. than I ever did with FIFA, so I don't know. So hopefully they're right. Right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. See when it comes out. Uh, and then they showed a cinematic trailer for the game. Yay. Yay sports. Uh, moving on. Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Uh, this is a game I was really interested in. I really like the first Mirror's Edge. It's the origin story of the main character, Faith. Uh, apparently there's going to be no levels, no loading screens. It's going to be completely open, and Faith will not be able to use guns in this one like she could in the first one. Um, so people were really, really excited for that. I felt because I, I used the guns a little bit in, in the first in the first one, and I did feel like it was a little bit out of place. But for the for the character Faith, uh, February twenty third, twenty sixteen release date looks cool. I can't wait for that one. The only problem with this was I was just so disinterested with EA at this point that it was hard to follow. It, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Well, everyone was waiting for the finale. Yeah, that's why people tuned into this one. That's, yeah, I was waiting for Pele. Were you? You heard about it ahead of time? It's Did Pele. You? you got a lot of info then. Uh, and then they moved on to more sports. Madden. <laughs> I put fantasy draft nonsense called Draft Champions. <laughs> I didn't really what, get, understand what they were getting at. It's a new mode that's going to be in Madden where you fantasy draft your players. You play a few games with, the te- with that team that you draft um, and, and then you redo a chance it. to win and then you redo it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but they talked about passing overhaul. They talked about how no, this is yeah, this is this is Madden. You State. don't w- say. Was it defense last year that they focused? I on? think it's they rotate every other year, so probably yeah, because the year before it was probably running game. Right, yeah, um, yeah, they they so they said they're going to do targeted throwing, so you can as a quarterback you can decide to throw the ball high to a tall receiver, or you can throw it low uh, for someone uh, like a slot receiver, like like Edelman or Victor Cruz, you know. High high percentage catch, low, low throw. Uh, catching, you can do catch and run. You can do possession catch or, like, aggressive catch. Uh, and then defensive interruptions. I had lost interest when they were talking about that, so I, I didn't get all that information. But. I think the first pass they showed was an, a pick six, and I was like, that encapsulates Madden. It really does. A lot of, a lot of interceptions. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they probably didn't need to work on the defensive backs all that much then, nope. huh? No. Or do they? Do you think maybe they're going to nerf defensive backs a little bit? I hope so. They're crazy, man. It's a pain in the ass to throw the ball in that game. Yeah. The linebackers are like hands all, of glue. All, yeah, all pro corners, which isn't the actual case for linebackers. No, most of them have not. most of them have pan hands. There's a couple that are good at interceptions, <laughs> but <laughs> pan hands. <laughs> so finally, they ended with Star Wars Battlefront, which is really the reason why everyone turned into this one. Uh, they showed a gameplay, which, again, that's why everyone wanted to watch. Uh, they showed a walker assault mode on Hoth, where rebel forces have to take down a walker as it attacks their base. Uh, the footage was all PS4 gameplay footage. Um, so, it looked great. I don't have a lot, lot to comment on. I really thought it looked, it looked nice. It looked like it played nice. Um, what did you guys think of Battlefront? I thought it looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna buy that for sure. Will and I actually talked about this earlier today. Mm-hmm. I think Will said it comes out the week after fallout okay mm-hmm. yeah um, i didn't write down the release date but that won't affect my purchase of that game because it is an online shooter yeah um it, it's not something i have to get too involved with right. like if i need a break from fallout you can play a few matches here and yeah there. Th- exactly and it's mm-hmm. it's star wars which is why i'm still interested as a shooter right because we don't see that every fucking year right so absolutely mm-hmm. i'm pumped for it, it Me looks, too. looks awesome looks good Corey, what'd you think of battlefront Actually, didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Okay, I think you'll be. I think you'll be. No, nah, Corey's gonna hate it. 
Why? No, he'll like uh, it. I don't know. You think? Yeah. Okay. He's in. We'll report back on next week <laughs> on, on, on what Corey thinks of Battlefront. If we're picking signs, we'll just say he hates it. So we have a... <laughs> Have, have all our base. Yeah. Okay, Eric says he's gonna like it. You Corey's say he's in. gonna hate it. I'm I'm gonna say he's gonna be indifferent. <laughs> got everything covered. <laughs> One of us will be right. Right. So that well, was. I can't now. I can't dissent from whatever you guys decide. Well, I was gonna say I, originally Dan had said you were not going to like it, and so did Will. So I was a minority vote, and I said, uh, "Well, okay. Corey's gonna take me." Right. <laughs> just just to play devil's advocate. Yep. <laughs> I'm so, curious. So what uh, thoughts on E3? Or on EA? EA's E3. Pretty piss poor for the most part. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like I said, Battlefront was great. I didn't see Mass Effect, but Unravel was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could have cut out the whole middle of the show, and I wouldn't have cared yeah, one bit. exactly. I would have been excited, actually. They had a couple <laughs> of really high points and a lot of really low points. Yeah. It was probably my least favorite all of, out of all of them. No, it was definitely my least favorite out of all of them. There was a strong competitor for okay. me. Gotcha. For shit. But... We'll get to that one later. Yes. I was really excited for this one, too, and it just let me down. Yeah. Only because of Mass Effect and Battlefront. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's EA. Um, We're going to take a quick break. Good yes. call. I got a whiz. I got a whiz, too. So I was going to we'll, ask we'll, you if we could take a break. Yeah, we'll take a quick break and be back with the rest of our show right after this. All right, welcome back, people, to episode 204 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are continuing on in our E3 2015 recap with Ubisoft. Eric, take mm. us away with Ubisoft. Certainly, Dan. Uh, Ubisoft started out with a bang. With quite the bang. Very popular in this crowd. Uh, South Park, the fractured butthole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brilliant from the South Park guys, as yep. usual. Uh, working with Ubisoft San Francisco. This time around, the kids are playing as superheroes mm-hmm. instead of, uh, like, wizards. Yeah. And- so you'll have your favorite characters like uh, the Coon <laughs> and Mysterion and Mintberry Crunch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, again, you play as a new kid in town. I mean, I, I think we can expect more of the same awesomeness yep. that came from the Stick of Truth. Definitely. Uh, I I enjoyed their interview. They talked about how um, they weren't going to make another video game after this one. Because they hated it. <laughs> right, they hated it. But after doing it and seeing like how it came out and how well it was received. And I was listening to another podcast talk about this. Like The legwork is done. Yeah. The framework is there now. Yep. All they have to do is build a story in different costumes, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming that the battle system will be pretty much the same. Yeah. Which is fine, because it was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, so definitely, they didn't give any release date or window, mm-hmm. right? No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super pumped for that. That's probably one of the games I'm more pumped for. Out of that was my favorite announcement out of the entire was it? E3 press all out of everything. I could see that. That I was really my favorite could. one. Well, oh, it was a great it was way to start. First, yeah, exactly. I, we were. I was talking shit about Ubisoft literally one minute before that was announced. <laughs> you did the the sleepy thing, right? Was yeah, it yeah, yeah. You did. I was like, here comes Ubisoft, and I did the the sleeping like, emoji spoke too soon. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> they just blew my mind. Yeah. So that was my favorite. My favorite announcement. Out Corey, of all any of them. thoughts on that? It's funny you ask because I never knew this game existed until just now. No, exactly. Oh, really? Oh, you didn't yeah. know until. Re- oh, that's right, because you weren't gonna go for spoilers. So, what do you think? You pumped? I mean, I didn't love the last one. Get the fuck out of my face, funny. Corey. Corey, I'm, that might be the I'm, worst thing I've ever heard you say. This what? right here. Remember how? And this has been confirmed. But remember how Corey said he spoke so highly of the Last of Us story, mm-hmm. and I couldn't recall it. 
I don't ever recall him talking about the stick of truth like this. I know he didn't. You didn't care for the gameplay much, but I. I yeah. You didn't think it was funny? Like I found it hilarious. No, I did. That's oh. what I just said. Oh, okay. I thought the game was funny, but that's where it ended for me. You yeah. know. Yeah. See, I, I really. It wasn't enough to keep me playing through it. Corey, the the title of the new one is the fractured butthole, like the fractured butt b u t w h o l e, brilliant. And that's great. Yeah. And I'm sure it's very funny. Yeah. But I just watch it rather than play through it. Well, good. You can watch me have fun. <laughs> I'll do. I'll watch you do a let's play. How dare you, Corey? I really should do stuff like that. Anyway, moving yeah. on. Uh, new IP from Ubisoft from Montreal called For Honor. Uh, it's a medieval slash Vikings slash samurai uh, battles and like uh, fantastic looking landscapes and mountains and castles and samurai villages, shit of that nature. Four v four online battles. I thought that the combat looked like slow paced and carefully executed sword combat. You kind of had to pick your spots and mm-hmm. block carefully. You could, I felt like when it came down, because they did a live demo right there with players on stage, and it came down to the last two guys, I felt like you could really feel the tension yeah, building yeah. between the two of them, because it, it seemed like you couldn't take many hits. Yeah. So you knew that whoever got hit first was probably going down. Yeah. Um, I am pumped for this game. It, it looked, looked, it looked amazing. amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I think uh, later we'll get into feedback. Jake from Idaho agreed. He, he thinks this game looks awesome. Mm-hmm. That the perfect guy talking about it, too. Yes, that's right. Uh, I think Dan was the one that really pointed it out. Whoever yeah. the guy was that they brought out had the big beard yeah. and kind of the long hair. He looked like he had just got gotten done raiding coastal villages as, <laughs> as a Viking. Pillaging. Yeah. He did. He really he had, did. He had the, the deep, like, raspy kind of voice, too. Like, and he I, was the perfect guy to come out and talk about that I game. I appreciate that they put him out there, because yeah. I'm assuming they did it on purpose. Probably. Yeah. If not, it was a stroke of brilliance that was unplanned. Yeah. But, uh, I, so, I mean, Ubisoft off to a strong start. Yeah. And then they went to the crew. Yep. And a new expansion called Wild Run. I, I was surprised that they put an expansion out for this game. Um, but what it's bringing is motorcycles, mm. dragsters, monster trucks, and drift cars. And it's going to have a graphical overhaul for the entire game, which is cool. Um, And then there's this thing called the Summit. I think it's just kind of like a car culture thing where people gather. The problem with something like this, it sounds like a cool idea, but is there enough people playing it that are going to go to this thing to show off their cars online? I keep hope, yeah, because it's not as much of an accomplishment to have a online car that you would go it's to. It's not really like, an accomplishment at all. Well, in real life, because a lot of that's really expensive. Well, no, and real takes life, a lot of, yes, yeah, but yeah. this. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Eh. Yeah. I, I, that said, I was impressed by the trailer. I thought the monster trucks looked really fun. Mm-hmm. It's not something you really see in video games. It's a game I would I would buy if it was like 20 bucks. Yeah. I, I, I keep waiting on, on Steam. It's been like 28 or 25 and Say, it's just yeah. a little too much. If it goes down to like 20 I'll probably buy it. Same here. So. Um... I just actually read this today. Apparently, there's a free trial on PS4 hmm? oh, and Xbox, go. I think. So yeah. if you're interested, check it out. Maybe you'll be into it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a cool expansion, I guess. I shouldn't actually, shit on it like For some that. reason, I missed that. I didn't see that part. Yeah. I, probably have, I was probably fighting with the kids about something. It was, okay. hard, it was hard to watch these with uh, trying to watch two kids. Fair enough. And keep them from hurting <laughs> each other. I think you texted something of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite and most, uh, in my opinion, underrated uh, series, Trials. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trials Fusion, new expansion called Awesome Level Max. 
where it comes out July 14th, I should say. You play as a cat riding a fire-breathing unicorn. Uh, should be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they were showing the trailer, I was like, what is this game? I didn't know what was going on. I, re- I still don't. I stared at the Trials Fusion for a little bit. I was like, what? They're basically Trials games, for those that don't know, like trial and error, uh, beat your best score, beat your friend's best score, leaderboard. On a motorcycle. Type of games on really difficult tracks. Uh, so it gives you that uh, feeling of mega accomplishment when you not only beat the track and finish mm-hmm. uh, without throwing your controller, but if you beat somebody's time, mm-hmm. it's it's great. So and it looks just super over the top, like Trials kind of is anyway. So I, we'll see, depending on how much it is. Yeah, might be able to bite on that one. Uh, then they moved on to to the division, um, and what they showed off was something called the Dark Zone. They did a demo. Um, basically what the Dark Zone is, it's kind of like, you go in with your squad, I think it's four in a squad, maybe five. Uh, there was, there was three and then they had two random ads. Okay, they had three. So, what happens in the Dark Zone is, so if you're with your squad, say me, Dan and Will are walking around in, in New York City, um, we come across some AI opponents, like thugs. I was t- trying to describe to somebody what they were like, and it, it kind of reminds me of how in The Last of Us there was zombies, and then there was, like, human thugs. Yeah. kind of reminded me of the human yep. uh, portion of that game. So you come across them, but also what can happen in there is other squads are in the dark zone along with you. So you can kind of choose if you want to team up against the AI or fight each other. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening in this, and they what they wanted to show off is that Pretty much you can expect the unexpected and you can turn on each other at any time. So the two teams end up helping each other um, to, to wipe out the AI. And what I wasn't expecting and I'm really excited about in the division is the loot. Mm-hmm. The loot system. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was going to be as big of a thing in this game as, as it seems like it's going to be. So it seems like the the main part of the Dark Zone is you're going in to get loot. Yeah. and Fat loots. Yeah, so after they killed killed off the AI, they went to this area where you could call in a helicopter for extraction. And it seems like once you get your extraction, that's how you save the loot and make sure you keep it. Mm -hmm. So what ended up happening was you could hear them talking this through the whole time, and they decided to turn on the team that helped them, Mm -hmm. and they killed them and took all their loot. But but another rogue came in, right? No, No, I I think they, they, they turned on the team of two. Okay. They killed the one person right away. And then slowly got killed by the last person. Oh, okay. So they got wiped out by the okay. by the last guy. That but either was way, people team. were turning on each other, yeah, yeah. And, and somebody ended up with a lot of sweet. It loot. was cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was very cool. So I think that's what they wanted to show that like yeah. anything could happen, and you got to kind of be on your toes. Yep. Um, I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it looked cool. I thought it was the guy in the group of three that turned on his group. I don't know. It was kind of a clusterfuck, which is why it's cool. <laughs> Basically, yeah. that's the worst kind of person who ever ended up with everything. Yeah. Is there any incentive to not do that? Yeah, you definitely get to keep your stuff that you got, rather okay. than taking the chance of getting killed and well, losing everything. But the problem is, if you find another team and you're extracting together, they could, at the last second, decide that they're going to open fire. Yeah. So... Mm. You got to kind of decide what you want to do early. Well, yeah, but you, you can also turn on your own team, right? Apparently, I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't 
like like Eric said, we didn't really understand kind of what was going on. I was under the impression that the the solo guy from the other team w- killed the the other three. I bet you probably um, can turn on your own. T- you can because I was watching uh, kind of funny games broadcast this afterwards. Okay, and they were making packs to not turn on each other. Okay, that's that's right. So you can you can turn on each other. Nice, which it really is that's funny is better. Yeah. You know what would be really cool? You have that one friend in your group of friends, too, that will turn on you and take your loot. You His know? name's Corey. <laughs> Didn't Payday do that, Will? They might have, yeah. yeah. You know what I think would be cool is, like, say Corey was to turn on us at the end of a game and he took all our stuff. It'd be neat if, I'm assuming you can give each other items or sell items. Yeah. If he, like, held it for ransom and made us go get things for him. <laughs> Coffee. As a reward. Coffee. I don't know. I think that they can do a lot of cool stuff with the division. We'll see where it heads. Definitely. Uh, beta starting early 2016. Wasn't that? Wasn't the beta coming earlier than that? Didn't for they? the one. Just for Xbox One. Okay. For everybody else, it starts early 2016. Release date of March 8th, 2016. I wrote thank fuck, but again, we'll believe it I, when do, we see I it. don't believe it as of now. Right. After that, they went on to Anno 2205. Um, it's a city-building sim where you kind of build up to space exploration and build your civilization uh, towards having rockets to go to the moon where you can then expand your civili- civilization even further. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a really cool city-building sim mm-hmm. idea. I don't know as if I will buy it, but well, I think Cor- people do some pretty cool Corin stuff. Corin will play it Anno 2070. Oh, Okay. I didn't. I didn't know this was a yeah. It's series. a seri- series. It, it's hard. It's it's a little bit daunting to start. I I spent actually a ton of time with the medieval one. Oh, uh, and that that was awesome. Was it like, really good? Really deep strategy. It's it's like you're constantly managing resources. That's the the gist of that game. Like setting up trade routes and making sure all your cities have. I don't know how similar this is to the other ones, but um, it's constantly. Did you ever play Civilization Colonization, Dan? No, it, okay. I have it in my Steam library. That's kind of what it's like. It's just <laughs> it's con- you're, con- you're constantly dealing with resources and making sure you have what you need and moving resources between your various outposts to make sure everybody can keep gotcha. moving forward. It's 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 there's a lot going on. Cool. Uh, yeah. Again, looks pretty cool. Looks awesome. I yeah. put November third beta question mark, which means that they announced something there, but I wasn't sure what it was. Okay. I got a little confused. Gotcha. <laughs> Pardon me. I haven't had a chance to really look into that. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I really stole the whole show of E3. Just Dance 2016 comes out, and you think we're kidding? We're not kidding. At least for us, it was a, a real highlight of the whole thing. Um, you can use your smartphone as a controller. You don't. You no longer don't have to camera. have a camera-enabled console to play. That was one of the big selling points. Um, another cool thing that they introduced, if you're into this, is the new Just Dance Unlimited song subscription streaming service. That's a tough one to get out for all current-gen consoles, so this will not be available for Wii, PS3, Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, you're going to have a super big library of songs for a subscription fee. They did. I don't think they announced what the fee was. If no. they did, I missed it. But the real barn burner happened when they brought Jason Derulo out on stage. Talk about being out of touch with your audience. <laughs> they were off to such a good start. Yeah. And Jason Derulo came out. My favorite part was when he told everyone, he yelled, Get up! Or something like that. And everybody just sat there looking at him. 
Uh, it was it just was... brilliant, and like he probably hated every fucking second of it. He wasn't a very good singer either, which was bad. He was yeah. out of tune a lot. Mm-hmm. It was just a brilliant moment of awkwardness. Yeah. It was the whole thing. E three is always littered with those. Oh, and it's fantastic. I didn't really get had as many this year. Yeah. So that one really stood out. That did stink stand out. This was amazing because while it was happening, I had to make sure I texted everybody saying that this was my favorite moment of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Will was right. It was great. <laughs> uh. Anyway, <laughs> Just Dance is really popular though. It is very popular. Still coming to the Wii. Wow. I mean, there's a what 140 million Wiis out there. That's a good point. It blows my mind, the yeah. whole thing. But that's another. Uh, then we moved on to Rainbow Six Siege. Corey, are you going to get Rainbow Six Siege? We were talking about this while you were gone. Depends on how much money I have. Okay. I'd, I'd like to. Uh, okay. It, it's not a definite buy. It's still a you know, wait and see how it reviews, but it looks good. It looks I'm okay. interested enough to buy it if, if it reviews really well. And oh, you, wow. you didn't see the gameplay demo, right? Not the new one. Okay, so for those that don't know, close quarters combat with destructible environments. Uh, Angela Bassett is going to be the lead role. I can't remember the character's name, but six, six. All right. So she came out on stage with Aisha Tyler. Um, one of the big announcements: me not being a Rainbow Six guy, really. Uh, I didn't know what this was, but Tarot Hunt mode is back. I guess it's a terrorist hunt, is what I gathered. Sick. Yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever played a Rainbow Six game. I have, but not deeply enough to, to be like, oh, fuck, Terra Hunt mode's back, sweet. Right. But then they broke into the live gameplay demo. Um, so they showed teams rappelling up the side of a building to, like, check inside of windows before they went in. Um, it was really cool the way that they showed everything and showed how strategic that things could be and how tactical you could be in this game. That's what I liked about it. That's the, the best part of it. Yeah, definitely. Problem being, if I'm not playing... Pretty much with you guys, yeah. I'll never play this game. Yeah, It would not be enjoyable. I would almost 100% guarantee it would be miserable Yeah, because nobody would listen to each other. The online community is fucking terrible for most things. <laughs> uh, that's the biggest problem with this game that I can see coming. If mm. you can find a team of people to play with consistently, it's probably going to be an awesome game. Yeah, I yeah. think I know some people who I'm friends with are getting on PC, so yeah. if you're interested. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, it was pretty cool seeing them repel up the side of the building just, like, in a normal gameplay mode. It wasn't a special thing. It's just something you can do. Yeah. And peer into windows and see what's going on in there before you go in. Um, it was just very tactical, slow-paced, very teamwork-focused. Um, so they ended up planting a diffuser, and yep. then they had to hold off a wave of enemies for one minute after they killed the first the first base of enemies that were already set up in there. Mm. And this was AI, I believe, mm-hmm. yeah. that they were up against. That's yep. the tarot hunt mode, I guess. Um, so they planted a diffuser. Waves of enemies came. One of the things I liked about that part is that the waves of men- enemies didn't just come running at them in a straight line. Yeah. They were also blowing up walls and, and trying take, to find different ways cover. to come in. Yeah, they came in through the window behind them. Right, exactly. They, they were doing the same kind of strategy that the actual live players were doing, which yeah. I thought was awesome. Good AI. Absolutely. Uh, beta opened September 24th with PvP and Tarot Hunt. Yeah. The, li- the live gameplay was cool because there wasn't them, like, scripting it so they would win. Like, yeah, they, they actually al- played it. They almost didn't win. Yeah, because Aisha Tyler said that when they were doing the... I mean, I don't know how true this is, but she said when they were doing the 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 test show 
uh, they 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 kept they kept getting wiped out by the <laughs> by the other team. She said the, they'd, the, she'd never seen them beat it before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that the, the, the few times they had done the the practice show or whatever that they had all seemed like she was gotten, being gotten serious. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, Rainbow Six Siege looks awesome. Again, I just hope that I can find <clears throat> people to play with consistently. Um, yeah. After that, it was Trackmania Turbo. I actually thought this was really cool. Yeah. Um, to me, it looked like a a super fun arcade racer with different types of cars. It looked kind of like a realistic Mario Kart. I don't Mm. know what that means, but that thought popped into my head. It doesn't have items or anything like that. It just looked like a really fast racing test track kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, randomly built tracks at the touch of a button means there's pretty much infinite tracks, which is awesome. Like they just build in front of you and then you play them. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. And this is also going to be VR compatible. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that could be awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that was a little snippet down at the bottom that I happened to catch. Oh, yeah. Something yeah. like that. I was going to say, because I didn't ever caught that yeah. when I was watching. Yeah. So I thought that one looked really cool, something to look out for. Is that already on PC? I think so. Okay. I got that. Trackmania? Yeah. 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 I got that impression. Is that a pretty well-received thing? I think it's uh, got us cult following. Yeah. Seemed like that kind of thing. All right, what's going on in the chat there? Hmm. Uh, uh, Jake points out that uh, Rainbow Six Siege comes with free Rainbow games, free Rainbow Six games. Uh, was that Xbox only? I think it is. Yeah, okay. it did is. Will say that? I did. My apologies. Uh, moving on, Assassin's Creed Syndicate was next. Uh, mm-hmm. Set in London, 1868. Uh, it looks a lot like Gangs of New York, if yeah. you've seen that movie. <laughs> I thought that too. Which I, is a good thing. I thought Assassin's Creed Gangs of New York, they yeah, could have called it. It's a good thing. Yeah. I, Gangs of New York was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was. Um, mm-hmm. Really nice uh, CG, as you would expect for an Assassin's Creed series. Uh, showed off some of the horse and buggy traveling that you've heard about. Uh, the world and the setting, as always, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. No gameplay demo. Yeah. Which bothered me a little bit. I guess you could, they could play it up. People could play it on the floor. Why wouldn't they show it? I don't know. It's like their if, thing. If you could play it on the floor, I don't know why you wouldn't show it in the. That's yeah. that's their cash cow. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. Absolutely. It was weird. Um, as far as Assassin's Creed games go, this is probably the setting that I'd be most interested in, mm-hmm. other than Black Flag. Yeah. Pirates. I'm really big into like the gangs in New York thing. I've always been super interested in that kind of thing. Late 1800s, yeah, just, Industrial Revolution. Yeah, it's super cool to me. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. It, as much as I hate it, if this game gets very well reviewed, I will buy it. Yeah. I'm not going to pre-order it. I'm not going to buy it without seeing reviews and hearing people talk about it first this yeah. time. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It could, could be great. Yeah. I hope they... I mean, really, it's only ever been about the controls for me, and I hope mm-hmm. if, if they improve them, I'd probably be... Sold on it too, so. Yep. Is this and Peaky Blinders time period? I don't know. I don't know. I only watched one episode of Peaky Blinders, but it was a lot of like little gangs fighting for control of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like cool old style gangs, mm-hmm. like good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Going to the bar and see each other and just start fighting. <laughs> Drinking. Yep. Uh, last but certainly not least, unexpected, Ubisoft Paris presented Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, it's a Ghost Recon game. You can go stealth. They showed off the stealth options for like going into a big base and taking it over. They showed the distance attacks with snipers, um, and they showed going in guns blazing. Uh, a variety of awesome-looking open-world landscapes, I thought. Yep. Um, it reminded me of Just Cause. 
Yeah, I wrote Far Cry with varied, more varied environments and a team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Just Cause. I actually thought, Will and I both thought it was Just Cause at yeah. first, because neither of us knew who, or at least right. off the top of our head, didn't realize who made that. Right. Um, but that was my first thought. It mm-hmm. looks like a Far Cry, Just Cause kind of game, but yep. it's uh, Ghost Recon. Mm-hmm. I played a Ghost Recon a few years ago, and I really, really liked it. Yeah, I played one on the 360 a while ago. I can't remember what it was called. It was like, it was it was like an advanced warfare type game. If I remember it was, correctly, it was better. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Whatever it was, I, I got it out of the red box. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Oh yeah, uh, it, that was the most recent Ghost Recon game. It was. I remember the cover one. of it. I think had like a lot of white on it. Yeah. White blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost Recon something. Somebody in the chat will probably. For whatever reason, Future Soldier stands out in my head. But it's I, not. That's not what it was. But I don't think it was. As soon as I hear, it, I'll be like, "Oh, that's right." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought it looked really good. That's mm-hmm. going to be a, a buy for me. Yeah. Looks fun. I will probably get that one. Big as open well. world squad, which I always like. Good shit there. So uh, Ubisoft was great overall. Yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised. I didn't expect much out of Ubisoft, but even their shit. Yeah. Was great. Yeah. Just Dance, I mean... <laughs> it, gave, it gave Will his favorite moment of the of the conferences. Derulo. Yeah. It was Future Soldier. It was Future Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, Will, I'll know it when I hear it. Yep. <laughs> 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 All right. So, any last thoughts on that? Corey, yeah, since you didn't hear Ubisoft or see it, anything stick out to you at all? Other than Jason Derulo? Yeah. Did you watch <laughs> the video of that? No. You have to. I was trying to find it. I'm trying to keep the uh, video synced up with, with what you guys are talking Did about. Did you watch any of For it, Honor? Yes. And? Yep. That, I think I think all of it looks cool, really. Yeah. Like, And it's sort of the same with the Bethesda conferences. They didn't have to touch on too many different things. You know, They kept yeah. it focused. Um, and, and what they did show was at least you know, yeah. watchable. There was nothing offensive in it. So No. It was good. Right on. And I'm kind of excited for... I'm always excited to to hear about Assassin's Creed just because the his, the whole history aspect of it. And I looked it up. Uh, Peaky Blinders was the 1800s. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, 1920s. Oh, uh, okay. And, and oh, okay. Syndicate is the 18, end of the 1800s. Yeah. Industrial 1886 or something yeah. like that stands yeah. out to me. Yeah. So Sony's next, Park. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on to Sony. Uh, started off with a bang. Last Guardian was re-revealed, I guess you could say. First yep. announced in 2009. Uh, hadn't seen or heard from since then. No, other than people people saying it was canceled. That's yeah. all I heard about R- it. Rumors that it was canceled, and then years. before the past few E3s, it's been rumored hey, Last Guardian's coming, or whole <laughs> wishful thinking, whatever. Yeah. But when it was announced in 2009, it was a big deal, and it just never came to fruition. Uh, but yeah, they started out with Last Guardian. Um... I, what did you guys think of the Last Guardian presentation? I thought it looked cool. It was yeah. it was kind of different. Um, I really like the uh, dragon cat thing. Bird dog. Bird dog. Yeah. Okay. But it I thought it was a, a bird. It, it also squ- like squealed like a dog does though. So. Yeah. Whimper. Mm. Yeah. Some animal. Cat, no, it, bird it, cat dog. It reminded me of like Ico. You know that. Sort well, that's of game. who makes it. Okay. Or, same, same origi- at least originally. Right. I think it was yeah. from that studio. Yeah, it reminded me of that. I mean, they like really they just showed some like adventuring a little bit. Like you really didn't get an, an idea of what the game was about, I guess. Yeah. But right. I thought I thought it looked cool. 
That's, um, that's all I can say. Just about briefly, it. my notes on it. I said it, was, it looked like a mysterious world set in some ruins. Yeah. And wooden bridges around. Yeah. Um, I did say giant bird dog companion. Mm-hmm. I also said if the bird dog dies, I'm going to sob like a baby. Yeah. Because yeah. I that love was, him already. That was a few other people. They, they're they like, the kid can die. I don't care. No, I just, no, no. I just yeah. don't want to see the, the, the critter die. Completely agree. I yep. was very <laughs> nervous when they were on that thing and the yeah. little boy was moving the thing. I was like, don't push the bird dog off with it. That's the thing that has gives me hope for this game is I'm already like emotionally invested in mm-hmm. that bird dog yeah. for whatever reason. And he's got the like black makeup like he's an emo bird dog yeah. coming down his face like he's been crying. I'm like, oh, don't die. Bird dog, I'm sorry you've had a sad time. <laughs> Just whatever you do, don't die. Yeah. Maybe so, I sh- shouldn't play this game. I hope he doesn't die. <laughs> I'll be heartbroken. Yeah. Anyway, um, they did say it's got a 2016 release. Mm. No window. I would assume this is going to be a fall release. Probably. As much build up as it has had. It reminded me, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, it made me think of Two Brothers. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. See, whatever the reason was. There was some well, climbing and puzzling a little bit. And didn't the kid like speak gibberish? Did yeah, he? he did. Okay. That so might have been That probably... probably was similar. It's probably what it was. Because I remember thinking to myself, where have I heard this gibberish before? Yeah. And then I thought that it reminded me of two brothers, but I didn't connect the two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so, but, so they showed a gameplay demo, which they hadn't done at the previous announcement. Mm-hmm. It was really slow, I felt like. Yeah. I don't feel like the gameplay demo did much to sell the game. It just, it looks like it, a puzzle game is, yeah. is what I got from it. Yeah, right. but they didn't show too much puzzling. It was a right. pretty boring puzzle. I don't know. I just assumed it was for everybody who was like, what's going on with this game? I would have hoped that for as long as this has supposedly been in the works, they would have had a little more to show. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Maybe not the length of their Uncharted, which we'll get to later, but mm-hmm. more than what they had. A little more variety to it. Yeah. What I did is I wanted to compare their trailer this year to what they originally showed in 2009, so I went back and watched that. I actually thought the one in 2009 sold the game much better. Oh, really? Yeah. It showed a lot more variety. It, it wasn't a, a live demo, mm-hmm. but it, it was uh, the graphics were still good. And honestly, I didn't think the graphics for the new new showing were that great. Oh, okay. Personally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it showed some enemies and the bird dog like defending the kid and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which you didn't you yeah. didn't really get in in the new trailer. Um, so yeah, I I would highly recommend going back and checking that out for people that are. It gives you a better idea what the game's going to be about. Yeah, a little bit. Some some more environments and things like that. So definitely go check that out to give you a little more on that. I think it's definitely worth it. So, But that being said, if it, you know they started off with a bang. Um, I'm looking forward to the game and what Bird Dog has to offer. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens in the future. Nice. On from there, Gorilla Studios, uh, who brought Killzone mm-hmm. to us in the past, Presented a new IP called Horizon Zero Down, um, set in the future after robots take over, apparently. And apparently you can use a man or a woman, I think they said that. Okay. But the, the gameplay demo starred a woman, she was like she had red hair and like a futuristic crossbow and kind of a Vikingish feel to she her. She wear she it looked like she was wearing like animal skins. Yeah, like not, furs. Not Viking. Um What's the tribe word? like tribe Indian tribal? Yeah, Indian caveman-y kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, it showed her hunting mech dinosaurs, 
which was fucking awesome. Yeah. I've been saying for years now that we need more dinosaur games, and yeah. all of a sudden we're getting litters of them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, I wrote Take My Money. <laughs> yeah, I that, want this one. That It was probably my favorite thing out of the Sony press yeah, conference was, was that great. game. It looks same. really good. Yeah, same. Uh, a lot of rich, lush environments with mm-hmm. uh, like greenery and stuff like that. Uh, fast-paced, heavy action combat with, like I said, a futuristic crossbow. It showed like a boss fight with what I suppose is supposed to be like a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, it also showed off some stealth where she was sneaking through some weeds and a little baby dinosaur got alerted to her and came over and kind of like scanned the area with this yellow beam and then decided there was nothing there while she was hidden in the weeds and she just jumped out and like jabbed him in his robot guts mm-hmm. and apologized. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but this game looks awesome. It does look awesome. And one of the cool things that, that I think it, they showed maybe a cinematic trailer after the gameplay trailer where she's like, it made me see, feel like the game is going to be you trying to figure out what happened to the, to, to, to mankind. Yeah. What, why, why they disappeared all of a sudden. Cause, right. cause obviously all the monuments are still there. A lot of the tall buildings and, and, and yeah. stuff that they built. Um, so it seems like you're going to kind of piece together what, what happened to people. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Yeah, the I, g- game looked great. I was like, really this is did from the people who made Killzone. <laughs> Thank God they did something else. Right. I know, right? <laughs> right. Last thing we needed was another Killzone. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, oh, Gorilla's going to be there. We're getting another Killzone, and then they showed this. I was like, holy crap! Yeah, and some people weren't happy with it, but of whatever. course, with this game. Yeah, <laughs> I read. Comments. I don't want to talk to those people. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> they said it was stupid because they're robots. Why is this? I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, yeah. that's stupid. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> From there, uh, new Hitman was shown. Um, exclusive content first on PS4 and beta first on PS4. It looked like a Hitman game. It's supposed to be episodic. Really? As opposed to a full game. I don't game think almost. I like that. I don't like it either. Not for this game. Yeah. Not for Hitman. Yeah, it's probably going to prevent me from getting it. Actually, I thought it, was, I thought it was one of those things where... You you buy the full game and then they just put out release um, it in episodes. The the gist that I got because they talked about it in the Square Enix one was that they're putting out the game and then you buy it and then they're just uploading contracts and stuff like that. So like there'll be a contract in one area and all the hitmen go to that area to take out this guy in a certain amount of time. And if you don't do it, that contract's gone forever and that guy lives. Like stuff like that. Oh, That's the gist yeah. that I okay. got from it. That makes more yeah, sense. Me too. I just heard, read or heard episodic somewhere. I was like, eh. Yeah, I hope they don't go that route. I just was like, kind of like how in Payday they'd upload missions, yeah. and then you would do it, and then no, they that's would go cool. away. That's the gist that I got for Hitman. Okay. Yeah, so it, Hitman's a series I've always wanted to try, and I just never have. Yeah, it looks so. beautiful. It yeah. does. In there. We'll see what happens with that. And then they went on to Street Fighter V, which is PS4, PC exclusive, so mm-hmm. console exclusive to PS4. Graphics were awesome. Yeah, it looks the, good. The art style for that game was super nice, which... Fighting games, racing games, at this point, I expect to look really good. Yeah. But the art style for this one was really nice, mm-hmm. I thought. Um, July 23rd, PS4 beta coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'll get it, but Street Fighter supposedly is supposed to be pretty big in the competitive community, mm-hmm. so hopefully this one will catch on. Um, a lot of people think this is a pretty good get for PS4. Okay. Console exclusive, so. Um, from there, they went on to No Man's Sky, which... I don't know if it is anymore, but was my most looked forward to game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed a game demo with some space combat. Uh, he, Sean from Hello Games. Hello Games, he was pretty much trying to show off how big the world can be. So he kept pulling out further and further, showing the endless world to explore. 
Um, you can warp to any of the the uh, galaxies that you saw, and then from there... Star go systems. Star systems, and then go into the planets that you can see. Uh, pretty much anything that you saw, you could go to. Yeah. He said, depending on what your hyperdrive is, and I think that's part of the game, is up- upgrading your hyperdrive. Yeah. It tells you how far you can go. Exactly. Um, uh, one of the things he showed, because people have been concerned about what do you actually do in this game, mm-hmm. so when you get close to a planet, as you're going down, points of interest around the planet will pop up, um and have different things. I guess it's there's places where you go to load up what you found na- after you've named planets or discovered things. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a pretty bad presentation. Yeah. He's not good at pres- presenting. <laughs> no, he's better in an, in an interview talking w- about the game. It was good last year because he's endear- an endearing kind of yes, guy. He and he, he was just really happy to be there, mm-hmm. and it was kind of cute or mm-hmm. whatever. This year, it just was not very good. They yeah. should have had somebody else doing the gameplay demo and let him talk over it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, he said he was, one thing he was nervous about was an inappropriate name being generated for the planet that really? he went to. Yeah, because he said that he they have a, a filtering system in that, but it can only do so much. Like, they can misspell, like, a bad word, but, like... <laughs> like hilarious. Like but, but you still get the idea. Like, dick, but D-I-K. Oh, and stuff right. like that, and he was worried that that was going to happen. Yeah, worst things have happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. but anyway, Jason Derulo but, danced on yeah. stage. He he sh- he showed off a small bit of combat on a planet, like on foot and and exploration and mm-hmm. things that you can find. Um, I don't know what you guys think of it. Oh, it still look good. Yeah, I still can't yeah. wait for it. I mean, I'm I'm getting it for sure. Yeah, I'm still excited about it. Yeah, but. I think the length of time that we've known about it, it's kind of worn off a little bit, yeah. and. You know, just mixed with everything that we saw and fresh off of the Horizon game, I was really excited about. Yeah, the presentation was lacking, I thought, but still excited for the. Yeah, game. he he talked about it. They were actually going to do they were going to do a release date for this E3, but he said there. You know, he didn't explain why, but there was some sort of delay in in annou- actually announcing. He talked the, about the that in the date. PC conference, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, I so. saw that. Seemed like he really wanted to tell us the release. Yeah, day. I think so it he seems did. like they have one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he had said in an interview I saw earlier this year that they had a roadmap, and as long as they they were able to stay on their on on track on their roadmap, that they had a, a, yeah. a date in mind that they want to release the game. So it's would, only a matter of time, I guess. I would say the biggest thing that I took away from this is people that were worried about having things to do in that game were still val- validated. Yeah, and I, <laughs> well, I mean, someone. What, what was it? I was because I was reading some some uh, comments on it, which I shouldn't do, but I do anyway. I'm glad for punishment. Yeah. I kind of want to know what people are thinking mostly. And someone's like, "Well, why would I want to play this game if it doesn't have an end? Like, if I can't if I can't see credits, like, what's, what's the point?" And you know, people are like, "Well, that's not really what it's about." Like, there you, is a goal, though. Well, yeah, there is an ultimate goal, but but it's 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 mostly like a goal that you set for yourself. To it would be to get to the middle of the galaxy. Yeah. Um, I, but you know, I brought up Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Like, Minecraft doesn't have an ultimate goal. It's the biggest game it's, in the it's world. The big one of the biggest games yeah. in the world. So, um, not having an ultimate goal is not going to be a detriment detriment to me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think. I think I'm just going to have fun exploring. Yeah, it depends on what the meat is. Yeah, it depends on what you're looking for in it. So yeah, it's cer- certainly not a game that's for everybody. No, Corey will not like it. No, he's not gonna like that one. Corey, I think he's gonna I think love it. You guys it. are just uh, arbitrarily deciding all the <laughs> it's, games. It's it's fun I to like guess what like. what your reaction will be though. Yeah, because ultimately, like, I have no gauge on the games that you're gonna like and what you're not gonna like. I really don't. I try. I don't either. Did when you I, did I, you watch the Sony press conference? Yeah. What'd you think of it? The No Man's Sky part. 
ah. I, I, like you said, I, I kind of agree with you. It wasn't there wasn't much in there that yeah. allayed my thoughts on last year. You know, it's still kind of the same. It's like, well, exploring will only be fun for so long. The other thing yeah. with that game too is it's a tough one to demo live because everything is generated so randomly. Yeah, and there's so much to it. Like you could literally land on a planet where there's nothing, nothing on it. Yeah, I think too. Like one, I don't think he wants to spoil some of the stuff you can come across in the game because I think discovery of that sort of stuff is what makes the game interesting. It does you know? seem like he's hiding a lot. Yeah, that's, like he that's doesn't the want to say. That I've got. Yeah. It really does seem that way to me. I hope so. Me too. <laughs> uh, me too. Me three. Moving on. Media Molecule came out and showed their next project called Dreams. It's not really a game as much no. as it is a creation tool. Creation tool, yeah. That's a that's a good way to put it. Um, it looked like a canvas that you would paint on, and you can just kind of create. Yeah. Whatever. It's really hard to describe. They said that you were supposed to try, like one of the things that you could do is is recreate your own personal dreams in, yeah. in the game and it kind of gives you the tools to do that and you can animate your your creations and stuff i'd have to get my hands on it to decide yeah. what i thought of it yeah but at the same time i'm not creative and i never remember my dreams so right. i wouldn't be able to do that anyway yeah i have one dream that i like remember that's a, a recurring dream that i have mm-hmm. but i don't have the artistic ability to be able to recreate that no. in the game so it's one of those games like you said uh, cool to, to to get and and see what other people have created. But My last I'm not... note: one of those <laughs> things that I wouldn't know what to do with, but I'm excited to see what other people create. Exactly, that's exactly right. That's the same way I feel about it. Very cool art style. Yep. Very cool. Mm-hmm. At least we're trying something different. Yeah, definitely. I will always be appreciative of that. That's a game for for artists. Yeah. Um, to to tinker with. That's true. Corey, any thoughts on that? Will. I had no idea what was going on, but yeah. it looked awesome. Corey? I actually didn't see this until just now. Okay. Um, next, they moved on to Firewatch. I don't really know a damn thing about this game. <laughs> it's just really stylized, and it looked like there was exploration and rescue going on. Yeah, I think you're just trying to solve what, like what, what's going what's wrong going on in, in the your world? park. Okay. Because uh, you're, you're a park ranger. Okay, you're a park ranger. Yeah. It hinted at something very dark. Yeah, because... Yeah. Whoever you were talking to through radio communication said something about you in your tower, yeah. and then your character realizes she think that the person you're talking to thinks you're in your tower, and he says, but I'm not in my tower. Yeah. She says, well, who is in your tower? Yeah. Bum, like bum, that kind bum. of thing, like a mystery. Um, but yeah, it's it looks interesting. Firewatch looks awesome. Yeah. I can't I'm, wait for it. I'm into it. Yeah. It's one I've, I've had my eye on for a little while. Really? Yeah. Well, when's this coming out? Do I don't know? know. I don't think I had a release date yet. PC also, I'm yeah. assuming? Yep. Um, from there, they moved on to Destiny. Still got their partnership going with Destiny. They uh, talked about the Taken King expansion, which had been leaked a uh, few days, days prior. Yeah. Uh, September 15 release uh, looks like more Destiny. I don't know mm-hmm. what yeah. else to describe it as. That guy was pumped to talk about it, too. Yeah, he was really trying to sell it. Not really effectively <laughs> doing it, but uh, I don't know. If you like Destiny, you're probably going to buy it. Yeah. And Destiny is a big game. More content. For all of its problems and people's gripes with it, it still sold a lot and has a lot of people playing it. So still, yeah. It's probably going to sell a lot. It's supposedly $40 mm-hmm. for the expansion. Although I saw today that you're going to be able to get the Destiny Gold Edition or some shit like that with all the expansions, including this one, for 60 bucks. Doesn't seem it, like it makes much sense. No, but if that's true, you'd almost be better off trading your copy of Destiny in and getting that. Yeah, 
Yeah, because you'd probably get 30 bucks for your exactly. trade-in. So, I don't know. Keep your eye on that, Wait. if that's true. Do it now. Do it now. Um, after Destiny, they showed some Assassin's Creed Syndicate stuff. Uh, they showed that you can play as either Jacob or Evie, I think is his sister. Mm-hmm. Evie Fry. Twin sister, yep. Yeah, there's going to be some exclusive content to PS4. That was all CG too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, more CG, didn't see any gameplay. I don't feel like it's worth talking about CG, so we're not going to. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, a new Final Fantasy was announced. I was interested to hear what you boys thought of that. A world of Final Fantasy exclusive to PS4 and Vita in 2016. It's uh, weird. That's I don't know how to describe it. You, it's dumb. There's a little more of that on Square Enix. Did they? Yeah. What? What would? How would you describe it? A children's Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Any interest from any of you? No. No. This, <laughs> okay. this was them sort of trolling for their next thing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess you're probably right. They had. Well. A, they had a good troll in their own conference too. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, World of Final Fantasy came and underwhelmed, as you can tell. And then they they did the unthinkable in Will's eyes. They announced the Final Fantasy VII Total Remake coming first to PS4. I mean, seriously, did anybody expect it? No. That I, was, don't, that I, I have no context. I, I, so. I don't care that that rumor came out on, what, what was the website, Corey? It's still kind of... It's been it, rumored for years. Yeah, every year it's like, this is the year. It's never the year. Yeah. So when I heard it this year, I'm like, here we go again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, if you read the article I posted, it, it wasn't even like we heard that they might be doing it. was Silicon Era has learned that Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming. I it still, was like very declarative. I still see their point, though. When yeah. you hear that for so many years, same with The Last Guard. And when you hear every year, oh, this... The this boy is, who cried wolf. Exactly. You still, even if whoever this person is says, it's, we've heard it, it's happening. I still am like, eh, probably not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. I was excited. So to how see. excited are you guys? I was really excited at first. Uh, not as much now. They're going to change some of the story yeah, stuff. Yeah, which is so, so stupid. don't like that, but it may be better. I don't know. Um, we'll see when, the, when it comes out. Uh, no, I don't. Even if it is better, people aren't going to think it's better. No, there's no way. <laughs> and that's why... It, it, they have to really tread carefully with this game because it's a lot of people's favorite game of so all time. So is it even worth doing? I think... I'm going to play it. Me too. So. I'm buying it instantly. To me, I'm not a Final Fantasy fan, as yeah. people know if they listen to us. To me, it's like remaking Dumb and Dumber. Right. Just don't. Yeah. Or like making a sequel to Last of Us. Just it's, fucking leave it alone. They're a lot more likely to screw it up than they are to improve upon I it. I think that's the only option. Yeah. There's no way you're gonna please that audience. I this. also I also heard that they like just started working on it, so it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a, a few years until it comes well, out. Well, and so. hopefully, if enough people, you know, tell them we don't want you to change the story, yeah, just update the graphics, pretty yeah. much. It, hopefully, they don't fuck it up. Too yeah, bad. I, that that was the most surprising thing I think I heard all all uh, all conference. Tito says he thinks it's smart for them to make some changes. I think he's in the minority. Yeah. I, I think that the gaming community is super fickle. Yeah. And oh my even God. even yeah. when they even when they updated and improved the translations for Final Fantasy VI, because I had played that game so much and I knew all the words, like I hated that it, it read differently. Like just that, just improving the translations pissed me off. I think the way to make people the least angry was just to update the graphics to make it look as good as it can look on new consoles, yeah. and that's it. 
Yeah. I yeah, was it's ex- like converting from to use Eric's Dumb and Dumber analogy. Instead of remaking it, like what I want is a upgrade from VHS to DVD. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in agreement, Corey, with this? I'm. I think I love it. I love the idea of it, and I. I don't really care if their story changes. Like I. I love that game. I've played it enough. I know what the original game was like. I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to change. Hopefully, it's not the type of thing where they're changing the story to make their job easier. You know, like cutting right. out parts where they have to do a lot of graphical work. Yeah. Uh, and just removing that so they don't have to. I hope that's not what they do. Yeah. Um. I hope it's just maybe streamlining and making the story a little bit easier to follow yeah because it is a little confusing once you get into the whole live stream stuff it gets kind of convoluted here and there yeah we yeah sh- we shall see so. uh cory my my thought with that is you're probably a little more open-minded than a lot of people yeah yeah so but i hope it works out for you guys i i'm, I'm excited for you guys at the very least I As hope, Final Fantasy, I hope fans. they don't screw it up. I hope they don't either. I hope, I hope it's received very well. I <laughs> yeah. really do. I don't have a lot of hope for that, but I don't either. <laughs> None, actually. I think, regardless of how it turns out, how amazing people it's, are going to hate right, it. Everybody's just going to hate it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just can't see it ending well. Poor, <laughs> poor Sony and Square Enix. Can't. Well, <laughs> hey, whatever. They're taking a chance. Uh, next, they went to Devolver Digital, an indie showpiece, kind of showing uh, four games that are coming. From them, called one called Ronin, one called Eater, something mm. like that. Mother Russia bleeds and Crossing Souls. I don't. They look like indie games. Yeah, I didn't see anything jumped out at me there. And then uh, one that n- I don't think any of us are familiar with, but has kind of set the world on fire. Apparently, is uh, what they did was bring the the creator of the Shenmue series out mm. and announced his Kickstarter for Shenmue Three on stage, counting down from five. Mm-hmm. I was super confused about the whole thing that went on there i was like why the fuck is sony bringing some guy out to announce that he's doing a kickstarter for a game yeah seemed weird but it it makes sense to me now um and i've read up a little bit on it i I don't know a damn thing about shenmue to interview a little i played the first one oh you did a little bit yeah really okay what was did you like it yeah it was like it was like ahead of its time that's that's kind of what I've gathered from yeah. people and what I read on Wikipedia. It was way ahead of its time. It had a really good hand-to-hand combat system, like yeah. a little bit like uh, uh, Sleeping Dogs. That's what um, it reminded me of yeah. um, when I was researching ve- it. It was, it was very well done. I, I never ended up finishing it, but yeah. I think I had it on, like, I think it was uh, original Xbox, and mm-hmm. it was, like, 12 years ago. What I gathered from it, the thing that it made me think, like Corey said, it's ahead of its time where, like, you have such a, maybe not to this level, but you have people that are just super into the Beatles because yeah. they were ahead of their time. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought when I was looking into Shenmue is it's got a super big following of yeah. people that are like, this game was ahead of its time. It mixed a lot of different genres together before anybody else did. Mm-hmm. And graphically, I guess it was supposed to be pretty it, superior. It looked really good. I remember that. So people are really excited for it. Um, I guess, what did you guys think of the Kickstarter thing? I thought that was it was weird, like you said. Right. Um, it, it I don't, but I guess it ended up working for them because they it was funded within twenty four hours, wasn't it? I woke up the next morning and yeah. just for shits and giggles, I wanted to see where it was at, yeah. and it was almost at two million. With the goal was two million, yeah, and it had almost already reached it. Yeah. And I was like, "Holy shit, man! I didn't know this game was like or this series was this so huge. beloved. It's yeah. got a uh, definite cult, cult following, right? Um, yeah. So I I guess." It seems like what they wanted to do was feel out if people actually wanted this. Yeah. 
and they did that through Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and now Sony has announced that they are, they are partnered funding. with them yeah. and they're funding it. Boy, so it's, were they interested? Yeah, so it's probably going to be PS4 exclusive. Uh, PC too. PC, okay. Yeah, if you look on the See, Kickstarter, if you if you well, yeah, it, uh, P- PS4 console exclusive. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you paid like I think it was. It was low. If you paid like thirty bucks, you yeah. got a digital version of either PC or PS4. Yeah. Uh, a physical copy was like forty-five. It wasn't very much. No, I was kind of surprised. A few people donated ten grand. Yeah, I saw that. So you got like a leather jacket and all that. And stuff. a meeting with like, him or something. Oh, that's cool. I yeah, mean, something crazy. I didn't read everything. Out that I was read on through it. Um, yeah. So expect that in a few years. Yeah. I th- hopefully it's. Go- I hope it lives up to every. Just like Final Fantasy VII, I hope it <laughs> lives up to everybody's expectations. Right. Yeah, because that's I- the theme with this Sony press conference. I feel like because everyone was like, "Last Guardian, Final Fantasy Remake, Shenmue Three. This is amazing. Yeah. These are all things that could be fucking amazing or really shit the bed. Yep. All three of them. <laughs> Big chances. That's for sure. Yeah, they swung for the fences. We'll see what happens in a few years. <laughs> uh, after Shenmue Three. They moved on to Batman Arkham Knight, announced some PS4 exclusive Scarecrow missions. I think there was kind of a spoiler in there, so I'm not going to talk about it for people that didn't see it. Uh, Yeah, so I can't really say too much else. But that comes out next week, so who cares? Play it then. Uh, Then they moved on to Project Morpheus for about 30 seconds or so, (laughs) which I was really surprised about. They really didn't say much about it. They showed uh, Eve Valkyrie, something called Godling, and The Deep. And that was Which about it. Kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it all looked cool to me. Again, I think a lot of pe- a lot of them, they're saving stuff for Gamescom. I hope. I got I got that impression from from a lot of them. I mean, yeah. Microsoft, like you said, Microsoft saved three of their biggest game releases uh, for Gamescom. I think that's kind of the E three of the of the East. You know. Yeah, I, I th- it's a, it's a little more evident to me from Microsoft than it is Sony. Yeah. I don't feel like Sony's got a lot more. Sony to doesn't show. have a lot more. Yeah, I really don't. Well, maybe maybe they're saving some of the Morpheus stuff for that point. I hope know? so. The only well, go ahead, Corey. I was just going to say that, and in, in, as we said before, like virtual reality only works so well outside of you wearing it. You yeah, know, yeah. It's it's probably a waste of stage time, really, for them to to spend any length of time talking about it. Right. You maybe know, a, a soft just, release date, something. So isn't it early twenty sixteen? I don't know. I don't think they announced that on stage, but I think it's supposed to come I out. I think they're just 2016. Oculus okay. is quarter uh, one. first or second Q1 or yeah. Q, is it Q, definitely Q1? I'm almost positive it's 2016. Q1. I think Morpheus is just 2016. Okay. okay. Yeah, uh, they did announce one game that they're making for um, Oculus, or I'm sorry, for Morpheus, uh, called Riggs Mech Combat. It's mm-hmm. a mech combat game in VR. Mm-hmm. Could be cool. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. We shall see. Um, then they talked about PlayStation View. I kind of was doing something when they talked about this. I know they started talking about a la carte television. They're going to be the first service to offer that, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with that. I'm still pretty skeptical of that whole thing. Yeah, I, I had no interest in yeah. that stuff. So we'll see what actually happens with that. And then they brought out Call of Duty and announced their new partnership with Call of Duty. Snooze Fest. Big time. Uh, Cod Blops 3 coming out. The one thing I did did want to point out, I thought the UI for the game looked really slick. Yeah, I don't. I I tuned out at that point. Yeah, I can't comment. I thought the UI was really nice, uh, but then I said, "Who cares?" Yeah, it looks like more COD multiplayer to me. Yeah, uh, uh, even maybe with a little more Titanfall. Yeah, they showed a lot more running it, on walls it, and shit. It, it looked a little. It looked Halo-ish to me, like the armor. On it was the, a on mix the of everything, yeah. really. Um, They're place, just all copying each other anymore. Yep. 
so now PlayStation owners will have the map packs first. Uh, first multiplayer beta, beta in August on PS4. Mm-hmm. That guy was really good at Call of Duty. Yeah, he was. Super oh, yeah. Good. yeah I could yeah. never do that. Yeah. Does anybody else think they're late to the party with the Call of Duty partnership? Yeah. I mean... Wasn't it down last year? I think so. I think so. Yeah, Even but it's it's still. down from <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> down from a real lot to just a lot. Maybe you know? I was just hoping that, that they were late to the party. That's what people think about about World of Warcraft too. Like you know, they're talking about World of Warcraft subscriber base being down and uh, yeah, down from ten million to eight Seven. million. <laughs> you know, like it's really I don't know. It's not that much. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still like kind of big for them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Even though it is going down a little. I don't know. So Riz just put in the chat, just back to Shenmue really mm-hmm. quick. They're at over three million on Shenmue three now, and the goal oh, wow. was two million as of what yesterday. Nice, yeah. So it's really a genius move on their part. That whole thing, I think so too. Now, now that it's all kind yeah. of played out, yep. Destructoid actually put an article up saying how he was kind of disgusted. Whoever wrote it was a little disgusted that they did that. Felt like they're kind of using gamers to fund a game, but I mean, the original Shenmue, I think it was, I read, had a seventy million dollar budget. Yeah. Which is huge. That was way back twelve years ago yeah. or whatever. Using gamer like to fund two million dollars of the game. Whether the transaction is before or after, why does it matter? It doesn't. That's what I thought. I, the more I thought about it, Corey, I was like, you know, that was actually really smart of Sony. Yeah, yeah. And uh, another thing too is like, if that's something that gamers want then they're 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 going to pay for it and if it's the type of situation where the the product the the Shenmue 3 wouldn't exist without that yeah. I would rather have them do the kickstarter and make the game did you see the one dude in, the, in be... the crowd no the one dude in the crowd Someone was probably he, losing their mind he was by himself standing up with his hands on his head just like <laughs> like he had just received the best news he was ever going to receive in his yeah. life yeah <laughs> yeah Nice. He's probably one of the guys that dropped ten grand yeah. on it. So no, it's it's kind of the same situation with Bayonetta two. People were upset about Bayonetta two being a Nintendo exclusive, uh-huh. but Bayonetta two wouldn't exist without Nintendo funding the project. So if it's that type of situation, then I would rather someone swoop in, save the project, make the game. You know, I would argue that Sony by doing that and just having Shenmue on their stage actually probably built a little good faith with, with oh fans. i'm sure no doubt as opposed to what he's trying to say that sony was taking advantage of them yeah taking no, their agree. money basically for for development but with the overall budget of what that's going to be two million bucks to drop in the hat yeah yeah so and if you went to one of those people who donated that kickstarter and said hey they just used you those people would be like i don't care i want another shenmue yeah yep. exactly you know yep. so yeah. like what are you trying to prove i love that our cod uh, discussion turned back into shenmue <laughs> Yeah, that so, was great. <laughs> back I would to much the rather talk about that than Call of Duty. <laughs> right, and we never even played it. Well, a little bit. Yeah, a little uh, bit. From there, they went on to a game montage, just kind of recapping a little bit of what they had shown to me. And this is kind of what I was talking about, Dan, with the lack of Gamescom stuff I think they're going to have. This felt like we have nothing else to show you, Yeah. so we're wasting a little time until we get to Uncharted. Yep. Um, so I got that, that impression, too. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. Then they went on to Disney Infinity 3.0 with a focus on Star Wars. Um, Rise Against the Empire playset, I think they said it's exclusive to PS4, that specific playset. I think that's what they said. I kind of... I tuned out. Tuned out a little bit. (laughs) It is coming first to PS4, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of cool if you're into those, uh, what do they call it, Toy to Life, is that what it is? I have no idea. Yeah, whatever. I've Um, never been interested in the Disney Infinity. I'm a Skylanders. Skylanders, I'm a Skylanders. Uh, shill. 
Oh, yeah, we'll get to that, too. Yeah. Uh, then they went on to Star Wars Battlefront, some more of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Missions are going to be playable solo or with friends, co-op, or competitive against friends. So that can be fun. Split screen or online. Uh, they showed, like, waves of enemies coming at you. I thought it was graphically really impressive. Yeah. And I was getting a shitty feed, so I can imagine on a nice feed with mm-hmm. good internet, it probably looked awesome. It did look awesome. Yeah. I can confirm. Good, good, good. I'm excited for Battlefront. Yeah, me so too. So sue me. Uncharted 4. We all, this was another one. Oh, did we forget something? <laughs> yeah. Stroke of brilliance. Yeah. Uh, Uncharted 4. Uh, started out a little rough. I was really nervous there for a second. Yeah. The screen went black and nothing was happening. Na- Nathan froze. Uh-huh. Um, well, before that, though. Oh, okay. The screen was black gotcha. and nothing yeah. was happening. Yeah. Yeah, people started, like, going, woo! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that whole thing, that awkward silence. Yeah. Then the game loaded, and shortly thereafter, uh, they started moving Nathan through a crowd, and it just froze. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, this isn't going to work. That really sucks. Kind of puts a damper on the whole thing. But they reloaded. Everything worked fine. What happened was some, uh, like, an intern or whatever forgot to sync up the PlayStation controller the person was using to play the game. So the oh. controller wasn't wasn't synced to the system. <laughs> that's so what the, it was? So they had to shut it off and restart it so they could sync the controller. I'm happy that's to know that that's what it was. Yeah, that's what well, that's what they said. I don't I don't know, but that's what they said happened. Regardless, I, I saw think that probably is what happened. Another game developer tweeted this. They said, you know, right after all that stuff was going wrong, they were like, you know what? Uh, I respect Naughty Dog yeah. for having the balls pretty much to go out and try to do a live gameplay demo. Yeah. That is not an easy thing to no, do. No, definitely not. Especially when a game is unfinished. And, coming out next and year. And the system is like depending on it yeah you know not yep. necessarily depending on it but like it's their thing that's their thing right now yeah. yeah yeah um as far as the gameplay went i thought the visuals were fucking awesome yeah it looked great it looks fantastic mm-hmm. uh go ahead just I, I the destructible environments were really cool yep um but you're probably gonna get to all that right somewhat okay. uh i didn't think there was a lot to chew over no. Other than the way it looked. Yeah. Uh, it was fast-paced, third-person cover combat. One of the... Th- you remember how when The Division was announced, everybody noticed that the car door shut when the character went past it? Have you guys never heard of that? No. People still talk about this. Okay. It was one of the things that people picked out was the way that the car door shut when he brushed against it. Mm-hmm. He didn't just kind of like go through it. Oh, okay. I noticed the same kind of thing with this game where Nathan... I think it's his dad that he was with. Whoever yeah. he's with, I don't know. I we are admittedly not uncharted, not uncharted. experts yeah, here. Yeah, definitely. Um, whoever he was with in the town during the gunfight, they get into cover along the same line of boxes or whatever it was, and he has to get around the, his partner. Mm. And instead of like awkwardly like kind of cutting through him, he moved like a human would have to do. And granted, an, an agile human, not like myself, <laughs> All right. would have to do like kind of bent over. And it just looked really natural and really good. Yeah. And I don't know why, but that stuck out to me. Um, so I thought that was really impressive. It looks like an act- a high-budget action movie. Yep, uh, definitely. So I'm assuming that if you like Uncharted, you're going to like it. It looks great. I really liked all the all the driving parts, too. That, was, yeah. that seemed really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was impressed by the Uncharted demo. Will? Yeah, I was. I was blown away. Corey? Yep. Good stuff. Even though uh, I probably will never play it, I, yeah. I was impressed. Fair enough. And I, it really cemented for me that I am going to buy the Nathan Drake collection because I do. I want to play through those before I play the fourth. Yeah, at so. least at least experience them a little bit, even if you don't play through them, beat at them. At least the second and third, right? Because I started the first, almost got done, and for whatever reason, never went back to it. Yeah. So, 
And that was Sony. Yeah. What would you guys think overall? There wasn't a lot for me in there. I felt the same way. Yeah. And people, a lot of people I've seen said, said that was, Sony won. Yeah. Whatever that means, people thought the Sony had the best conference. I didn't think so. No, I didn't either. I, I'm not a Final Fantasy guy. Right. I'm not a Shenmue guy. <laughs> I am a Final Fantasy guy, and I still didn't think there was a right. lot there. I, the, 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 for me, they spent too much time on multi-platforms, multi-platform games. Um, Call of Duty didn't interest me. Assassin's Des- Destiny didn't really interest me. Assassin's Creed didn't really interest me. Batman. Even Battlefront, I had already seen it in the EA thing. Like, yeah. I, that, I mean, that didn't... Uh, really, like, the the best thing for that by far was the dinosaur game at the beginning. Horizon. That was awesome. Yeah. That's worth buying a PS4 for. Yeah. Uh, all the rest of the stuff, like... Last Guardian, didn't. I I didn't think the demo was that great. Yeah, see, I thought it looked cool, even. And I yeah. still don't think Sony had a lot, but... So, That's yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I didn't think it was bad by any means, no, no, but I didn't come out of it being like, holy shit. I yeah. think it's just because it blew people's minds. Yeah, I, there, I mean, there were some people who definitely got what they were looking for I mean, people, in that press conference. People were crying because of the Final Fantasy VII thing. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff, though. I thought that, uh, for the most part, Sony, Ubisoft, and Microsoft all had really good press conferences that first day. EA, mm-hmm. as we talked about, was hit and miss. Yeah, <laughs> mostly miss. Yeah. Mostly dull. Yeah. Okay. So that's Sony. Moving on. Nintendo. Corey, take us away with Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo. had their Nintendi. live digital event. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't actually there having a press conference. Uh, I kind of like what they did with the puppets. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. It's that kinda, was very cool. They were like Muppets almost. Yeah. Uh, and it was, uh, if you didn't watch, they made little puppets of Iwata, Miyamoto, and Reggie. And they, it was that was sort of like the through line throughout all their in between all their trailers mm-hmm. and stuff was they showed these two these three guys like doing weird little things they started off by turning them into star fox characters slowly which in, in a silly kind of way yeah. which led us into the trailer the gameplay trailer for the star fox zero game yep uh my initial thoughts were not much jumped out at me no it no. looked crappy yeah i was thinking is this just star fox 64 um, I mean, granted, the graphics were a little bit a little bit better, quality. but in terms of everything we saw, like I, I felt like I was just watching more Star Fox sixty four. Yeah. Um, the big thing, <laughs> I guess, it's a big thing is that you can use the gamepad for aiming. So, the view through the gamepad is the view through the cockpit mm-hmm. in Star Fox Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, what it does is it uses the internal gyroscope to aim. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't. Much. I like the idea of that, and I like that they're still trying to make a practical use for that gamepad. Um, and I think this is a pretty good one. But for me, like a cockpit game that's impactful to me is probably done through VR now. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a good idea, but I just want to play that Eve Valkyrie game or whatever. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. Eve, yeah. Which yep. looks awesome, by the way. Coming to Morpheus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the R-Wing transformation mechanic I thought was pretty cool. The ability to transform your wing on the fly, more or less, into the tank thing or the little helicopter is new or the walker. Yeah. Um, I thought, thought all that was pretty cool. But uh, I don't know. Not not super impressed with Star Fox Zero, although Platinum Games is developing it. Platinum Games, yep. Everything else, apparently. Which they always have really good controls. Which... I don't know if we should talk about this now, but I watched. It was immediately after they finished the their uh, event. They had the treehouse, which they do like all day during E3, and Star Fox looked way better. Yeah, graphically, frame rates, uh, controls. Like you got a sense of the controls. It looked way better on that. I don't know why it looked like crap during the the digital event. 
because I was. But it looked way better on the on the treehouse. Way I, better. Same thing with me. I was really worried once I saw. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. And then when I watched the treehouse, <laughs> I'm like, oh, whew, okay. Yeah, yeah, it looked a lot better. I don't know what what the what the deal was with that, but I'll third that. Yeah. It, it 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 looked like like Corey said it looked like it was just barely improved from Nintendo sixty four uh, on the on the digital event, but once you watch like the like I said the treehouse, it looked like it, a Wii U. It, game. it looked like a Wii U game, and and they said that you know obviously the graphics aren't going to be amazing because they the, they specified that they wanted it to run in sixty frames per second because of the the control scheme. So mm-hmm. um, that that was Platinum Games input. That was what they wanted for it. So, but anyway. I had to throw that tidbit in. It's a good tidbit. It's, I think it's an important distinction to make too. Maybe some, maybe some intern uploaded the wrong video or something. I don't know. It looked, it looked like the the video quality was was just bad, and that's what they used for their for their digital event. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know, what the, maybe, what the weird maybe thing was. Japan's a little different, and they don't look at it the same way we do. You know, maybe. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Uh, then Reggie came out and talked about the theme this this year's E three theme of transformation, mm-hmm. uh, which was was another through line throughout the whole thing because they yeah. had the old Nintendo Mario, and then he'd jump and get the mushroom, and then he'd turn into the character of the next game that they were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we saw the Amiibos, Dan, are coming to Skylanders. Yeah. Superchargers? Yep. Just that one game? Yeah, it's the new the new Skylanders. Uh, that is a big surprise. Yeah. Um, um, I felt like that was tailored just to me. <laughs> it like, was. Like they put that in there just for me. Because I, I want to say maybe on this podcast I said that they should put Mario characters in Skylanders. I don't know if I said that on. I said it to my wife. She she because she remembered me you, talking about it. You've said it. I've heard it. Yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah. I was very very excited to see that. It's going to be Bowser and Donkey Kong right now. Uh. One comes. I think Bowser comes with the Wii version and the 3DS version, and Donkey Kong comes with the Wii U version. So. Magma so Bowser. Yeah. Uh. Really cool. Totally new brand of Bowser. Yeah. No, I was I was I was super excited for that because they're they're both Amiibo and Skylanders too. There's a little yeah. switch on the bottom of the figure that should, I I don't know. Did they explain that during the E3? Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, rotate them or something. Twist I don't the know. Base. Yep, twist the base. That was another thing I watched. Another like hour of during the treehouse. But continue, Corey. It's a great cross promotion. Oh, it's fantastic. Sure. And it definitely speaks to Nintendo's, you know, their theme of transformation with the, yeah. the mobile game thing. This couple other things i can't think of off the top of my head like it's very not nintendo no you know what i mean it was weird a very very exciting weird but yeah but probably very good for them in the long run yeah then we saw zelda triforce heroes a multiplayer dungeon crawler sort of like the four swords adventure was um that's the impression i got anyway yeah and this is for 3ds coming out in fall 2015 (laughs) i don't know no interest i couldn't even get a little excited about it yeah not me neither Zero like interest me, in that. me ten years ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Like it's hard enough getting together with people over the internet and playing. Yeah, you know. Yep. A, a real awesome multiplayer game. I just don't see myself. I'm probably. I don't know. I'm probably just not the person they're targeting for this. No, I'm not either. Didn't didn't do anything for me. Nope. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Legends 
is the 3DS version of Hyrule Warriors. It will include all the DLC from the Wii U version, but will add the Wind Waker characters, and that is coming out first quarter 2016. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, eh, if I'm going to play Hyrule Warriors, I'm just going to play, play it on the, on the Wii, Wii U. U. Yeah, I was actually surprised at how good the graphics looked I was for, for the 3DS version. Same here. Um, but yeah, same with you, Corey. Like, I would just rather play it on the Wii U. It's not going to be a buy for me. Are the Wind Waker characters coming to the Wii U version? I don't think so. I think it's just going to be 3DS. Unless they're going to have another DLC pack. They should. I don't know. Like, well, didn't we we kind of knew about this right before in our preview? Yeah, that was leaked a yep. week or two ago. Yep. Okay, because I remember us saying, and I still feel like we had some issues with the um, the disappearing characters, or I did anyway. The disappearing character, what is that called? There's a word for that. Pop in, pop in, and pop out um, yeah. on the Wii U version, and I can't imagine it's going to be any better on the 3DS version. Right. I mean, they went for a more like if you. If you think of Smash Brothers for the 3DS and the Wii U, it looks kind of like Smash Brothers on the 3DS. Like, you yeah. know, it's got the outlines around the characters. It's a little, like, kind of cel-shaded. It looks yeah. surprisingly good. I thought I thought it looked a lot better. But you're, I think you're right, Corey. Like, they only showed a little bit of the actual gameplay, and there was only, like, a ring, a small ring of character, uh, characters to fight around the the whoever the hero was. Yeah, so, so it's, it's it could it could worse. It, it could be an issue. I never had that problem too badly when I played Hyrule Warriors. There was only some people just aren't bothered by it. Well, I I just didn't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really notice it. So yeah, and but, I mean that's always bothered me in in Dynasty Warriors, right? Oh yeah. So, well, I mean, it's, it's hard to gauge if there's invisible soldiers on the battlefield. Yeah. It's hard to gauge who your next group of victims is. Yep, I so. meant to look this up. I don't know if any of you guys know, but that's is that a new 3ds? required I don't or think so. i don't know yeah i didn't hear one way or the other well the next game i'm going to talk about you can play on the old or the new um i should just say now i'm probably going to trade in my new <laughs> 3ds yeah it's really i mean none of these games really got me very excited and it's not even required for these games so you know right. why did i spend all that money on it just for the thumbstick but i i mean i haven't even picked it up in probably a month yeah as much as I like Monster Hunter, yeah. um, I've just had enough, and I'm going to trade it in so I can be Oculus Ready. I was going to say, you got to say why you're trading it in. <laughs> yeah, Oculus Ready 2016. I'm in. I'm yeah. all in. Oculus. Gonna. I don't know if I should pick up a video card now and, and, and reap the benefits of it for the next six months, yeah, or if I should, should just wait and maybe get a better card for $300. Mm, I don't know. I would mm. buy one now yeah, and enjoy it. Yeah, now. Because if you have a 970, you're you're golden for for the uh, Oculus. Yeah, but maybe by the time it comes out, I could get something else. Yeah, maybe. My vote it's, is wait, Corey. It's always possible. I'm thinking wait. That's fine. Because my my you know my video card now it's not like it. I'm in desperate need of an upgrade. Right. It's it's decent for Ad- now. Adequate. What's the 970 run these days? Uh, about 300. Jesus. Yeah. Tito in the chat votes wait. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning wait. I think so. Nvidia releases their new cards like August or September, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so maybe maybe it is it is. Yeah, and and, and as Tito also brings up in the in the chat room that um, I could get the same card for probably cheaper too After, later yeah. on. So maybe I will wait. Trade in my I'm thinking about trading in my Wii U. I don't know. Crazy. No, that, is that crazy talk? What, I don't even know what to say to you. That Who is crazy you? talk. I don't. Obvious. I only use it for Netflix. That's our MVC from it. last year. 
It's just Oculus. Like I haven't touched it. Will, don't get me started. I don't even care. Just go ahead. Continue. Nintendo. I've heard enough people say how awesome it is that I have to have it. I want to have this discussion another night. Yeah, I don't want to do it now. You wouldn't rather talk about this than Nintendo? No, well, I would, but <laughs> yeah. I got to work in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force. Woohoo! Uh, I wasn't too sure what was going on here. No, so they showed a uh, little clip of this Metroid game. And at the bottom, it said four player co op missions in the Metroid Prime universe. Okay. Big mistake. And then it immediately switched over to Blast Ball. Metroid Prime Blast Ball. Yeah, maybe. Which is a <laughs> three on three sports kind of soccer y battle game where you're. It's Rocket League with mechs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and a good shitty way graphics. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with Rocket League, uh, you're, you're kicking a, you're trying to score a goal, and, and in this game, you're also trying to shoot the other players. Yeah. And the ball. That's how you score. You shoot the ball with your laser. Oh, is that how? Yeah. I don't know why Nintendo thought it would be a good idea to throw Metroid, <laughs> Metroid on this. Your, your Metroid game, they came out, I guess, today and said that uh, not to expect a new Metroid until the next console. Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> Really? Yeah, so uh, Nintendo was numb, m- numb. <laughs> mum mm-hmm. on the whole singer, single player bit, but there was a Kotaku interview that came out today um, that didn't really clear anything up about the game. However, <laughs> they they did say that there was a single player mode, and Samus does make an appearance in the game. Hmm. People were really upset because they didn't even know who the characters were that we were watching in that little gameplay demo. Right? There's a petition uh, for them to change the name. I was just gonna. I'm gonna read the petition. Cause it's pretty good. Uh, and also that in that Kotaku interview, they said that the focus of the story is on the Federation force fighting the space pirates, not Samus Aran. Whatever. Um, so yeah, people were really upset that they just pretty much took the Metroid name and slapped it on this game and called it good. Mm-hmm. And I I can kind of see that. Um, yeah, but I, I see just, it a little I bit. I don't care enough to like, get upset about it. <laughs> That's how I am too. <laughs> No interest uh, I should in also game. say that, yeah, this is not a new 3DS exclusive. You can play it on the older one. But as Will said, there is a petition out to get it canceled. Um, so they set it up a little bit. Metroid Prime Federation Force was announced at the Nintendo Digital event on June 16, 2015. For almost a decade, longtime Nintendo fans have been waiting for a true Metroid game. Metroid is one of Nintendo's most beloved blah, 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 everything they love about it. What we got... However, is a disgrace of a game with the name Metroid slapped on the title. It has no elements at all of what Metroid is about, and it's a disrespectful manner to the old and new fans of the series of showing them that the Metroid franchise is not dead after all. This is not the Metroid we asked Nintendo to make. (laughs) We should let Nintendo know what we really think of the game and make them actually listen to their fans for once. Help us stop this atrocity of a game from bearing the beloved Metroid franchise name and make Nintendo halt production on it. Um, so I don't just for that to that. come out is is kind of crazy. Yeah. But if you look at the the YouTube likes and dislikes, it's ninety percent disliked mm. <laughs> for the trailer of the yeah. game on YouTube. Well, you just yeah. you just wonder who the target audience for that was. I mean, clearly it's it wouldn't be Metroid fans. You had to know that that would, that that this game would upset them. You know? Yeah. Are they trying to uh-huh. bring new people into the Metroid, like like kids into the Metroid uh, universe? Why that's, would they that's, do that? Well, that well, that's not the the game to do it. I wouldn't no, think. You know, no. like 
know. But but like you, Corey, I, I don't care enough. I'm not going to sign a petition to have it canceled. I, I don't care. It's just we're admittedly not Metroid fans or yeah. or inexperienced with Metroid. Yeah, I've played a little bit of Metroid Prime. I played some of the briefly the old Metroid games. It, it was never one of my big franchises. Is, isn't it Travis? One of the listeners Travis, that, yeah. that's a big fan. I'm interested yeah. to hear what he thinks. Yeah. If you could write us in and let yeah. us know what your thoughts were on this. Definitely. I really don't like when people word that make them finally listen to us for once. Yeah. I never like when people say that about other companies. Like, they want to make money. I don't like that either. But yeah. that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of a prick thing to do. As much as I dislike the game too. but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Because it is a bad idea that they it, did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. Terrible. Yeah. But anyway, continue, Corey. And then they showed us a bunch of different trailers. One for the Fire Emblem. Is it going to be Fates now, or is it yeah. Fire Emblem If? Fates. Fates, Fates yeah. It's definitely Fates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw a trailer for that. Not much to go on. Just no. Cinematic. It's unfortunate, because I'm really looking forward to Fire Emblem, and there just wasn't anything there, like... That I I'd almost rather they did already. nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Mass Effect uh, the previous year with EA? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly Just, like just that. don't do anything. Yeah, don't, like don't when when, when don't you announce excited. it, yes, have a some sort of trailer. Yeah. Because it's very exciting. But after you've announced it and then to come with just another trailer, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, also, Corey, you're not talking about the developer stories at all. Oh, I don't care about the developer stories. Why were they in Japanese with no English subtitles? They were English voiceover. Mine didn't have that. Really? What were you watching? The Nintendo Direct thing. Were you I had, using, I had, like, a J- Japanese VPN or something? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I had the voiceovers. Did you? Yeah. What? So I, did, I did, too. Why didn't I? I don't know. Hack source. I was sitting, I was sitting there like, why, like, this is so stupid. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we saw a trailer for that. We saw a trailer for Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, I don't really, still don't really know what that game is. Do it's, you guys have any idea? Shin Megami Tensei X Fire Emblem? Yeah. It's an RPG. I don't know. I, there wasn't enough to go on off of there. There was just it no. was like a fashion show. I was really yep. confused. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested in the title, but I just didn't see what the game was about Wait, watching that, that video. The fashion show was that game. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was an RPG. I zoned out at this point. I yeah. have a fashion show idea. RPG. Uh, I didn't know what was going on, but anyway, uh, continue. <laughs> Finally, uh, something. I got. I could wet my teeth. Wet my teeth on. Yeah. My mixing metaphors. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah. Still looks really awesome, but I, I, we, we, we were talking about it a little bit in our group chat. Um, mm-hmm. How that sort of damning review turned me off to the game a little bit, and I hope it's not as bad as uh, that review that I read. What were What were they saying? They just said it was boring. Yeah. That was, that was, the it was just, like playing an MMO movie. all by yourself. Oh yeah. God. Which I. That sounds like it's up Dan's alley. I've always been a soloer. No, really, for me, like I I think I've talked about it, but the the Witcher, like all the side quests and stuff, are so good. I'm worried I'm not going to be able to do the the kind of busy work that are in these type of games. So, but I think I think the the concept and the combat and the world are going to be interesting enough that I think I'll I'll still I'll still love it. But I am a little more worried about it than I was before. Is it a a day one buy for you? Oh yeah, I'm still going to get Corey. Even if it, gets, it used to be for me, even, but even, no. it, even if it gets sevens, I'm still gonna buy it. Yeah. I'm out. It, it's it's the only reason I still have a Wii U. Oh God, Corey, you're breaking my heart. 
I don't know, man. It's uh, you like video games? Yeah, I'm starting to wonder. Jeff Gerson. I don't. I don't I'm starting to think I don't like video games anymore. Oh my god! I'll just cry. play Hearthstone and then Hearthstone ruined you as a human, didn't it? Try to play other things and just just give like it, up. it. Maybe Dark Souls Three will save you. Maybe I need something to, to Blood, save me. Bloodborne. Giant That's bo- the savior. Giant bombs hiring Corey. <laughs> <laughs> they already have a Cory over there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just fun in your uh, bunions. Uh, Cory, you're no ne- nowhere near as big of a prick as he is. You know what's going to save me? What? Be, be an Oculus ready next year. Oh, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> next week, Oculus Showdown. Yeah. I got I to gotta get somewhere and try it. Yeah. That's what I have to do. You're gonna, just, I've just heard so many people say how unbelievably awesome it is. That yeah, you're going to spend all this money to get like everything for it, and then you're just going to. It's be not going to be that much. Well, you have to get a new video card and whatnot, but then you're just going to get sick and can't use it. So <laughs> then we can have it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Corey, like, definitely get one. <laughs> it's only going to be like between a video card and the well, Oculus, six hundred bucks. You need a new video card anyway. That's a lot. That man. is a lot. You kidding me? It's not that much. It's a month of rent. That's a Xbox One and a PS4. Almost, yeah. I don't care about those. We should keep going with our yeah. Continue on Nintendo. I don't even want to talk about Nintendo anymore. (laughs) Just bummed. Uh, Animal Crossing (laughs) Amiibo Festival. This is embarrassing. (laughs) I the the problem is is I watched this I watched this press conference twice because I I watched almost all of it when it was airing and then I watched it again before we recorded yeah and both times I stopped caring after Xenoblade yeah. and what happened um so if you guys have anything really important to say about these games feel free no just please they, through it because I don't want to hear it there's again one game I want to buy and I'll tell you when you get there yep okay oh, the, yeah there's one for me too. no there's two. For uh, me. Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, another Animal Crossing, and I assume there's a festival of Amiibos yeah. somewhere in that game. Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World yeah. coming out October 16th, 2015. We've seen a lot of that game already. Yep, looks. I good. still think it looks cool, but yeah. I'm I'm in know. on that one. I'm what, gonna buy it what's too. What's the release date again? October 16th. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, Yokai Watch. Did anybody know what was going on with that? Super huge in Japan. I yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get what was going on with it from the from the trailer but i watched the treehouse about it it seems kind of interesting it's it's almost like pokemon but instead of uh pokemon it's they're they're like ghosts that you that you round up and fight like uh based on japanese uh lore i guess Got will's attention um it seems neat and once again that's one that i was like that looks stupid when i watched the thing (laughs) but once you watch the treehouse they always do a better job of explaining everything you know um so i it it seemed interesting it's it's a not a buy for me but i don't know will pokemon it's a little more up will's alley than the rest of us so yeah that's the thing i feel like this this whole digital event just wasn't meant for my no 28 year old western brain right you know yeah uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. That's that, one I that, want to get. That looked cool. Yeah, that's that's a that's a maybe that, for me. That does look cool. It's a mashup of the 3D Mario's and Paper Mario. So it's uh, the Mario Brothers, and then there's a little Paper Mario that works in tandem with them. Mm-hmm. They like invade uh, each other's world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that looks really cool. I yep. think that they could have a lot of fun with that. And I really liked that. Uh, um, 
the uh, the mechanic in the the Link Between Worlds game. Yeah. So if there if it's more of that, like the way they manipulate puzzles and stuff, I think that could be really fun. Mm-hmm. Spring 2016. We're getting a lot of games in the spring. Yeah. I'm gonna be poor. 2016 is already taking shape, kind of. Yeah, it is. A lot yeah. earlier than 2015 took uh-huh. shape last year. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's a yeah. buy for me. It's, uh, the only thing that really stood out, uh, it's more Mario Tennis, but uh, they showed the characters getting extremely large. <laughs> giant <Yeah>. Peach. <laughs> giant Peach, Giant Mario, Monster. whacking the ball back and forth. Monster At one point, man. Giant Mario whacked the ball right into Little Itty Bitty Toad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was funny. Yeah, that'll be a buy for me. Yep. Definitely. In. At first, I was like, oh, yeah, awesome, I'm getting this. But then I thought back to Mario Golf. Yeah. And I was like, that was a really good game, and I had a lot of fun with it, but that only lasted, like, two weeks. And yeah. And I was done with it. See, I have a co-op partner, so I'm in a different situation <sighs> than, that's than true. you. That's me, and the, me, and the, me and the wife are going to play that a lot, no doubt. Crow, when you say things like that, it makes me think, maybe I don't need that either. And now I get depressed. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I I have to... I have to talk myself out of everything, really. I, yeah, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I can't talk myself out of is Oculus Rift. The Oculus Reading. <laughs> Super Mario Maker. Uh, yeah, this is actually another thing that I'm very interested in. I'm, I'm going to have a hard time not getting Mario Maker. This, for me, uh, I feel obligated as a Wii U owner to get this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a good celebration of the 30th anniversary of of Mario. And you know um, people I, are going to make some awesome shit. Yeah. Apparently they had some of the developers made a bunch of new levels for the Nintendo World Championships. Yes. That was the final uh final fight if you will or whatever. Did you guys watch? No, I no. forgot. Uh, I, I wanted busy. to watch before this, but I didn't have time. I heard they were awesome. Yeah. So yep. That's good. Uh, they showed the 8-bit Mario Amiibo, which will make your Mario in-game larger. Looks awesome. A little incentive there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and the, awesome. the Amiibo itself looks really cool. Corey, forgot- you didn't touch on the Yoshi Woolly World Amiibos. Yeah, yeah, those are awesome. Were Those those were actually Amiibos? Yeah, yeah. they're made of yarn I, or something. I tuned out as soon as I saw the yarn. and Yeah, no. The I, woman I, started talking, and I was just like... Uh, I said I had to get one of those or I'll murder somebody. Yeah, they're pretty, I'm, I'm going to nice. get one of those. Even though I'm not into the whole Amiibo thing, I just want a Yoshi, a Wooly Yoshi. If I had amiibo. more money, I would be an Amiibo collector. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably would, too, because it's Mario. Just I mean, I would have a million more Skylanders, too. Yeah. There's 300 Skylanders, and I only have, like, maybe 30. So that's not enough. I would I would buy. I would have a problem if, if, oh, I, had, if I had money. Definitely for that stuff. I love it. But anyway, I did want to see more of Mario Maker, though. Yeah. Uh, the way they talked about it, it was it was more like developer background and yeah. stuff like that, well, and with just little the, snippets of video. The problem is that the, they've shown all that stuff on their Nintendo Directs and on their Treehouse channel. So sure, sure. That, that's definitely. why they only briefly covered it during the E3. But like yeah. a lot of a lot more people probably tuned in for the E3 than they normally would for the Nintendo Direct. So. I don't yeah. know if it was the official box art that I saw, but I saw a box art for this. It's pr- maybe the nicest box art I've ever seen. Nice. It's just so nice looking. I hope it's the official one. Yeah. Out September 11th, 2015. Yeah, that's a buy, too. Weird date for that. One good date. I have date. a little respect. <laughs> yeah. 
Nintendo uh, again, doesn't respect anybody, including their fans, clearly. <laughs> again, not meant for our uh, 28-year-old Western brain. Mario? What? Mario Maker? Uh, I was making a joke. Oh. 2000, or 9-11. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Was that it? Near. Near? Huh? Near. What about near? Corey, what are you the talking last about? One. The that, near, the near project, guys. That's a Squeenix game. That, yeah, that's not Nintendo. They didn't. They didn't. Nintendo show it. No. No, Squeenix did. Why do I have that in my Nintendo? Because you know. crazy. Oh, I know what happened. Oh, I left out the. Uh, well, I guess that's it. You screwed up. That's that, it. That was the the closing. That was my reaction too when I was done watching the Nintendo. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's it. Presentation. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. And I artificially inserted a game that wasn't. There, wishful <laughs> thinking. Make it better. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, very let down by Nintendo this I, year. I thought it was the worst conference. Yeah, see, I w- I I thought EA was the worst for me. There was r- almost nothing in the EA one. I at least had the Skylanders thing that I was excited about. I told um, Eric, and then the Mario Tennis reveal was was a good thing for me, but because it gives me hope for Strikers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also told Eric the the Smash Direct was better. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The day before. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'll, that's that's part of the problem here is is they do an, a direct like once a month where they show off their new stuff. So, I mean, I think that I, I that all factors into it. I guess I would say either save some stuff next time or yeah. just don't do it. Yeah, they could have gotten away with probably not doing one and just doing treehouse yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Because I really that that's really for me what what Nintendo does best in their in their cuz all the games that they showed, they had uh, you know they would have the developers on talking about the game and playing the game and yeah. like i said that that uh that yokuni watch game yokai yokai, yokai watch uh that was one that i thought looked stupid during the during the d- the direct but uh seeing the actual game played and like the mechanics explained and the the background explained i was like mm-hmm. oh that's kind that's kind of cool um so i don't know but i did watch I had Treehouse on most of the day yesterday and today and was watching the Nintendo stuff. Yeah. They really do a good job with that. I, so. I was going to say, because, like, every conference goes over games so fast, and then Nintendo actually, like, breaks them down later yeah. and talks about them. None of the other ones really do. Yeah, very so. much anyway. Yeah, which so. is, it's nice to see that, at least. Yeah. I wish I was a little more interested in what they had to yeah. listen to that. Yeah, they. I mean, they didn't. they didn't have much. There was three or four games in there that I was interested in. Even the games um, I want to buy out of it, I'm not, like, clamoring for. Right. Yeah, they didn't really have a big... I mean, I think Mario Maker was their big yeah. thing this year. And um, I'm fine with that, yeah. but... I don't know. Yeah. I watched uh, the um, Skylanders thing during Treehouse, which was cool, because uh, Vicarious Visions is in Albany, too, mm-hmm. um, who does the Skylanders games, uh, which is kind of weird to think about. I applied for a job there. Did you? Yeah. Huh. Um, I, th- I thought that was kind of neat. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they had they brought in, like, a, the, the, the prototypes that they had for all the characters. Uh, it was just a 3D printed, like, amiibo figure as they were trying to figure out. Uh, and then they had, like, footage of when they were trying to figure out the movesets for, for Bowser and, and, and Donkey Kong and, and see how that was going to fit into the universe. And it was, it was kind of cool to see like conceptually, like how, what they, what they were going they, through when they were trying to figure out how yeah. to fit Bowser and, and Donkey Kong into Skylanders. It was really cool. Yeah. 
but that's that was me just nerding out over Skylanders. I'm really excited for this year's Skylanders, by the way. Uh, Jeff Gersman's excited for it. Is he? Yeah. Weird. That's really weird to hear that. <laughs> Out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so that was it for Nintendo. Nintendo was was very disappointing. I was I was not happy with it, but what can you do? Yeah. Will Squeenix. Square Enix. So I'm going to do this sort of quickly. Yeah, I'm going to go through mine quickly. Too. Uh, Just Cause is coming December 1st, uh, and the big thing... Just Cause 3, by the way. Yeah. And one of the big things with it is that the main character has unlimited C4, so you can have a lot of explosions yeah. going on. This game looks awesome. Sure um, does. They Dude, had a, Just Cause 2 was really, really good. Well, they said that people did still play this and mod it and stuff like yeah. that, so they're going to support it like they even better than they did with 1 and 2. Um, so then after that, Yusuke Yus- Saito is working with Platinum Games on the new Nier game. Nier is a franchise I don't know anything about, but the way people were talking about it, that they said that they're glad that he's working with an actual talented team to Pla- make a Nier to make a Nier game because they said the storyline has always been amazing for these games. It's just like the bad gameplay. Just yeah, and that's Platinum's that that's their thing is is unique and good solid gameplay. Yeah. So in the little totally tr- little trailer they showed, I was kind of like, oh, this looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So I'm definitely interested in that. Yeah. I missed that part. Well, I took a little bit of notes from that from when it was in the Nintendo conference, if you want me to read them. <laughs> yeah, can you read what you wrote? <laughs> Players assume the role of the unyielding protagonist, Nier, resolute in his quest to discover a cure for his daughter, who is infected with the Black Scrawl virus. Mm-hmm. Nintendo nailed it. It's an action RPG, yeah. uh, and is a continuation of the game world in the first game, but isn't a continuation of the story. However, there will be some returning characters. Is this a tw- uh, was this a 2016? I don't remember. Mm, I don't think there was any date attached. Yeah. Okay. I think it's very early on in development, like a year maybe. Okay, so we got some time for that one. Uh, and then they showed Lorecraft Go headed to the mobile and tablet soon. I tuned out after this one. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime they start talking about mobile, I just shut down. I don't want to hear it. Hitman Go it. was a good, a good hit, apparently. I, I, and it, it doesn't even matter if it was good or not. Like, I hear the word mobile, and I'm just like, nope. Well, no, thank you. And then they went on to troll Kingdom of Hearts fans. <laughs> That's right. I tuned by, back in at this point. By was showing <laughs> Kingdom Dude, Hearts mobile. I was like, oh, Kingdom Hearts, people are going to be psyched. Taking part in misery. Yeah. So it's just then, like, why? And then they went on to show Kingdom Hearts 3 gameplay, yeah. and you heard the Japanese dude who was talking about was whacking, wa- walking back up on stage, and somebody screamed, I love you, or thank yeah. you, or something, and he bowed. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was a, that was a nice moment. It, yeah, I like those type of moments. But, yeah. uh, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3 looks pretty awesome. I'm really interested in it. Yeah. I think that was 2016, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yes, uh, right. winter. Winter. Because I remember seeing it, I'm like, how awesome would it be if it was like, 2015? No. There's no room for it. <laughs> no, there isn't. That's just one of the games that I really wanted to see. Uh, and then they talked about the Final Fantasy VII remake. They said coming spring of 2016. I don't believe no that way. at all. Not a fucking chance. No, because they just started it. I don't believe it. Did they really say that? That's what I saw. Wow. Unless they got it mixed up, they were talking about something else. And Maybe. I looked at I, my phone, and I was just looked back up, and I saw that and Maybe. wrote it. Because I didn't hear that anywhere else. I, I, well, I have that from the Destructoid article mm. from it. Maybe. It was when I took the notes, so I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and then World of Final Fantasy. 
completely new universe than other Final Fantasy games. Games where small children can play with your family. Simple but deep experience. That whole shtick. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe it'll Not be cool. I don't know. Uh, and then they showed off more Hitman coming December 8th, as I said. Uh, and it talks about the open-ended gameplay in the world and stuff like that. And you can be doing levels in Paris, Italy, so on and so forth. And they said they're going to support the community with the contracts that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. But having, you only have so long to do them and whatnot. And yeah. like they can get away, and then you might not be able to get them ever again, stuff like that. And they showed off uh, that one dude who worked like with that that fashion company or whatever but like really he was like a european money dude who was shutting stuff down yeah and like showed the multiple ways you can go in and kill him mm-hmm. it's pretty cool uh then they show off star ocean integrity and faithlessness which is the longest title for a game mm-hmm. uh ps4 only coming out in japan this year and then north america and europe of 2016 they showed off a little gameplay um they said they're going for 60 frames per second uh 1080p the Square Enix, basically the gist of it was the reason why I bought a PS4 was for these Japanese role-playing games. Yeah. This, this press conference pretty much like gave me that yep. a little bit, which is why I kind of really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they showed the Final Fantasy Portal app, which provides any information related to Final Fantasy. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they showed Deus, uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, announced a quarter one release date for 2016. Mm. Talked about the story a little bit. Basically what happened is after the events of um, Deus Ex Human Revolution, that when he took down like the augmentations or whatnot, like they started, the augmented humans started attacking normal humans, and they ended up being separated between the two, and they're in their own, like ecosystem sort of thing and then from there like the augmented humans are like hated by people right. and you know treated poorly and then They're, they get put into ghettos exactly and everybody like scoffs at them sort of <laughs> mm-hmm. and then adam jensen is working with uh interpol agent group 27 or something like that and he's also working with he's a double agent with a hacker group and they're trying to bring down the illuminati basically mm-hmm. is the gist of the story Cannot wait for this game. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, they didn't show off any gameplay, unfortunately. Yeah. But they said that they were showing it on the floor, which, once again, like, why wouldn't you just show right. something? Yeah, because most of the people that are watching are not there. No. There's only, like, 50,000 people or something that go, and millions of watch on the nets. Especially for one of their bigger games, like, right. why? whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then they announced a new project to end the game, or their conference, um... The company is uh, Tokyo RPG Factory. This is a brand new uh, development company working on Project Setsuna. Don't know anything about it. They show off some stills. It looks very, very nice artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, we don't know anything. They said it's very early in development. Okay. Uh, as I said, a lot of the stuff for Square Enix was very early in development, it seemed like, but it's a lot of the JRPG stuff that I've wanted from Sony. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of was excited for that one, and a lot of people thought it was mad, but I kind of really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was mad, but there wasn't a lot there for me. So, mm-hmm. Corey, thoughts? Um, no, no. Eric, thoughts? Nothing for me, really. Nothing. Okay, just cause I'm gonna get right, right, right. Yeah, that looks looks great. Right. Uh, uh, fancy. Yes. Yeah. When it. If and when it comes out, <laughs> not the, comes not out. the silly world one though. Yeah, the seven, the seven yeah. remake. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, Dex. Yeah, that's it. PC gaming. 
Uh, this is the first ever PC gaming centric conference at E3. It was run by AMD and PC Gamer Magazine. It was hosted by Sean Plot, who I knew nothing about, but I really liked the dude. I thought he was a great host. Uh, he's a former Star- StarCraft pro player and esports commentator. Uh, apparently, now he's into game design too. So, oh wow. Uh, it was over two hours, so I'm going to heavily summarize some of the announcements that were made and not, not talk about everything that was on there. Uh, one of the early ones, Rising Storm 2, was announced and will take place during the Vietnam War. Really uh, cult following for Rising Storm 2 uh, shooters. So they, people people were psyched about that. Uh, Phil Spencer from Xbox came on the stage, announced that Killer Instinct is coming to PC um, with cross-platform multiplayer uh, with the Xbox X, uh, Xbox One. Uh, they also talked about Fable Legends and Gigantic, which are also coming to PC with cross-platform multiplayer, which is also awesome. We yeah. didn't see any Fable Legends in the Microsoft press conference, did we? We did. I missed, they they just glossed over yeah, it. Yeah, there wasn't I, uh, a lot about it. I didn't even put it in because it was just like 15 seconds. Yeah, they, and it was kind of the same thing on the PC gaming. They just showed some uh, some nice-looking cinematics from it. They didn't really... They, it, it was this. I should say this was a little more less formal, too. Like It was like a like a night talk show like sat down at a desk and talked with the developers on a couch next to him which was kind of cool um i i, I kind of like the format um a lot of times you know, they would talk to the developers and put the game on the screen as they were talking about well, like what was going on mm-hmm. uh which is cool which like like i said was what i like about uh nintendo's treehouse stuff so uh and then they announced gears one remake will be coming to the pc which is very exciting. Uh, they were asked about the the developer was asked about Gears Four, and he said he had nothing to comment on it at this time. So that makes me hope Gears Four comes to uh, PC too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we shall see. Pillars of Eternity is getting a two part expansion with the first part uh, called the White March. Don't know when the when that's coming out. Uh, Obsidian was there as well as the CEO of Paradox, uh, and they were both kind of talking about the Pillars of Eternity project. So. Fergus Erkenhart. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were a couple of cool dudes. Like I, I wouldn't mind like sitting down and having some brews and talking about like old RPGs with them. That seemed like that type of person, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a huge Paradox fan. I love love their games. So, uh, and then Elite Dangerous developer uh, Frontier announced Planet Coaster, which is a theme park building sim. Yeah. Uh, this was one that had like a 20 second pause, Corey. That we we said we felt bad for the it was the CEO I think of Frontier. He forgot his line. I don't know if he forgot his line or he had a brain fart or maybe he had some gas or something. But he paused for like twenty seconds. A mini was, stroke. It, it was kind of awkward. It might have been a mini stroke. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but then you know they got on with it and and made their announcement. I felt real bad for him. I like, did too. I wanted I wanted to buy his game immediately. Yeah, I mean, it looks awesome. <laughs> it does look pretty cool. I'm it's it's going to be this. a roller coaster tycoon kind of type of game. So um, definitely interested. Definitely interested. I hate public speaking so much that I feel for anybody. That's who how. Runs that's into how that. I thought. I said I wouldn't be able to do that unless I was pissed drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I would have to be to get on stage. So uh, next, Arena Net. Arena Net came on to talk about some of the Guildhall features coming to Guild Wars Two and announced that it is available to pre-purchase at that moment. So. Oh man, I mean, am I excited? Any um, release date? No, no release date. But I'm gonna guess it's gonna come out on the two year anniversary. Okay, so makes sense. I think it's August is when it came out. So I I don't know for sure, but that's that's just uh, my thoughts. Uh, but yeah, they 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 only talked about the Guild Hall features coming to Guild Wars Two, which all seemed awesome. I spe- 
especially liked the guild hall uh, arenas. You can put an arena in your guild hall and duke it out with your guild mates or invite other guilds to have team battles and stuff. Um, fantastic. Can't wait to kick your guys' asses in our guild arena. Please, Dan. My neck, <laughs> my level 40 can take your 80, whatever. you got to level up your character to 80. You're going to be way behind. I, I'm going to get to it. I definitely yeah. want to because I want to go to the new like zones and stuff like yep. that. Leveling's fast in that game, too. Yeah. If you put in a good week or so, you could probably get yourself to 80. It's pretty quick. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, and then Bohemia, Bohemia Interactive announced a new expansion for Arma 3 called Tanoa which will feature a landmass inspired by jungle island chains from the South Pacific. Um, Arma 3. Popular stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then AMD announced new dual GPU graphics cards. I didn't really understand what was going on. Uh, I was kind of confused by this whole part. Um, but they're they're putting two graphics processing units in, in, their graphics, in, in a graphics card. So they were just kind of announcing that. I didn't get that when I was watching it. Um, but I figured it out later. But a part of it is I'm not as familiar with AMD hardware, so um, I'm more of an NVIDIA guy. Sorry to any AMD fans we have out there. But Damn, that's against the spirit A lot of, of people conference. were really annoyed by that whole bit. Yeah, it didn't bother me. I was just kind of confused by it. I actually liked it better when the, when the guy earlier in the show came out and talked about uh, – because they talked about DirectX 12, and I was really interested in that because he talked about uh, specifically CPU bottlenecks. Because yeah. the DirectX 11 and previous, uh, there was a lot of bottlenecking on CPUs because they they couldn't utilize all four cores in a, in a processor. Like they, that, one would be doing all the work, and the others would be just sitting around like waiting for orders. And they, you know, the the DirectX 12 is going to unlock that and unlock all the potential in the in the processing specifically. So I was really interested in that being a you know a tech tech guy. So yeah, I thought that was well. A lot the thing about the AMD thing is like it was their show. Complain that it was like too commercial and it's like well what do you think the press conferences for microsoft and sony are like it's yeah. one long commercial for their for thing. their stuff yeah uh amd just took five minutes out of a two hour long gaming filled press conference to talk about their thing yeah because they paid for it yeah you know, i had ha- slack i had no issue with what they were doing and it, it never crossed my mind that this is horrible like how could amd a- yeah. advertise their products on their own show you know i that yeah. never never crossed my mind didn't, didn't bother me at all they also had like a small form factor gaming computer with the dual graphics processing thing in it which seemed cool what was up with that it's just a little computer with their dual graphics card in it um yeah. they were i guess playable at on the show at, at some point so i think i think the issue is they could have done this better probably um, and, and I mean, it's tough for AMD because it does really feel like they're falling behind. Um, I guess like what I would have tried to have done would have been gotten, gotten developers to come to some sort of agreement where marketing speech could be like better on AMD, you know, and just list a few of those games that are better on AMD. Yeah. Then there's um, a few throughout the press conference, although at least build some sort of, yeah, usually when that happens, though, it's not better on the system it's supposed to be better for. And that's fine. Like, it's just marketing. <laughs> yeah, just saying it. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that really really didn't bother me. I, I didn't get the hate that people had for it. But, I mean, you know people. I mean, come on. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, and then moving on, DayZ beta, likely beginning later this year. They're also going to add single-player support. Yes. Wait. <laughs> it's not in beta. Oh, it's in alpha. It's in alpha it? still, yeah. Single player Daisy, huh? Yep. 
Um, what the, what they said is people wanted that because they wanted to simulate like being the sole survivor in a zombie apocalypse. What it, what what would it be like to play that game? Okay, as the sole survivor, like uh, I am Legend type of thing. You know, I get yeah. that. Yeah, so that sounds terrible to me. I see. I, I like that better um, than you just spawning and someone shooting you in the face. Yeah, but that's kind of what that game is. Well, not 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 Daisy. H1Z1 is like that. DayZ is a different game. I, I see, f- like I, I like I said, I, I I find that more interesting. Like, I feel like all the interesting stuff that's coming out of DayZ is people fucking with other people. Well, I mean, for me, it would be like scra- you know, scrounging for supply. Like, I, I, I how fun? How long is that fun? It, scrounging I mean, for cans. I mean, it well, wouldn't be fun for very long. There's but that, def- definitely that, no harm in having both. It's it's game. just that that fantasy of being the sole survivor in a zombie apocalypse. Like that's that's what it's for. Know. And he also said if you if you don't have an internet connection. Like you can still play Daisy, you know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it would. Would there like would the gameplay change up a little bit? Like would there be some more like objectives that you'd be trying to work towards rather than? I don't know, but they, if, if you're just existing in this world, I don't know how much you can do with it. I've never played it. Yeah, I'm just saying that I thought that was that was cool, and I'm more likely to to try it out uh, because I can play it for single play and maybe even get a feel for the game before I just jump right in it and get shot by someone yeah. without knowing what's going on you know and get your hatchet stolen uh and then there's going to be extensive support for modding too so they're adding that into it um so mods to your heart's content so it's finally starting to come together a little bit. yeah well i mean they they brought on dean hall and and they talked about that a little bit and what happened was when he was initially making the mod he's like i made the mod for 50 people i thought 50 people would download and play it it just blew up immediately and so what happens is you start you start getting, um, uh, you know you start it's the feature creep type of thing. You start yeah. wanting to add more and make it bigger and bigger, and you realize you don't you just don't have the knowledge of doing something like that. So what he did was he sold it to Bohemia, so they could finish it, and that's why he's moving on to Ion. Oh, which when he talked about okay. it, I was like, okay, he doesn't okay. seem like such an asswipe now. So it's just rust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just he what he wasn't prepared for the popularity that. That the Daisy mod turned out to be okay. You know? Yeah, okay. He's not mm-hmm. a bad guy then. No, it just it, it blew up on him, and he didn't didn't know what to do. So he <laughs> he sold it to Bohemia because they have a team of developers that are are now working on. Yeah, it. Yeah, who so, know what they're doing and yes, everything. So yeah, and his we should develop a game. <laughs> no, <laughs> podcast podcaster simulator. <laughs> podcast simulator. Podcast yeah. legend. And yeah, the, so. all you have to do is get your laptop to work. Yeah. It's just a troubleshooting uh, sim. It's, yeah, <laughs> trying to figure out technical kinks and whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he talked a little bit about his new game Ion. It's it's seems seems neat. It's like it, he he compared it to like Elite Dangerous, but it's more focused on what happens inside the space stations mm-hmm. instead of the space battles and stuff. Okay, so I was like, that sounds kind of cool. Uh, so there's that. The they talked about Take on Mars, which is also Arma Two or Arma Three mod. Uh, where you are, like, building and living in a space station, either on Mars or the moon or even maybe, like, floating in space. Um, That's getting a beta this summer. Uh, That seems awesome. Um, Really, really, really cool. I was talking to Corey about that briefly last night before he went to bed, right? Yes, sir. Um, And then, moving on, Blizzard, towards the end, they announced the HOTS expansion, the battle 
I don't remember what it's called exactly. They had a name for it. But mm. they're adding a new map. They're adding King the Oric as it, a playable character. Eternal Conflict. Eternal Conflict. Yep, that's what it is. Uh, and them talking about King the Oric sounds like a really interesting character. Yeah, Did you, you hear any of this, Eric? No. Me. Oh, okay. So what what happens is when King Leoric dies, he doesn't go back to the spawn point. He turns into a wraith, and as a wraith, he can screw with the other team. He can use all of his AOE abilities. He can't do damage, but he can slow people down and stun people. Uh, and then when he's his timer is up, he just pops right back into the battlefield where his wraith is. I'm going to fucking hate that. <laughs> Does, but that sounds cool, it doesn't it? Sounds, oh, it sounds so cool. like cheating. I don't know. Well, you never know how they're going to balance it out. Yeah. I'm going to be super annoyed until they fix it. <laughs> but they also announced the monk. Yeah, they they kind of announced monk. They didn't really talk about him, but he's just going to be a Diablo support character. They also said that when he, the start of each match, he can choose a, his passive, and he has three yeah. different passives. Yeah. And I kind of like that they're doing this with these characters and spice up the, the character pool that they have. Yeah, yeah. And also, if you watch the trailer... I don't, I don't know, like, I feel like Blizzard's very deliberate in what they place in their trailers and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, the opening cinematic pans through the characters, and it's the Butcher, Leoric, um, the Monk, and then the two angels, Ariel and Imperius. So people are like, those are probably the next, the next characters. Next yeah, because it's going to be the next few months is going to be all about Diablo stuff added to the game. So, which gets me excited because Ariel is the most my most wanted hero right. in the game. So that yeah. made me really happy to see that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, the game keeps getting better. Well, yeah, and that's like my favorite thing about Heroes of the Storm is just those like otherwise game-breaking characters and stuff like blizzard just always finds a way to balance it and and put these differentiators in there that are unlike anything else in the game and it, and it just works yeah. and it's fun yeah yeah they brought up um brightwing and who's that character that turns into the hat abathur oh, abathur they brought up those like weird characters that you wouldn't see in another moba yeah. when they're talking about king the arc with his unique uh his unique abilities yeah. or whatever especially when he dies um so yeah because it doesn't look like he does damage really he seems Uh, more like a is he a tank uh, yeah he seems he's a warrior because i noticed like his ultimates he had one attack ultimate and one was like a put he put him was like like a a pen yeah put him in like a graveyard pen you could put in front of people and and trap them in there yeah like zombies kind of yeah zombie wall yeah so who knows i don't know what his normal abilities are for him to yeah do that he might only have a auto attack and like stuns and slows yeah, I'm not sure. Who knows? Like uh, Johanna. But they're but they're also adding the treasure goblin from Diablo, which uh, comes out before the match, and if you kill it, you get a few extra gold for your yes. for your. That's kind of cool. <laughs> it is cool. They put it in there, I think, partially to people who AFK in the beginning of the match. Oh, to make them pay attention. So that's just for that map, the yeah, Diablo map. All, all I think it's all of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Wait, so what do you do with coins? In oh, coins for your actual character yeah like for your, your account yeah. Profile. Yeah. oh even better yeah that's awesome that's awesome little little thing that they added every time i Love see that. stuff with this game i just think it keeps getting better and better uh and then starcraft 2 they talked about a little bit legacy of the void prologue missions are going to be free to download for everyone so watch the cinematic the cinematic was really freaking good but yeah. Blizzard always does good cinematics. Because, so. like, as much as I like the World of Warcraft ones, like, they're cool, but whatever. The Diablo ones are pretty cool, but for whatever reason, the StarCraft, Protoss ones, I just find way, yeah. way cooler. Yeah. 
definitely. I want to know how they got how Blizzard got Andrew WK to speak. <laughs> it did look like Andrew WK. Oh, I thought they really did. I was like, oh, sweet. What was he up to? <laughs> no, he, he was a dead ringer. Was he? If he went up on stage during an Andrew WK take Andrew WK concert, no one would know. No, 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 it wasn't him. Actually, that guy's hair was a little thicker than Andrew WK's. His hair was, was and, uh, is thinner and more greasy. And Square Enix got Ryan Gosling, which was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrity lookalikes. Uh, and then last from the PC Gaming Conference, Sean Murray from Hello Games confirms No Man's Sky for PC. It, they, there was never a confirmation. It was always alluded to that it would be on PC. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it was just PS4 at that point. He said it probably coming to PC, but this is the confirmation. Release date's going to be announced soon. He said he wanted to announce it at E3, but just you know stuff happens and it didn't happen. Uh, it will have a simultaneous simultaneous PC PS4 release date. So. He promised release date very soon, though. Yeah, so. so that's that's good. At least we know we can p- factor it into our our game purchases when when Snowman Sky is going to come out. So, yeah. Could I it. slip some breaking news into here? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, breaking news: Listener Idaho Jake sent us an invite to Tom Clancy's The Division. Oh, really? What's this now? Jake. The beta. That's fantastic for Xbox. Mm, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. Jakey slippery devil. Yeah, I was just <laughs> well done. Looks um, like PS4 or Xbox. What a guy. Cool. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's um, should we, we should probably get a move on. We should uh talk about what we played, but just Blizzard or Blizzard, yeah, Fallout Shelter. Yeah, just Blizzard. Just Fallout <laughs> Shelter. <laughs> That'd be a quick segment. We'll just talk about Fallout Shelter and then do feedback and call it an episode probably super quickly because it's late uh it's and we're also going on four hours for this episode and i gotta work soon yeah Yeah, i gotta get up four (laughs) so you guys you guys downloaded uh you guys downloaded fall Fall shelter Shelter. yeah let's hear about it Corey, i was really hoping dan had played it i didn't play it too um it's it's not coming out for android for a while i was gonna take my son's ipad but um he gets he gets defensive over his iPad. So well, let me tell you <laughs> something about iPad, Dan. I play it on iPad Mini, and it crashes constantly. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's it's uh, poorly optimized for the iPad Mini. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, this thing is this tablet's really powerful, so it should be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, when it when it comes out on Android. Why did uh, you want me to play? I it? I hoped Dan played it because you seemed a little excited for it. Uh huh. And I I just uh, since we're running short of time, I'll just. Yeah. quickly say that it's 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 a mobile game with okay. a fallout skin on it um it's a it's fine yeah uh, if i'm gonna play one of these types of tiny tower mega mall story build your own whatever games it would probably be this one because it happens to be fallout but yeah. it is just a mobile, a mobile game. game i i think my excitement for it was was partly because it was announced like oh it's for available da- available for download now like and i'm and gonna try the whole it. thing with and that's the whole thing with Todd Howard is he's yeah. such a good salesman. Oh, yeah. And uh, actually, I think Jake in the chat sent us a message saying that it's like the most popular or number one grossing app Yeah. now. Yeah, which is great. It's crazy. Knock freaking Candy Crush Saga off its freaking high well, horse. Well, Dan, Candy Crush Saga is going to do King uh, Shelter Quest or something like that. Oh, yeah, they'll find a way to copy so, it. In development now. No original ideas in that studio. Okay. What were you guys' but thoughts it, on? I like it. I think it's fine. I like it when it's not crashing on right, me. Right, right. It's fun. I like how your your uh, dwellers can have babies. 
Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Did you try it on your phone? Not yet. Not yet. No, I haven't yet. Um, it's it's a lot like Tiny Town where you need to place people in the the perfect job for them. Right. Okay. Based on their abilities. It's just nice that, like, when you build something, it just happens instantly. You don't have to wait a day and a half for something to finish upgrading. Gotcha. The thing I feel like I've been waiting for is more fucking people to come to my vault. (laughs) Gotta build a radio station. You need people to do that, though, right? You just gotta make babies until then. If it was or spend nine ninety nine and get a bunch of lunch boxes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the not for me, but I could see where people would be tempted to do that. There still is room for people to be impatient and buy things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that's mobile. the coolest thing for me in that game uh, is the ability to send your dwellers out, and they go out into the wasteland, and you can read their narrative like what they're doing like today i stumbled on a rad scorpion nest yeah. stuff like that, that that's my that's awesome. part and equip them with with gear before they go out and they come back and bring stuff back right. or um in my case die yep <laughs> i didn't feel like i could send it i only sent one guy out because i didn't feel like i had enough people to run stuff yeah in my vault it's slow it's slow going not at first and then they get you hooked and then once you've gone through all of your uh, bonus XP shit where you were in lunch boxes. Once that stops, it's real slow going. Then you want to buy the. Well, buy I the, don't. Right. I know but, better than that. But but people do. Yeah. People would. I only do things like that in Heroes of the Storm. Gotcha. Yeah, it's more. It's more significant. Like of tomorrow a game. is payday. There's a Diablo skin I need uh, to buy. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I bought the Hearthstone, one of the character. Things, skins. skins. Mm. I generally have no problem with that, though. If you, if you like a game and want to support the developers, I've spent money on uh, Guild Wars 2 gems yeah. Yeah. that I use for some for skins, some for XP boosts and stuff, Yeah, especially yeah. when cra- crafting boosts. There's no harm in it. No. If you like the game and like the developer, it's an easy way to support them. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So I like Fallout Shelter, though. Yeah. If yeah, you're into mobile games, like if you played Tiny Tower and liked it, and you you probably like this. Right. It's decent. And they can have babies, and that's fun. And yeah. you can name the babies. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. Yeah, you can't name them. <laughs> okay. Uh, feedback. Do you want to start with Tito's feedback? Since it's mostly like uh Yeah, Jake had one too. Okay. All right, let's see. From Tito in L.A. Let's see. What impressed you most about E3? Was that part of question of the week? Yes. Okay, never mind. Uh, so let's see. You can, uh, we do, can just do you want me to just do it? All right. Yeah. Question of the week answers. What do you want to see in Fallout 4? Um, I think this was from the previous week. Yeah, that was from the previous week. He said, no more close-up creepy soulless stares from NPCs when talking to them. Uh, better animation when characters move. Uh, that always bothered me about Fallout 3. Yeah, it the kind wooden. Yeah, it wouldn't allow move. me to get into the game, and that stuff is important to me. Yeah, I can see that. Did it look like he's going to get his wish? It looks better. Yeah. It's always jank to open world games. Yeah. Uh, what impressed you most about E3? Overall, I didn't follow much of the news, only quick headlines and announcements and video premieres. Because of that, it gave me no expectations, what, expectations which was a good thing. If I were to pick one thing, I really liked how the Star Wars Battlefront gameplay looked. Mm-hmm. It really felt like being in a Star Wars universe, something I'm not familiar with at all, but still. <laughs> one problem I had with it, though, was the old school no aiming, down sight aiming. I like to aim my guns, and it feels weird when trying to go back to old FPS games that do not have that mechanic. It feels wrong, and all my shooting feels inaccurate. 
Oh yeah, really surprised about mods being available for Fallout 4 on Xbox One. I didn't think it would be possible for console games to get mods. It shows how similar consoles are to PCs under the hood set up for this console generation. Yeah. Um, and then some quick E3 thoughts. Honestly felt underwhelmed with The Last Guardian. All that time gone by just to show a game that would be more impressive on a PS3. I think I agreed with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, only saw a little bit of No Man's Sky, but when watching the speaker play some of the game, I was honestly bored. I think we... Agreed with that. Mm-hmm. Pleasantly surprised about the Final Fantasy VII remake. That's my second favorite game of all time. And he was in the chat saying he didn't mind if they made some changes. Yeah. Basically what Corey said because he always has the original to go back to. Right, right, right. Uh, I just wish more gamers thought that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Xbox One backwards compatibility. I think I'll enjoy that feature. Maybe it depends on what games I still have. I might actually get my turn on my Xbox One. Get to turn on my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So. Not using it much. I am in the same boat. Uh, started playing Fallout Shelter. Seems fun. Cool to see it immediately available. And lastly, there was actually a lot that piqued my interest. Mirror's Edge, Sea of Thieves, Mass Effect. I really think I'm going to try to get into Fallout 4 and definitely Dishonored 2. Mm-hmm. So, Very that nice. was from Tito. Do you want me to read Jake's? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Idaho Jake says, well, to give a quick E3 impressions, Bethesda was great, but I think Microsoft has a better press conference. I wasn't really impressed by Sony's. The game that had me more interested in was For Honor. That looks awesome, and I would like like it to be more than four-player teams, maybe six-player teams. Now, as you guys know, I got Elder Scrolls Online, and at first I didn't really understand how to smith or enchant, but after a while it got easier. It is having problems letting me play with friends i can talk to my party but sometimes i can't see them i think i get more into the details maybe next week but i'm starting to have more and more fun the longer i play it i will say the Molag balls 12 inch statue is awesome and the big ass book that came with it is pretty cool very so thank nice you, jake. thanks jake glad you're liking uh elder schools online yeah and i'm with you on for honor i thought that game looked awesome it did look really really good so yeah i mean for i for me the most uh, the biggest surprise for me was the South Park announcement at the, at the during all the all everything you know out of everything. Mm-hmm. I think that was my favorite favorite announcement. Yeah, I think mine was probably Horizon. Yeah, it didn't even leak South Park. Yeah. I know I did. I I was completely blown away. Like I said, and and I was going into the Ubisoft thinking, oh, this is gonna be <laughs> crap. Yeah, there's nothing here, and it ended up the whole thing ended up being pretty good. And South Park was announced. So mm-hmm. you said Horizon leaked, right? Yeah, a while ago. Just okay. A couple screenshots. Did okay. it? Yeah, I did. I that was completely new to me. I didn't yeah. hear anything about it. It didn't have a name or anything like that. Uh, I don't think it just was like two screenshots. Gotcha. Yeah, the, that, that the was Mac really, dinosaurs. That was really cool too. Yeah, <laughs> really cool. Okay. Uh, Twitter Valerie in Illinois says, "Glad you're recording tonight, so Ryan, I can, uh, Ryan and I can listen on our way to Chicago tomorrow." I don't know how long your drive is, but I think this they're is... going to the parade. Oh, okay. Oh, for the okay for the Blackhawks. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, congrats to you, Ryan, on the on the Blackhawks win. Um, I know, I know, I know. We were kind of rooting against them, but <laughs> it's only because we wanted to see a new team. It's. I mean, I'm happy for the Blackhawks. Happy for Patrick Kane. Happy for Antoine Vermette, who was a former Beeson. Uh, me and my wife were very excited for him to him to win a cup. So, uh, I don't know how long your drive is to Chicago, but. This is a hell of a long episode, so <laughs> probably <laughs> you, our second longest. Right? You're, you're, uh, yeah, probably. We're probably close to that anyway. You, you might have enough uh, material for there and back, so we'll see. Uh, Andy eighty on Twitter says, "Well, Fallout Shelter is tiny tower in Fallout, which you guys yeah. agree with? Confirmed. 
Yeah. Uh, Idaho Jake says, so I guess it is time to start playing the X-Bone more with mods for Fallout 4. Boom. Uh, and and there, there, th- it's possible that they might be coming to PS4. Todd Howard. It sounds likely. It sounds likely. He said he, uh, Todd Howard in an interview said he wanted to bring them to PS4. There was no no confirmation on that yet, but I don't see why it, they wouldn't. It will be later. Yeah, if that happens. Yeah. Um, and, and Microsoft bought exclusive rights to mods. Yeah, and it and it, to <laughs> to Tito's point too. He you know he talked about the the similarities and the architecture of the PC and and this year's this version's consoles. Um, I think the the mods will probably end up being limited to content mods. I can't imagine like the super high res texture packs and stuff will be available. But really, yeah. the the meat of the mods is the content stuff. You know, the the additional quest lines and characters and all the crazy stuff that people create. So nude patches, nude patches, yeah. I, and they talked about if there's going to be any kind of filtration process for those. I haven't heard anything about that, but I'm sure we'll find out more. <clears throat> about it. Uh, and then Idaho Jake says, I don't know about you, but I'm getting a Pip-Boy this fall. As am I. I'm planning on it. Yeah, as long as I can afford it when the time comes, which I, I have a long enough time to save up for, I should be fine. So, that's cool. Uh, Facebook feedback. Dave in Boston says, it was a room full of boobs. So many games. Where do you start? When are we going to find the time to play all these games? A great, growing, a great showing for all I thought. No clear winner or loser. I don't think we agree with that necessarily. I think there was a clear loser in my mind, and that would be Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. No clear winner much. for me, though. Yeah, honestly, I I was a kind of underwhelmed by everybody, if that makes sense. Um, I think the the because I, I, as I said, the the thing that blew me away the most was 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 South Park. So game game of the show for me was easily fallout 4 fallout 4 yeah i don't I, think anything even touched that no and uh like i said i think bethesda uh you know they had it on a t they just had oh, to God, had yeah. to not screw up fallout 4 and they didn't so that was that was what the what the best thing about it is but i think for like surprises like we knew fallout 4 was going to be talked about at bethesda like there was not a lot of oh my god at least for me i some people freaked out about final fantasy and shenmue but that blew of ones mind. that i didn't really know about it would be horizon for me right like I know what I'm getting out of South Park, and I love that game, yeah. but I didn't. It wasn't an earth-shattering game. I didn't think. Right. I know I'll like it. Yeah. But I also know what I'm getting. Right. Horizon's like a new thing I'm excited about. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Will what was your favorite. I see. The thing is, is I don't count Fallout Four right now because yeah, I didn't it's not even. I kind of knew about close. it too. But for thing that's new would. Probably be biggest, Horizon. I guess the biggest surprise of the show is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, Horizon's up there. Final Fantasy VII blew my mind, that being remade. Mm-hmm. I'm tired, so I'm forget- I know I'm <laughs> forgetting something. Yeah. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. That was, my <laughs> fav- that was up there. Yeah, fav- that's my favorite moment. Peely. <laughs> Peely. The footy star. What about you, Corey? What was your favorite? Favorite thing? Biggest surprise. I, I want to say the Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay. Judging from Corey surprising. anymore, it sounds like he was happiest when it was all over. As a non-video uh, gamer. I'll tell you, I'll be happy when this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty late. Uh, it's pretty late. Uh, anything else, Corey? No, and unfortunately I did not prepare a question of the week, but I will have that up uh thumbstickathletes.com slash QOTW some right. point tomorrow. Cool. And I'll get caught up on blog posts between tomorrow and Friday. I'm behind on that too. It's been a, also, it's been um, a hell of a week. 
we should bring in our E3 correspondent maybe next week or maybe we'll do a separate like YouTube. Yeah. Did he go again? Yes. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. That's exciting news. Have you talked yeah. to him? Nope. Oh. He just sent me a picture outside of the convention center. Convention center. Our cool. new, newly married E3 correspondent. Newly minted. So, how do you manage to get himself out of the house long enough? Hell, he just came back from Italy. Oh. Fuck so him, by wanted, the way. They probably wanted to get away from each other for if a If he bit. listens, fuck you, John. <laughs> Italy and then E3. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fantastic. Jesus. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we'll call it an episode, shall we? A hell of a <laughs> put long a bow episode. On it. Yeah, I'll put a bow on this one. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I don't even know how I end the show. Where can they find us, Dan? Uh, just everything is on www.thumbstickathletes.com. I don't... I don't have the wherewithal right now to figure all that stuff out so there is a contact tab on our web page yeah every, all of our links are there to youtube and facebook and twitter and all that fun stuff and pre-order Instagram. all your new games on our amazon link yeah that would be awesome that'd be awesome because a little kickback whoa we haven't gotten anything from there in quite a while sorry for that i kicked the kick the cord it's still doing it god damn it Kick the cord. That sounds like a metaphor for turning this <laughs> podcast off. Yeah. That'll do it for episode 204 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, I'm Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Yeah!